Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, March 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. It's been a bit weird. It's been a bit trying. But we can all get through this and have some fun and some laughs and talk about the sport we love whenever it comes back. It is coming back, right? Nah, it is. It is. PulpMXShow.com, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you to Motorsport. Thank you to Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Vertex Pistons, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and Works Chassis Lab. All on board with us, as are you people. 702-586-7857. You want to talk about, well, just about anything at this point. Just give us a call. We'll talk to you about hockey, baseball, Supercross, what we had for lunch today. What we're going to have lunch for tomorrow. Anything like that. Looking forward to tonight's show. Got an interesting mix of guests. I think it's going to be really cool to talk to all these guys about different things. Andrew Short will join the show. The legend that is Andrew Short. He moved over to Blue Crew for a rally. We'll talk to him about that, why he's doing that, and uh, what's next for him. Brian Deegan is on, the general of the Metal Militia. He's down in Texas at the uh, Freestone Amateur Race. And we'll talk to him about what's going on with him. And uh, nice to get Deegan on the show. Daniel Blair will be on Supercross Live. NBC Sports Pit Reporter Daniel Blair will be on. And the great Tony Berluti as well will make a return to the studio. It's been a while. And we'll get Berluti in studio here later on in the show to talk about what he's been up to, what he thinks of the Supercross series, and everything else. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. We got your emails. We got your voicemails. We got the motorsport.com tweet at talent segment. X brand goggle tariffs, race tech rant, all coming up on the show today. Uh, Jason Thomas, of course, will call in and check in at some point. Don't forget sponsored deals on Pulp MX Show. Listen, one of the best things you can do right now is go out by yourself and ride your dirt bike. Pretty hard to catch coronavirus that way. So you're going to need shit for your dirt bike. And uh, a lot of codes, a lot of ways to save. On said shit on PulpMexShow.com. So go there, look at the deals, support our sponsors, and uh, help yourself because there'll be a lot of riding going on lately. Uh, it's one way to stay safe. So uh, I want to thank those people. Amazon as well. If you're staying at home and you're in quarantine and you're not going anywhere, you need supplies, you can get them from Amazon. Click on the Amazon link on uh, PulpMex.com. It takes you to Amazon. Make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. So we get, uh, get everything dialed in that way. Thank you for that. Also, motorsport.com. You can go click on any motorsport uh, logo or banner on the Pulp Show Network. Takes you to motorsport and uh, go there and, uh, yeah, 
pick up something to go ride your dirt bike. And and also, too, support some of these companies, man. It's going to be a little weird for the next little while. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be different. But support the companies that support the show. We're going to keep on producing these podcasts in some form or another. Keep trying to entertain you people. Everyone's uh, in right now. I know that. It's really cool. When I posted the uh, show tonight on Instagram, a lot of the comments were, Hey, thanks for having a show. Hey, thank you for doing this. So I really appreciate you people for uh, liking that we're still going to do this. I've got uh, I've got a Privateer Island podcast coming up. I got a uh, Fly Racing Racer X show with Paul Curry coming out this week. I have no plans to stop doing podcasts while we're in this downtime. So uh, may not be as many, but we're going to keep on keeping on. So because uh, what else can you do, man? It gets uh, really depressing watching the news these days. So we'll uh, we'll talk about the sport though and what's going on with it and where it's stopped, which is round ten at Daytona. What we're going to do going forward, and of course the outdoors is coming up. What's going to happen with that? So some interesting guests tonight, whether it's uh, uh, Daniel Blair, whether it's JT, or whether it's my in studio guest here, all show long. Uh, from RacerX Online, Kellen Brower. What's up, Kellen? How are you, man? I'm good, Steve. I'm here. Pull your mic up a little bit. There I'm, you go. I'm healthy. I'm yeah. good. I'm still alive. Thank you. And we're here. Thanks for coming up. You didn't want to cancel everything else. No, I, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, I got a text from uh, David Villeman saying, oh, bro, what are we going to talk about, bro? What are we going to do? <laughs> and, I, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Uh, just come up anyway. So D- DV's coming up. But uh, look, it's a scary time. It's, yeah. it's a lot of uncertainty. We did a RacerX podcast on Friday. A lot has changed since we did that podcast on Friday. So when you really look at it that way, man, uh, things things happen quick. Oh, right? really quick. It, yeah. it happened five days. It's an entirely yeah. different world we're living in already. Yeah, and I think Feld Motorsports, their plan for Supercross has already changed a few times, yeah, you know, exactly. from, from that. So we'll talk about that and more. Uh, directing the show, d- determining the video content, playing with the new talent cam. It's, tits Mar- it's, it's Travis Marks. What's up? Okay, first of all, how dare you? It's Marks. <laughs> uh, it's how it's Tits Marks. You? What's up, Tits Marks? How are uh, you? Everything good? Yeah, I'm all right. So yeah. we got a new talent cam? Yeah, we do. Can we put that on right now? Yep. Talent cam. Hey-o. Hey. Talent cam. It's, I don't I don't like it. It's to trying be honest. to it's trying to focus. So I don't have to play oh. with that a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we got something new to the studio now. So there we go. If, if you're watching on uh, Facebook, you're watching on YouTube, we really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh Marks, um Yes, sir. You were riding the other day? With, uh, speaking of tits, unfortunately, with, with yes, tits? I did. And you crashed? No, I just didn't make it. Up. I had to. I had to step off the bike. Is all. I didn't actually. I wouldn't count that as a crash. Okay. Did the bike handle everything? Like good. Like you're good. Your W wheels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. W wheels. I was. I didn't want to go out there in the desert because right. I didn't want to scratch them. Right. I just. But Talon said there was no rocks. I said it wasn't that rocky, and tits took you to the worst area. Yeah. But it was all right. It was fun. It was it was nice to just get on the bike. Yeah. I'm sore as balls, but yeah, yeah it's it, it's good. Good. Yeah, well, good. I'm just glad the bike held together because we've had some issues keeping it running. Yeah, the bike's going the flats bikes. and gas leaks. And whatever. <laughs> I, I feel else. like it's been good the last few yeah. times I rode, good, so we're good. good. Well, bring it out to Western. Yeah, bring it out to Western. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Uh, also, there you heard him uh, taking your calls, producing the show. Talon Taylor, what's up, Talon? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Uh, so you didn't want to go riding with with Tits and uh, and Marks. I can just imagine you three guys out there just talking shit on me. <laughs> that, oh, that's what would happen. That for motherfucker, sure. like, ah, uh, he's such an idiot. Like, what makes you think we just don't have a separate text without you anyway? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up, Lone Wolf? Not much. You didn't no. want to go riding? No, I uh, still need to get my bike going, and I didn't want to take my friend's bike out in the desert. Okay, well, that's very nice of you. Uh, 702-586-7857, you got a call. Uh, we'll talk about the sport, what's going on, and everything else. Um, 
Yeah, it's a little uncertain. So, Kellen, um, we can rehash Daytona again, which we did with, with Eli Tomac and March Banks and everything else. Yeah. Uh, but I'd rather not. Um, going forward from here, so look, the plan tentatively was for the Supercross Series to take about a month off, come back, run Vegas and run Salt Lake, run double headers at one or both of those locations, maybe even a midweek race, I heard. They got to get. They got seven rounds to go. They want to get those seven rounds in however they can. That was the plan uh, last week, tentatively. Not set in stone, but that's what I thought would happen. Now, we did a podcast, and I talked about how I thought seven races was ambitious. And you got to remember, there's a week off for Easter, and I've been told, no way, even if this thing's fine, are they running a race on Easter. Uh, there's a week off after Salt Lake, and then you're running into the outdoors. Yeah. I was saying on the podcast, and I believe from talking to some people higher up and people with teams, that uh, I believed that they would try to get some. They would they, they would get rounds in, but not all seven. Yeah, right. That's kind of what my thinking was. Well, um, now with the th- stuff that's kind of c- gone forward, and with uh, the 250 people rule, now there's a 50 people. The CDC said they don't, they don't want 50 right. people gatherings. Kellen, for the first time, like this, this might be it. I'm start like today and yesterday. I'm like, this could be it. Eli told me I could be your champion. Yeah, I'm, as fast as everything has happened, you have to start assuming that that is definitely a possibility at this point. I mean, if they're saying eight, you know, given eight week gap, the CDC thing was like saying eight weeks, nobody over fifty people. Eight weeks from now, we're talking mid going into mid May. We're already talking about like this could even affect outdoors if we're yeah. going to that point. Yep. And yeah, maybe the local governments haven't really said like yeah, that's definitively what we're doing yet. But yep. you'd have to imagine that yeah, what we've seen so far in the pattern and how it, right. how fast everything happened, there's no I- way. I would have bet a lot of money on them getting a couple races in. Yeah. And and we're having a 12-round series, a 13-round series. I don't know, man. I, I Now at this point, this thing could be a wrap, and we could be working on pushing outdoors back. I think outdoors can go into September, so that would be good. That would be beneficial. Yeah. You know, there's that calendar. when We used to go in the second week of September. So outdoors, I feel like, can get a full 12 round in, 12 rounds, and we can just push that thing back. But I don't know. Might be just be, be super cross- that's it. I, yeah. Can you imagine? It's. I mean, now we have to, right? Because I, I couldn't imagine last Monday, Tuesday, yeah. or something like that. But yeah. as quickly as everything has happened, I don't. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be possible. But I, what I'm wondering really is is how they're going to award these championships. I mean, we have four races ran in the East so far. Yeah. Six in the West. Only ten total for the 450s. Yep. You think that's it? They just cut it there. That's I, champions I, crowned like I that. I do. I do. Okay. I, I think. Uh, Hey, look, yeah, I mean, we want to run more races. We want to be, uh, we want to make it better for everybody, but this is it. Or the Monster Energy Cup in October. Is becomes a fun- another round. Becomes another round. Becomes a final round. That's an idea that I heard yeah. kicked out there. Possible. I mean, you know, you know, can you can you ride five months, four months of outdoors and then come in and ride Monster well, Energy Cup? About that, too, though. Contracts would have already ended, right? People would be on either new bikes or new teams by that because October 1 yeah, usually is yeah, the date. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we could see people on different bikes when the season ends. It's just like, what's the point with that, you know? I don't know. I think the folks here uh, at, uh, well, yeah, that's in actually in Carson. That's not in Vegas here. Right, yeah. That's in Carson. So that would be, I was just thinking about running more races in Vegas. But, um, yeah, I think Sam Boyd's scheduled for demolition at some point. Huh, Marks? Did you hear that, Sam Boyd? 
Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, did. I don't know I when that is. I haven't heard anything definitive, but yeah, right. it's definitely out I just, there. I'm thinking about like a, a stadium that Feld has a relationship with, and it's not an Anaheim and not a busy stadium. Sam Boyd isn't that busy here in Vegas. You could come up and run a couple rounds after the Nationals. Mm-hmm. You know, just that's it. Run two more rounds at the end of the, of the Nationals. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't I just don't see that happening. I mean, the fact that you'd have guys on different bikes in the first place is really weird. But, yeah, to go through all of outdoors, no Supercross testing whatsoever, and then, bam, right back into Supercross testing to try to end a season. I mean, these. I feel like the OEMs in, in their own right would probably say no to that, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. I feel like the OEMs would be like, uh, hey, let's just call it a wrap. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame. And, and you know, uh, I flew all the way to Chicago. And then flew back. You know, uh, I got halfway to Indianapolis and was like, "Oh man, it's canceled." Mm-hmm. Remember, the original plan was for no fans, and that quickly got, and then quickly went to, to fifty people. Yeah, that know? was like five hours. Were like, um, no fans, and then now it's canceled. That was like five hours yeah. of a gap from yeah. no fans to canceled. Yeah. Um, MXGP, a series that you follow closely, of course, has now put five rounds after the designations. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to JT about that a little bit as well. Um, but I. I mean, I can't see how they're going to get those nations in. I, how first of all, if you're in a championship contender, do you really want your rider running to uh, the designations, right? No, I, I could have seen it if there was like two after, because in MXGP, it's quite often that a championship's clinched early with how many rounds there are. But now that there's going to be so many after, I don't think anybody would have a championship wrapped up by then. Right. You don't want your guy getting hurt. I mean, we know unfortunately Jeffrey's pretty injury prone. So say he has a points lead, was himself at nations, and then KTM would have a fit. Yeah. No, I agree, right? So, uh, I don't know. Crap. <laughs> that's 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 that sums up my whole mood with this whole thing. Yeah. Um Brian Deegan coming up, Andrew Short, Daniel Blair, great Tony Berluti as well. Uh Kellen Brower in studio here. So here's an email here's an email from Gus. I really disagree when you said there's no asterisk if Tomac if this thing is decided. Because there's been a shorter seasons in the past. A known shorter is one thing, but no one knew Daytona was the last race. And Roxon was winning the title when Tomac passed him with the knowledge there was still a half a dozen or so races left. If he knew that was the last race, then he would have left it all on the track. Force contact or something. If we do not race another two races, there's a big fact asterisk by Tomac's title. I would say the same thing if Roxon would have won. Daytona bottom line, it sucks. We had a great season short, and let's hope for a few more races. Supercross is good for us. Let's find a way to put this on TV in prime time. Enjoy the break. Uh, uh, hope it's short, and take care of yourself and the Pulp team, especially Pookie and Marks. That's from Gus. Um, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Thanks, Gus. <laughs> oh, look, it's Gus Marks is his name. Cousin of yours, I guess. Yeah, um, that's my alter ego. Look, I know what he's saying, you know, that that if Daytona ends up being the final race, it ends up being the final race. But really, I mean, I thought Roxon wasn't trying. I I highly doubt Roxon laid up. He's saying you know Roxon knew there were more yeah. races then, and I get that. But I don't think Roxon would just lay up. So that was the race that was, and it played out the way it was. Roxon wanted to win badly. He wasn't able to win. Tomac did. So if that's the end of the series, there's no asterisks. That's it. Eli Tomac won more races during the year, and he has the points lead. To me, he's a champion. Isn't that's that it. the most Eli Tomac way to win a championship <laughs> after all these years of how how he lost the championship by doing this or that, yeah. and then he wins it by yeah. passing Ken Rocks at Daytona when everybody thought, oh, With we still have so much more series to go left. Or whatever, yeah. right? No, I know, but to me, like it is, it like here in sports, uh, 
Roger Maris broke the season single season home run record over Babe Ruth in 1961, I think. And I believe there was 154 games, mm-hmm. uh, and Ruth had 115 games or something. So he had a lot more games played to hit those home runs, and people debated that asterisk forever, and it was put in the record book and everything else. And that I get because they were two different qualifications. But Roxon raced the same amount of races as Eli Tomac. They both raced mm-hmm. the same 10 rounds to me, head-to-head. Tomac won more races and had the points lead. That's it. You win. I, I mean, Eli Tomac didn't cause the series to be canceled you know so i don't get it i don't think i don't i won't look at eli tomac any differently if this thing ended now yeah i think i mean he did just everything perfect i think this entire season much better than he has in the past atlanta was like his only hiccup where you saw how from almost the beginning he was like managing it he had the seventh at a1 but it was still kind of like a a good seventh you know it was arm pump but he was actually in, th- in the thick of things until kind of towards the end. And then from there, it was like, let me just get as many points as I possibly can. Let me not break my back to win races. And I think that's the way that he's going to reap the reward from this because yeah. he put himself in a position to take over this championship lead when everybody else is starting to make either mistakes or ba- basically just take advantage of Ken Roxon's falters late in races and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, you'd think he has to deserve the championship because... That's it. Yeah, like it's, he, uh, he won yeah. more races, as you're saying. Yeah. He has the points lead champion yep i i agree so to me there's no asterisk i get the roger maris one although i don't really get it but i under i at least understand yeah. that point of view i'm like oh okay he had 50 more games or whatever to hit those homers so it was different but this is 10 versus 10 races tomac has more wins but as you brought up four rounds of the east yeah that's a t- <laughs> that's a tough win for Sexton, but hey, good job. But he's also, do you not feel, also proven to be the best rider? Oh, for through sure. Those four rounds. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think Shane was great at, at yeah. Tampa, but but even at Tampa, I thought Sexton was probably the better rider. He just didn't get a good enough start to prove it. By the time he was in second, yeah. Shane was gone. Right, and Sexton, like there wasn't that carrot dangling in front of him because Shane was too far out front. Yep. And then every other race that we've had, which is only three after that, but yeah, he's totally proved that he is. If not the best, one of the best riders on track every weekend. Yeah, and so to me, that uh, yeah, absolutely deserves it. Um, and you know, caught Marchbanks a little bit at the mm-hmm. end of Daytona yeah. as well. So and won two out of the four rounds. On the West, Ferrandis, dude, the best guy. He ripped through the pack when he could. His starts were hurting him. Uh, by far the best guy in the West. Uh, yeah, I mean. So there we go. Call it a day. Champions crowned. That's it. We're done. But they're all look. Every champion's deserving because that's that's why they tally points. But. For reals, those three guys, if it ended, I feel like they're they're all worthy champions. There's no asterisks, anything else. And I think even going into these season, on paper, all three of those guys would be people at the end of the cha- at the yeah. championship. You'd say, yeah, they should be holding the number one player, yeah. right? Like yeah. Eli had right. all this pressure built up right. against them over the years, but then the two defending champions coming in, it was almost like if they don't win it, it would be probably considered a failure to them. You know? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm happy if it ended, and honestly. Last week, 702-586-7857, by the way, Brian Deegan coming up here on the show. Last week, I would have said, I, I don't know, I would have put it at 75% chance they run some more rounds. That's what I would have said. I don't know how many, but more rounds. Dude, I don't know if I'm even at 25% right now. As far I, as I what bet. I think. Like, if they get more rounds in. Yeah, I'm at like 1% or 2%. Really? <laughs> as fast as things have happened. I yeah. mean, it's just... I don't know, man. They're saying projection. We're not even going to start Major League Baseball until July now and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they, they totally skipped over uh, May. Yeah. They're just like, hey, June right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be possible. <sighs> Can you? Fuck, man. <laughs> I know. It's like so. This championship was so good in the 450 class, too. It yeah. was shaping up to be the, yeah. finally the titanic battle down to the end between yeah. Roxton and Tomac yeah. that we begged for all and these Webb, years. And Webb was getting in yeah, there. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, he, would, he could spoil this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. But look, hey, Eli Tomac's check's going to cash. His championship check, you know, and all of that. Is I mean, he bummed about no more race win bonus though? Could have got like three or four more. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it 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 uh, it'll be amazing. It'll be uh, yeah, I I yeah, it it. I I mean, I'll look at all three guys as champions, and I will not even look back, and I'll be like, they were the best riders. But damn, a ten round Supercross series. I mean, look, and and for people who are listening to this and watching this on Facebook and everything else, um, we don't know. We're speculating like everybody else. But if you really look at the what CDC has, t- has talked about and what people have talked about, it doesn't look good. No. I think we'll get the outdoors in. That's hopefully. where I'm at. <laughs> at this point, hopefully. That's where I'm at. Like, I don't know how this happens. Uh, man, so for me, I mean, Marks, for you, like, do you, are you, you're fine with, is there an asterisk? No, no. Like you said, they've ran the same amount of races. Both of them were healthy the whole time. After the races that they've run, Tomac is the points leader, so uh, I, I don't think you really can. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, Talon, I think the biggest bummer is we never had a finale finale. Like we didn't know that was the last race. So right. who knows? Ken might have pushed harder at Daytona if he knew that was the last one. Does well, Kenny finally get aggressive? You think when Eli's coming, take him wide, put him in the bales, anything I mean, like he, that? He made a mistake when Eli got him. I, I know, but you I'm know saying what I mean? like like anything. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you can say. I mean. Does anybody not think Ken Roxon was trying his hardest, right, to, to win that race? Of course he was. Yeah, because so. at the at the end, it wasn't like Eli gapped him and Kenny's no, like, oh, no, I'll just yeah, let him have no. it this week. I got him next week. He came right back after him and what, it was like seven tenths at the line. Wow, and that's the thing, like Ralph was going on about like this is another win for and I'm like, Ralph, do you see? <laughs> Roxon's like right there on a track that's pretty easy to make a mistake on. You know, I'm like, we should just calm Ralph yeah. spent about half a lap. Talking about Tomac's legacy at winning Daytona, I'm like, uh. So, anyways, um, Brian Deegan coming up here shortly. Let's take some calls right now. Eric, what's going on, Eric? Hi, man. How you doing? Good. What's up? What's up? Okay, two quick, two quick questions. The first one is uh, Jeremy Martin. I I don't know if it's a habit thing, but when he puts his he at the starting line, they show it on the on the TV. Uh, he, he put his hands like inside his helmet. Is he like l- literally licking his gloves? Could be licking or, like, them or, he... or, or breathing on them to, to like soften them up. I don't think he would be I mean, licking on them, but I think he could be breathing like, you know, just to soften up his gloves, just just a habit. Yeah, and I get that. Even though I'm on a fuel injected Suzuki, um, I still always, every once in a while, check my pet cock, although it doesn't have it. You know what I mean? So right. I get so, that. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Second question is: I work in a dealer. Um, if you were to have, perhaps I, you know, call in and you try to give me like a firepower chain, can I actually accept that? Why couldn't you? Well, because I get that firepower chain at cost anyway. Like I don't. I. I, I I'm just I, wondering. I'm sure I there's don't. a lot of people out there that work in a dealership, and like I don't feel like that's fair. I don't know what I, I. What am I supposed to do? Screen the guys' uh, employment? I mean, no. nobody would know if you didn't say anything. Yeah, and also no, too, bro, bro. When I say to these people, "Hey, uh, uh, you got a bike?" and some of them go, 
uh, yeah. Like, I, they probably don't have a bike. No. They probably don't. What do you yeah, want me to do? Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it, man. I just, I'm just wondering to make sure, you know, if you were to ever say, hey, do you have a bike? You know, that I don't accept a chain because I get it at a lower cost anyway. So. I'm not giving you a chain. Okay, cool. I don't need a chain. All right, good. You're not getting one. <laughs> good. All right, cool. Good. All well, right. You guys have a good one. Thank you, man. Thank you for everything that you put out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Firepower Parts, everybody. Firepowerparts.com. Kyle Chisholm using the battery, using the chain. Eric did not get a chain. No. Not going to get one. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, featherweight, featherlight lithium batteries available. This is one of Chris Kiefer's must-have mods for uh, Yamahas. And also, too, the chain is a fantastic chain. Made in Japan. Firepowerparts.com. Visit your local dealer. Go in there. Ask for Firepower Parts. And uh, great guys. Great company there. And really good products. I have a Firepower chain on my Blue Crew. And, God, it looks it looks fantastic. So uh, please check them out. Uh, Doug's on four. Doug, what's up, man? You say go to Qualcomm. Hey, screw that last guy. I'll take that chain. All right, we'll give you a chain, Doug. Oh, no way. Cool. Thanks. All right, firepowerparts.com. Totally what kind of bike you got? YZ450. Blue crew, bro. He didn't even hesitate. He no. didn't even hesitate. All right. Uh, what's up, man? Oh, so Qualcomm, um, that stadium is still in use. It's yep. just empty most of the time with uh, very low use. The infrastructure's in place. They keep the dirt for Petco on site at Qualcomm. It wouldn't take much to have a race there. The dirt's like in the stadium or on the no, parking lot? Well, no, it's in the parking no, lot. keep it on the, on oh, the okay. site. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know what? That's a great idea. I, I, I guarantee you could get that thing cheap if you're felt. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, uh, and maybe Chad yeah. would come out and win one more time. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be rad. Listen, I, I think it's a question of if we're, either, if we're even going to be able to get anything in at all. But um, yeah. it's not a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. So. All right, Doug, stay on hold. We'll get you that firepower chain, all right? Right on, thanks. No problem. All right, that's so, Doug. So here's a question, Steve. Yeah. If they're going to restrict us to 250, 50 people, whatever, does Feld try anything with, like, all right, just bring the top 20 in points, just bring your mechanic? Yeah, that, that was brought up. Do you think that's that, going to happen? I know from talking to a team person that was brought up okay. uh, that they said, yeah, hey, listen, top 22. You're, whatever you know, for the number of people that need them, yeah, in yeah. sorry about your luck, guys. If you if you're not in it, but this is what we're doing. Okay, and maybe f- if you can't make it, you fill in from whatever. Right. But yeah, that's been talked about because that's 22 guys, uh, 44 guys. Uh, so 88 for both classes. 88 for both classes, mechanic and it, and rider. Yeah, exactly. And then other team personnel would probably put it another 100. Now you're at 188, and maybe track. Feld guys are two fifty. They would they would figure it out, but that's right. what I'm saying is that's something that they're definitely considering, right? They're, they're well, going to play it out in, in some way. It got brought up along with a lot, yeah. a lot of other things, but yes, that was brought okay. up. Like how do we how do we keep this minimum? But now the CDC said, and it's not a law. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not a law. But the CDC said, hey, keep it to fifty people and under. Well, today, I mean, yeah. you know, Trump said try to keep it to under ten. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how many we got here? Five. Just we're barely we're pushing it. We're yeah. kicking talent out, though, if, and, if we need to. Yeah, and Rocky, too. Yeah, and Rocky. <laughs> yeah, and Rocky and Pookie. Uh, by the way, speaking of Pookie, um, if Darkseid calls tonight, I have, a, I, have a, I have a beef with Darkseid. It's not about the wrap-up show, either. You got more beef with Darkseid now? It's not about the wrap-up show. It's about something real. I, for one, cannot wait for this. Real serious. Is this going to be the Race Tech rant? No. Okay. The Race Tech rant, I will be a rehash of something I'm already upset about that okay. some people have heard. Uh, but I have a, we have a voicemail for a race deck event as well. Kellen Brower, brought to you by EVSSports.com. Have you used EVS before? 
Uh, yeah, I have a neck brace. Oh, there we go. EVS, EVS Sports. Sports. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology. When it comes to designing protection gear for today's racers, riders like RJ Hampshire, Ben LeMay, and Travis Pastrana are EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. EVSSports.com. Gear up like the pro. Use Pulp20 code to save EVS Sports. We are protection. Bringing you Kellen Brower from Racer X here. And later on in the show, Kellen, we got to talk about Racer X and what the hell we're going to oh, do. I know, right? Right? It's, um, do you have any ideas? Do you, do you, I, I already told Wigan I would interview Tim Ferry. <laughs> well, I felt like I was on the phone all day today trying to figure that out. I don't know if you feel the same way. I know we were in some calls together, but yeah. it's... Yeah, this is going to be crazy trying yeah. to figure this all out these next couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep on producing these podcasts in some yeah. form, uh, and I'm going to write some stuff as well. Um, so yeah, I, I have some ideas for some content. Really, like as a avid reader of me of mainstream sports, dude, I'm reading stuff, and it sucks. There's nothing to read about. There's nothing going on. There's no no podcasts are really being made, and I'm like, screw that for our sport. I can be the one to write about it. I can be the one to produce some podcast. So at least keep content going so people have something to listen or write or read or whatever while this thing's going on. Hey, the like, NFL free agency market was actually pretty good today. It I was. Know. You look at, yeah. <laughs> look at other sports. Maybe that's what we'll just cut contracts right now and just free agent free for all. Yeah, of the yeah, that'd be, that'd be, yeah, that's true. NFL did produce some exciting stuff that we'll at least be able to talk about here shortly, you know. Um, hey, for coming in tonight, you get that little gift right there. This is good stuff. Look at all this. Art of Sport. Uh, let me tell you about Art of Sport, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the um, planet. That counts our very own Ken Roxon. He's a partner in this. Roxon's got that AOS logo on his jersey. I'm sure people have seen that. I wonder what that is. It's Art of Sport. Uh, I've been using the deodorant and the shampoo and the body wash. I love it. Uh, it's great stuff. Uh, they're formulated with natural botanical ingredients and keep you smelling fresh every day. Uh, and also, too, they got a lot of five-star reviews and everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, and everybody else, they're at Target right now, artofsport.com. Uh, products under $10, uh, go to target.com. Uh, We're going to give away uh, a set of what you got to a listener. Uh, go to my Instagram, Pulpamex Show, or Pulpamex on Instagram, and uh, tag two smelly friends, and uh, and we're going to give one of those kits away. But for you, Kellen, just for coming in, oh man, thanks. You get body wash, you get you get a deodorant. I I don't know what that black. I know is. they have different smells. There's eucalyptus right. and pure mint and. Uh, Oh, this is eucalyptus too. Yeah, but good stuff. Yeah, there that you little go. bottle should be a face lotion, I think. Is Which, that what that is? This one? I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. face wash. Did, did you use it? Yet? Charcoal scrub. Uh, I I've used the uh, body wash. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's good, right? I legit love it. Yeah, yeah. I like the shampoo. I'm, I'm I like the shampoo the best. Deodorants is good. I've not used uh, the face lotion at all. I'm not a face lotion kind of guy. Should I? Should I be? Uh, I'm not really either, but I will try it out and report back anyway. <laughs> Artisport.com. Uh, please check them out on the line. Like I said, Ken Roxon's a, a partner in this company, and uh, so it's good stuff, and I like it. And Target, Target, uh, go to Target and get get stuff from uh, from Artisport from there. Um, let's go to Chad on four. Chad, what's going on, man? How are you, Chad? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. No uh, Listen for a long time here, District Twenty Three guy, and. Oh, nice. uh, I uh, really appreciate the content, but you mentioned the possibility of uh, postponing the donations, and it's it's a thought I've had for quite a while. I've been waiting for somebody to bring it up, and that is, why don't we go to a two- or three-year format on the do- donations to, uh, I, I think it would help increase uh, rider involvement, team involvement, and uh, increase the hype. Yes, uh, like the Olympics. You know, everybody gets really excited for the Olympics every four years. Um 
Yeah, I, I've said that. It's Listen, this race is a massive moneymaker for the guys at Ustream and the tracks. That's why they do it every single year. And like, like lambs off a cliff, everybody spends all this money to go there for no money. There's no money in for these teams. There's just You're just riding for your flag, and if you turn people down for your flag, you get called an asshole and everything else. So it's a perfect propaganda for people to um, to use. So if you made it every four years, though, it would be easier to get going. It would be easier to get riders to go. It would be more of, a, of an important event because, like Kellen, like, who was on the team three years ago that won? Do we, do you, you know? Was France, it 2017? Right, right. Uh, well, or it, 16, let's say. 16? So yeah. that would have been France. Uh, Benoit Patrell, Febra, and uh, Paulin? Okay, fuck you. Most people, <laughs> most people don't know. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like you don't. It's not like, like Connor Fields won a, a BMX gold medal, and like that was such a huge thing, and people will always remember that, and people will always talk about that because it happened every four years. But that as nations, like it kind of comes and goes. Like Chad Reed won a moto at France, and like it was gnarly. Like he came out and beat everybody, but nobody talks about it. But it was a great ride. He beat everybody there uh, in one moto. But yeah, it just gets lost in the sea of races. So I. Yeah, I, I hear you. That's too bad about the money thing because I, I, it feels to me like three years would be a good number with yeah. the longevity in our sport, well, and it would take guys that like a Tomac or whoever and know that you know I might only get one or yes. two shots at this time in the prime. So yeah, I want to take. I yeah, want, I, want, I want the opportunity. Absolutely, I agree. What do you think, Kellen? I don't know. I, I love the motocross of nations, so it's. I, I personally would rather see it every year. I mean, that's just me. Right. I could understand what you're saying though about every two years, every four years. But to me, it's, it's such a big spectacle. And it, it, like you said, it's, it's the pride of the country. It's getting everybody together for this one monumental race to end the year. It's kind of like the swan song of the season. I just love everything about it. So I would, I, I, I would, would like to see a change. I would drastically change it up. Okay. <laughs> I would drastically change it up. If I could, if I could wave a magic wand, never mind commitments, never mind money, ne- never mind any of that. If you think about it, Tim Geyser, his country cannot field two other riders. Like, he's almost in the B main, right? Mm-hmm. But he's a bad dude. Uh, a Caroli for many years, the only guy in Italy, and, and they're one of the best riders in the world. Like, these guys go to this race, and there's no hope of team accomplishment, right? They just don't have the riders. And if you look at America, this is the size of all of Europe, or bigger, right? And we have all these field riders to choose from. What if we just made it, like, like everybody talks about? America versus GPs. Just the top 10 from each, whatever you want to do. And, like, dude, there's guys that, like, don't belong on the track out there. Yeah. Like, they get weeded out after Saturday. Yeah. I could, I am faster than some of those guys that, <laughs> that race the motocross nations from, 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 from these countries. 100%. At Western, I, you're definitely faster oh, than most Western, of those I would be top 20. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of a joke. Like, it's this gnarliest, biggest race of the yeah. year. But literally, if your country doesn't have anybody... You can just show up and race and get lapped by uh, the top riders in a lap and a half. But if it was GPs versus US, don't you think it would have a little bit of that SMX Cup feel where it's like kind of forced in a way where like the teams are kind of classified specifically instead of countries picking them and stuff like that? No, you just do top 10 in points, like whatever. Like you just do, there's no, it's just top 10 in points. Like here, top 10 in here and top 10 here. There we go. And maybe some I mean, I would, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah. To, I'd love that. That's what I would do if I could wave it. There's a lot of problems with it and a lot of commitments, but if I could wave a magic wand, that's what I would do to the, the, the nations because that's more interesting to me to see Hurlings and Geyser and Caroli on the same team versus Roxon, Tomac, 
Whatever. So then you have ten guys on the top of the podium when they win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. That's I think what, that's kind so. of the scenario you would have would work best in like a three-year scenario where yeah. trying to get all ten of our guys over there every year might be tough. But uh, absolutely. I, I mean, listen, I I like the designations. I'm a fan of it. But dude, if you tell me it doesn't make sense anymore, I understand in this world now the world where we're at. And you know, but listen, that thing that thing prints money, bro. Like, seriously, the guys that you stream are probably like Donald Duck just swimming in this pile of money. So there's no hope that thing's going away. Think about it. They got the best fucking thing going. Everyone pays to be there. They pay out a meager amount. There's 30,000 people there paying, you know, whatever. And they don't have to pay anything out. It's fantastic. It's an amazing plan. You know? So, yeah. like So that's not happening is what I'm saying. So. All well, right. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time to mull it over with me. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, uh, so then the, every three years, Eli Tomac might be like, you know what? I don't want to skip it. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, you know, I, I got to go because I don't know what's going to happen in three years. Yeah, but the problem with that is that in this sport, injuries are so much more common that you may have a guy that never goes because he just happens to be injured those Listen, two years that you, he could make it. If you are, you are. I mean, you got six years, let's say. You know, I get it, but so. I'm just saying we get to the end of the season and, and usually half the field's wiped out anyway. So we aren't really getting the true right, test of the right. top ten yeah, both classes. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's ask JT about that when he comes back. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chad, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, what's going on? I just uh, I had a question. I don't know if you guys had touched on this yet. The the Pulvimax Privateer Challenge. Um, you guys are thinking, you know, possibly the season's just going to end. I know you guys just reset the points. What are we doing with that? I mean, I, if, they, if the season ends, I just pay out Joan Cross as the winner. That's it. I, what, yeah. what else can I do, right? There's nothing else I, yeah. can, I can do. So um, we'll play it yeah. along. We'll play it by ear and see how Supercross guess- Series goes and – yeah. Yeah, I guess same thing with uh, with the point standings as it is, right? You guys just pay out whoever's in the lead right now with the Yeah, bike, I mean, right? I, I can't. I'm not keeping the money. I'm not going to be like, ha, 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 I'm keeping all the money. <laughs> we're going to give away a 2020 Yamaha YZ450F, and we're going to give away all the money that have entered those raffles to privateers. However we do that, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, someone's getting paid at some point, Chad. All right, sure. another so. question on that. I had not yet bought a raffle ticket. Am I still able to buy one? Yeah, absolutely. The link's on my yeah. Instagram page, or it's on pulpamex.com. It's 20 bucks a ticket. Sweet. Yeah. Alan, one more quick thing. I know the guy was asking about what Jeremy, Jeremy Martin does with his hands. Yeah. I've been watching the Troll Train uh, vlogs. Um, he had Phil Nicoletti on mm-hmm. uh, this past week, by the way, which is awesome. I mean, who doesn't love seeing Phil? <laughs> yeah. But um, he, he like, rubbed, he talked about what he does with his hands. He, like, rubs... Like, you see some people sometimes rub their mustache. He does this weird thing with his hands, and he says, I don't know why I do it, but it's just what I do. So, no, he's not licking his hands. He just is, like, rubbing his imaginary mustache. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, I I, good to know. All right. Thanks, Chad. Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, Vortex Racing, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, the star racing guys, they all use Vortex Racing for sprockets. Uh, they also got a V3 handlebar. It's 29% stronger than the competition. They got a 7.8 bar. They got an oversized handlebar. And Vortex Racing will dial you in if you email jake at vortexracing.com. They'll give you a Pulpamex show discount on any kind of product that Vortex Racing has. They've been a long heritage of racing. Uh, James Stewart, Chad Reed winning championships with Vortex Racing sprockets. Please to bring our first guest of the night, the general of the Metal Militia down there in Texas, Brian Deegan. What's up, Deegan? How are you, man? 
Good. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. You're down in Texas right now? Yeah, yeah. We're down here at the Freestone track. Yeah. And how's it going? It's going good. Just hanging out here. It's uh, the weather's. Eh, it looks like it might be a little rainy this week, but other than that, it's uh, going good. Nice. Good to hear. Hey, you know what's funny? Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's going on, but... I always think it's when I see this stuff on social media, like you're standing beside Tim Ferry and Nick Way, and you guys are watching your kids race. It must still seem a little weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it just seems weird because we're just getting older, right? <laughs> and sometimes you realize, right, that you're just becoming more right. an old man, I guess. It's, um, <laughs> and you're just, you know, being to your kids, you're just dad and. I know. You know, it, but, it's, um, I, I don't know. I don't think we look at each other like, oh, I still want to beat you at a race. And like, <laughs> I, you know, but you know how, but you know how people like, uh, like somebody will be like, Hey man, remember this year? And I'll be like, yeah, that happened like five years ago. And then actually Deegan, when you look at it, it was like 15 years ago, but it seems like five years yeah. ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One time I won that race, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, yeah, they're like, you know? yeah, that was like two decades ago, bro. That was like before you even had kids. <laughs> right. So, so you like, look, that seemed like yesterday, dude. Yeah. You're like, you, you look at Nick and you look at red dog and you're like, Hey man, we only raced like a few years ago, but fuck dude, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. You're hanging on to it hard. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, and the kids don't even know we raced, right? Right. Like the, the, yeah. the, my my kids' friends didn't even know we even existed in dirt bike racing. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's so sad, right? Oh god, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... They don't even know who McGrath is, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. We were talking about the other yeah. day, like Jeremy. That's twenty years ago that Jeremy, you know, was the guy. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Deegan, it sucks. Um. Yeah, it goes quick. Hey, so uh, any any worries about the the virus going on down there in Texas? The amateur races, like any. Anything about, like, I know the day in the dirt down in Florida got shut down, but what's the, what's the word? I don't know. I just feel like the vibe in Texas, people are like, oh, it's just a cold. You'll be fine. Like, um, you know, that's a vibe in, like, this Texas area. But, you know, I don't think we're so worried. Like, the track, everyone here, they're, they're, it's kind of a weird vibe. Like, uh-huh. people are kind of acting a little odd, a little quiet. Um, you know, but people still want to race. I think they want, there are a lot of people in denial probably. Yeah, and then yeah. the, the only thing I worry about is not really, oh, we're going to catch. Oh, we lose the general. Panic oh. going on. Yeah. Oh, you're you back. There? Yeah, you're back now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. So the, the, the panic that's setting in at home, right? What are we going to go home to? Like no food, no groceries, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I'm more worried about. You know, we're here for a week, and, like, that's another week. And now, you know, they closed San Francisco. Like, they have, you've heard that, right? Yeah. Like, the city shut down. Yeah, yeah, and I saw that. You get a, it's a misdemeanor if you leave your house. Like, that's crazy. This is movie <laughs> shit. Like, movie crap. Right, <laughs> like, right, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, it's real. This has never happened in the history of America, as far as I've been around. Like, yeah. Um, I'm really, honestly, starting to get worried, to be honest. Like, I started thinking, what am I doing here for a week? Like, am I going to be a week behind a full shutdown? Like, am I going to be able to get back in California? Yeah, Because they're starting to shut. I get it's coming. Like, they shut down those cities. It's, you know, Italy shut down already, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've called my contacts. I have the contacts and the government and this, that. (laughs) And they all said we're about 11 days behind Italy. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to know. So, well, you're a general after all, Deacon, so it's not a problem for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to call into my uh, 
my contact right. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's insane. And, like, I just wonder about a bunch of people sitting in Texas and racing. But on the other hand, Brian, I went riding yesterday at a local track here in Vegas, and it was packed. Tons of people riding their dirt bikes, you know? Yeah. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay. Everyone's out having fun riding dirt bikes, but they're at least close to home. Right. Yeah, good point. And so that's my my thing is – you know, that's the only kind of uneasy feeling I have is just being uh, not close to home, you know? Right. So, Brian, do you have anybody, like, at home right now that is going to these local stores and trying to stock up, or are you just going home to nothing? <laughs> no, I have family home. I have, you know, people always stay at our house. We okay. always have, like, you know, I have, like, you know, uh, the grandparents and, you know, yeah. people there that are stu- that are handling stuff. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I do, but not, you know, you still have everything I need personally and kind of everything our, my family needs. And, um, you know, as a dad now, I have to think differently. I'm not, like, just thinking about myself. I think about, okay, my kids are out of school now, so I don't even know. Yeah. And and um, what are we going to do? And then I thought, okay, why am I going home? My kids are just going to drive me crazy in the house. Um, we could at least go race dirt bikes, but I'm scared. If a kid falls, we got to go to the hospital. Yeah. And, and then what? Like, you know, it's kind of like craziness there right now. Yeah, no, so, I agree. This is, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm uneasy about it, and I'm, you know, just because I've never seen this happen in the history of America. Right. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Brian Deegan. Give us a call. Supercross winner, general of the militia, and now aspiring, <laughs> aspiring mini dad. Uh, man, your your son is he's good, uh, and you're 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 stuck in this thing, Brian. So, uh, what's the plans for the next few years? Like, when do you think he'll turn pro? I know talking to uh, Talon Volan, his kid went over and rode some EMX races. Is that something you want to do, or what? What's the plan going forward? I agree with that uh, that theory of taking your kid over there just to show him what being tough is. Uh-huh. And um, I think that's why we've ta- me, me and Bolin have had those conversations multiple times. He actually went and did it. Yeah. And so my son's still young. He's still small. Hasn't hit his, you know, growth spurt yet. So he's still on 80s. You know, he just won the last week, everything last week. I and saw that. Super yeah. mini would, yeah. So super mini would be next year, you know. I'd say, you know, two, three, four years away, probably three or four years away from, like, really yep. the 250B A class. Okay. So, still got a lot of time, unless yeah. he just hits a growth spurt. Right. And um, then maybe get him. I think Supercross, if everything goes right, God willing, you think maybe 17, 18 years old in Supercross. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so, that's kind of plan. Some of the amateur people that I talk to, and I don't follow it that much, but some of the amateur people I talk to, Brian, said that, uh, your son is really, really good at the indoor stuff because you've had him riding it forever. Yep. You know, he's been on – he grew up on a Supercross track, literally. Yeah. You know, yeah. in our front yard. And uh, he used to ride Supercross before he went to school. We'd go do a, a main event. <laughs> you know, at six thirty seven a.m., he'd be doing a main event before he went to school. Yeah. And and um, so I thought, hey, why not? I do things my way. I, you know, want to do things and see how it turns out. And yep. so he's really comfortable in Supercross just because I want to be comfortable. Like, I don't want to be nervous when yeah. he races that because the sport's already gnarly enough. Like, yeah, you know, you I kind of want to make sure You talked to guys from your era and earlier, like the first time they rode Supercross is like, the, you know, right before Anaheim. Like, that's when they first ever got a Supercross track when they first turned pro. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. That was the that was the era, and guys like me were privateers. 
we didn't ride supercross till practice day of the supercross. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sweet. Really, it's the truth. Yeah, 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 I know exactly, right? Uh, Brian, how um, like helpful do you think that this whole Supercross Futures has played into the development of not only your son's career, but basically everybody that's been growing up racing? I'm glad, like, uh, the Supercross Futures, I'm glad something's happening, you know? Um, I, I was going to make sure my kid was good by just doing our own Supercross track, but I know not everyone can do that. And Supercross Futures is good because it's teaching kids how to get in the stadium, just get them comfortable with Supercross. And I think if that's the future, they're starting to you know, need to groom them young, you know, and that's what's happening. But there's still a debate on is the track too gnarly? Is it too safe? Is it, you know, last year it was safe. This year it's a little gnarlier. Um, my, my complaint is you don't really need vet riders out there. It's supposed to be the futures. Um, you know, it kind of should be based around kids who can actually ride Supercross. Yeah. And um, that's my opinion on it. And, yeah. and um, I, you know, I think you could sh- – shorten down the classes and get more seat time is my opinion on it but it's a good effort yeah uh brian holiday team green guy was on here a few weeks ago and he said the same thing he's like what are we doing with vets on this track why are we doing vets yeah. like <laughs> you yeah. know outside of glory and entry fees uh, feld is collecting that's it that's the only yeah, reason yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah and still i guess some parents are still bring their bike and want to ride with their kid and this that but that's pretty seldom you know yeah yeah absolutely no for sure brian deegan on the show brought to you by vortex racing Email Jake at VortexRacing.com to uh, get a steal on a set of sprockets used by the Star Yamaha guys and uh, and Barsha and Plessinger as well. Um, Brian, the whole amateur thing, you've been on the grind for, your, you know, last week you're in Texas, this week you're – this is Freestone or was last week Freestone? I forget. This is Freestone? Uh, last week was Underground okay. MX, and this week's Freestone. So you're on so the – yeah. yeah, you're on the road. Your family's on the road. Everybody else is there. Like – is this amateur thing? Is it is it out of control to you, or is it right about you know? I know they have these five amateur majors that they call them and everything else, but where are you at with the whole system? Uh, to be honest, um, you know they have. You go from Daytona to, to Underground or Oak Hill, then here, and we're going to go home and qualify at an area qualifier for Loretta's, and then we're going to go to Cal Classic, and then we got to hit some regionals, and then we got to go you know to train for Loretta's. It's it's too much. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. like, how do you afford to do it? I don't know. Go to school anymore? <laughs> no, like, they don't. That, that's my opinion. <laughs> no, it's my opinion, dude. Like, yeah, I love it. I grew up in the system's always been the same. But you know, I'm training my kid in Supercross, and um, really, I we come here just to get him gate drops. Uh, is this developing him for the future? Yeah, I think partly, mm-hmm. but not you know, not as much as the Supercross features and things like that. I just really wish it was more one system. Um, there's so many different promoters, so many different people trying to get the races. It just turns into just really too yeah. much for the families, I think. That's my opinion. So what would you think, Brian, would be like the best solution for amateur racing? Would you try to like limit how many of the majors there are? Do you think like local racing needs to be bigger? Yeah, I think regions, right? Okay. Like, uh, unfortunately, most of the big nationals are Midwest or, or I mean, uh, Texas, Florida, East Coast. You know, there's a, there's a few in California, but you think that's where the most would be because most of the riders are kind of in that area. But I feel like it should be regions, right? right? You have your regions, and then you meet at Loretta's, and you race the finals. I just think there should be, you know, a select number. You know what they are, and maybe there's so many points that go toward a final a runoff. Right and, and uh, something like that, but you know, you kind of no, no one kind of has a set number. Like, who's going here? Who's going there? Some mean a lot, some don't. 
still feels scattered to me. Right, right. Yeah, I kind of kind of agree with you. We got a phone call for you here, Brian from uh, from Levi. Levi, what's up? What do you want to talk to Brian Deegan about? Yeah, Brian, are you are you uh, what do you think about DB coming for your son, dude? Uh, Daniel Blair, have you heard about this, Brian? For, what, what's going on? Uh, you know Daniel Blair. Yeah, I've, I've heard of him. Right, right. So he he's going to have better lap times than than your son, Danger Boy, at uh, well, whatever amateur supercars we might have. Yeah, we, I guess we don't know if it's going to happen or not. But. Right, right. Where are you <laughs> is, at? With, is he is he racing? Yes, he wants to race on a 250F, and he predicts that he's going to have better lap times. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, maybe for a lap, I'd say mm-hmm. maybe yep. like a lap. Like I still have Hayden like beat some days for a lap. But that's about it. Like, other than that, like, you fit five laps, probably not. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, there you go, Levi. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he is pretty confident. Like, he, he's coming It can't after. be one lap. It's got to be a, yeah, like a, yeah. a, a total, total, total race average. time or something. Right, right. Yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. we're going to have Blair on later. We'll ask him about it. Thanks, Levi. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, should be a good battle, Kellen, between those two. <laughs> you think DB still got it? He says he's been training. Okay. Yeah, so. Not I, at Lodi Supercross? Right, <laughs> right. Um, how, mu- how much do you ride now, Deegan? How much do you get out? Not enough. Uh, you know, I get to ride with my son once in a while. Usually on Tuesdays we try to hit Paula. Uh, but you can get one day every two weeks. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, and I yeah, yeah. love it. I love it. Like, we just went out the other day and met up with Feist and Twitch. I saw that photo, we, dude. Iconic photo of yeah. some guys. That was cool. Yeah. It, and it old dudes telling stories and we rode for about 20 minutes and like told stories the rest of the time but it was fun i really enjoyed that i still like really like had fun riding my dirt bike with the guys so yeah. that's good yeah that's good right you can you can never really get it totally out of your blood um are you no. listen you've had some good injuries how, how do you feel these days how, how's riding a dirt bike for you you're okay yeah, I feel fine. Yeah. You know, I, I still have I have my days that are worse than others, you know. And right. then as long as I eat healthy, don't eat a bunch of sugar and all the stuff that's pretty obvious, you know, and I no ice cream and stuff. Like, like certain things now as I get older, I have to eat, like, good. And I feel fine. You know, like I said, I started uh, with the CBD stuff, and I felt like it worked for me. It doesn't, right. Some people don't, you know, say it doesn't work for them. But for me, I felt like it helped. Um, and so at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, I still feel good. I still train a lot. I you know, super active, still do jujitsu, and still do a lot of things to stay active. So, right, right. Uh, you know, I still feel fine. Brian, I had a question about as your children are starting to become like pseudo celebrities and superstars. Kind of, what's the biggest piece of advice you've given them um, to kind of keep their feet on the ground and, and like still keep driving forward? You know, I always like Haley's probably the hardest one because she's getting built up to be this superstar. And, she, and I'm like, Haley, you're not, we're not there yet, right? We're, Hayden, you're not there yet. Yeah. We're still, we're still on, on this mission and this road, this journey. And I'm like, yeah, we're not, you're not to the, to the end goal yet. So, like, don't buy the hype. Don't buy into it. You know, at the end of the day, it's all, you know, we market, you know, to sell products and like everyone else. And, you know, we try to do our best. But, you know, like I said, they got to stay grounded. And um, that's, I keep always pushing them. I don't like when the kids get cocky. I just don't. Even though we were, like, super cocky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, Deacon I, Deacon, I was around you in the late yeah. 90s. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the era of cockiness. Right, years, right, right. But, no, like you said, like, uh, don't do as I did, do as I say, right? Or whatever yeah, that saying is. Yeah, well, that's, you know, nowadays we, you know, like I said, 
thank, thankfully there's no cell phones back in our era, so there isn't like a ton of evidence. So yeah, it's uh. It's all good. <laughs> no, I, I read your posts about uh, Haley and, and magazine articles and everything else and you, and your Instagram stuff, and you're always like, hey, man, it's a long road ahead of us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you know, yeah, everybody calm. Like, you're very good at that. You're not you're not some dad running around, you know, uh, pointing out your kids and, and hyping them up. I, I like the attitude. Yeah, you have to because everyone else is, right? They're like, everyone's, oh, this, that. They don't they don't see the inside of, like, what happens daily at the house and, yep. you know, the, the struggle to go, okay, we're going to the gym, we're eating right, we're doing this. Like, it's a daily thing, you know, and then the weekend is just the time when everyone sees, you know, oh, we're racing and, you know, the, the media and all that. But, um, you know, but we do our social media. We try to tell stories through our yeah. YouTube channel. Right. And um, now we did our, you know, our podcast, The Deegan's, um, and just trying to tell some stories and share what we're doing. But our whole m- mission is kind of just trying to tell people, well, hey, this is how we do it. Yeah. And if we can help you with things that we're doing, then cool. If not, you know, hey, I've made my mistakes, and I'm going to tell you how I did it. Yeah. That's it. That's kind of been our mission, you know? Yeah. Uh, how is the podcasting going? Good for you? I mean, you've got access to a lot of great guests, you know? Yeah, I would say the coolest thing is you get to call people, and they've been taking my calls because I haven't asked people to come into a studio yet because I'm not really there yet. Uh-huh. And so I think, you know, I take my call. I get it. It's a little fuzzy, and the audio is not great. But, you know, people are taking my call. Um, they're talking. I'm having good conversation with people I wouldn't normally sit and talk to for an hour or two. Right. And, right. you know, building this community and building a tighter relationship with people, and that's what I think I'm getting out of it. I think it's becoming, you know, a cool avenue for me mentally and mentally to 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 unleash and just talk and and get out what i have to say and listen to what people have to say i think you know and i don't get that much because i'm kind of a quiet person when it comes to being around a lot of people right you know i'm kind of like you know doing my own thing and then that's my moment to kind of get you know let it out and talk about things i don't know i think it's been good 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 uh james is on the line he wants to talk to you james what's going on what's your question for brian deegan Hey guys, how's it going? What's hey, Deacon, I'm a huge fan of watching the vlog and everything. Quick question. So, I'm 25 now. I've been in the sport for years, but I just started like maybe two or three years ago riding. Do you ever see guys in my, you know, like in my age range and kind of in my skill set show up to these, you know, big name races that have kind of, you know, gained the skills over the time? They weren't really always in motocross all the time. Do you ever see those kind of guys line up at these races, or is it pretty much just people who? you know, pretty much started at age three or four? Because I'd love to try to do one of the big nationals, Freestone or, or whatever the, is on the amateur ranks. I'm just, you know, like, not skilled enough. And I'm just wondering if you guys ever see people like that. What do you think, Deegan? Uh, I think, yeah, it depends what class you want to race, right? So if you right. come here to race the A class, yeah, those kids have been training since Yeah, that's young. a wrap. No, I'm not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to show up and race the intermediate, probably novice class, I'd say, like, the, the, that's, still a fast class right or or you race the over 25 class and those classes yeah you can line up and race those there's you know there's everyone from you know pretty quick to all the way to guys just kind of just having yeah. fun cruising around yeah i think you know the, uh, that's the best class james I, I raced the world vets this past year at Glen helen and like you know there's 25 novice plus 25 novice uh would you say you were 25 did you say james yeah just started 25 like dude they're Honestly, and I watch them, and like they're just beginners, but they're having a blast. Like there's 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 a, there's a class for you. You know what I mean? Like just get out there yeah. and, and ride, put some laps in, and listen to Deegan's podcast and watch Deegan's vlogs, <laughs> and, and he'll dial you in. Like, um, there's don't be scared, man. There's classes for you, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Line, there's nothing cooler than lining up on a starting gate 
and just doing that because that's a fear that you would conquer. And you, it'll just make you a better man throughout your life, right? I just does. That's why my kids raise because I want them conquering these these little milestones. And yeah, you can do it for sure. Yeah, right. That's right. That's why I wanted to ask because I'm like, all right, I've been watching '80s, and I know like people like Cian Cirillo and Tomac. Like I watched them and Cooper Webb when they were in '80s and just didn't have the money to do it growing up. So yeah. I was like, all right, now's the yeah. time I could afford it. So like. All right, that's why I want that. Yeah, James, you're cool. you're never gonna make it as a pro. Breaking news, you're done. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Not at all. I don't want, I don't want that pressure. You will never, you will, yeah, you will never win a Supercross or a national. I hate to break this. John to you. Dowd, not at all. Yeah, John Dowd started when he was 16, <laughs> yeah. so you know James is still beyond a little bit. But hey, listen, James, I want to help you out. What do you got for a bike? Uh, why is he 125 right now? All right, perfect. Let's get you some Maxima oil. Can I do that? Yeah, sure. All right, MaximaUSA.com. Pulp20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, stay on the line, okay? We'll get you some free Maxima for calling in. Okay, sure. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. nice to meet you. There's always a class for everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Jump on the bike. and I mean, Brian, do you recommend he puts silver spikes on his chest protector or not? Where, where are we at with that? <laughs> I want to get through the first round. You know? <laughs> uh, I, hey, dude, I showed up at uh, Elsinore one day, and there was a dude literally with chest plate on with knife sticking out of chest plate. Like, Stop like, it. He, no he way. Took it to another level, dude. Like, he had knife blades out of his chest plate. Oh, my God. That's awesome. And his nickname was Freestyle Freddy, and he really exists. You know what? You know what's uh, brutal about that, O'Brien, is you're the reason he's doing that. <laughs> you're the reason. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, I'm the reason people did a lot of dumb crap. Right, right, yeah. Absolutely right. So, well, hey man, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate the time. Uh, good luck this week down in Texas with Hayden, and, and of course, uh, Haley's uh, NASCAR career seems uh, well on its way. And uh, it's cool, cool to talk to you, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I know you guys are busy. You have a lot of good guests, so we'll always make time. And like I said, I'm proud of what you guys are doing, and it's good for the sport. So keep it, keep it going. Awesome, man. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate it. That's Brian Deegan. Talk to you soon, Brian. See you guys. All right. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Uh, I knew Deegan in 97. Triple X. I hung out with him a lot. He wasn't uh, as focused as his kids. No, assume, right? no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He was not. But he was a shit disturber, too. Like, he would just – he would think the funniest stuff is, like – he would laugh. His, he got this funny laugh. Hey, 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 you know, you can hear his laugh. Mm-hmm. And I would always laugh at him because he would, he would just play – pranks and tricks all day long and just fuck with people that was his only goal like whether it was the ama a sponsor kenny watson whatever it was brian's whole goal in life was just to like have fun so uh <laughs> it's it's cool to see him now how he is now so have you listened to his podcast at all i haven't but i'm going to now yeah now yeah i've heard about it i haven't either but uh he's had some interesting guests on there not the wygant one but other interesting guests because i know why like freestyle guests i'm assuming uh or? all sorts of walks of life yeah, oh, really? everything, yeah okay. everything yeah it's, it's kind of cool he's been talking to a lot of different people so uh thanks to maxima we gave away some oil pulp 20 is the code to save maxima so james had a yz125 so james is going to get some uh Castro 927, which is developed by the folks at Maxima in the 1970s, is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. What makes it so unique? The proven performance, unbeatable protection, and still the greatest smelling two-stroke oil on the planet. I never used 927. I didn't use much of it anyways growing up. Did you have two strokes? Yeah, pretty much all the time. Did you use Maxima? I'm assuming so, uh, Uh, to be fair. Come on, Kellen. Listen, uh, so Maxima USA, thanks to those guys. They've got a tire sealant for mountain bikes now which is very important to me. Yeah, so, you've been having a couple flats out there, Steve. I got another one the other day, and I just made it back to the truck like by the skin of my teeth. So it, when you did it, when you're like nine miles out, you called a buddy and he rode out? and I called a buddy, my buddy JR, because there's some 
Jeep roads out there. Yeah. I'm like, and he told me one time he knows how to get to those Jeep roads. And I'm like, he's got to drive his truck out here because I'm I'm not making it. And I called be like him. shorty and just no rear tire right. on the way back. Oh, dude, it was brutal. <laughs> so I called him. I said, hey, man, like, where are you at? Like, drive your F-150. I think he's got a Raptor, by the way, JR. I like that guy. Yeah. yeah. And I said, drive your Raptor out on here and help me. Uh, and then he's like, I'm just leaving for a ride. And he was across the valley. And uh, he had a spare tube and a CO2 and everything because he does it right. Mm-hmm. So now are you going to go out there each time with a spare tube and everything? I've ordered all the stuff. I haven't okay. put, it, I haven't put right. it on yet, but I ordered all the stuff. Learned your lesson, essentially. Yeah, I have. I have. So um, later on the night. So for people who don't know, Kellen is basically a video game god. Right? <laughs> Mark's go. my... Uh, yeah, that's that's accurate. Right, so he's a video game god, everybody. Uh, what do you what, what is it that you do? What is it? Tell people. Uh, I mean, so I run a YouTube channel called Start Your Systems. You Start Your Systems. Go that's look it. at startyoursystems.com. Right. Right. But yeah, we just it's kind of like a media outlet slash like streaming platform to look at all things motocross games. So okay, if you want to look at so, MX Simulator or bikes or whatever, yeah. Ta- Talon knew who you who you were. Marks knew who you were. I mean, you're a huge deal. Aiden <laughs> Kiefer. Oh, Kiefer, did Kiefer know? Aiden did. Aiden, Aiden did, yeah. Knew. So, okay. Well, I'm going to fucking, you're on for, you're in for it tonight because I have taken the soundtracks to the greatest moto video games ever. And I'm going to play them for you later and you have to guess which one they're from. All right. So all we're right. going to see what kind of hot shit yeah, guy you are. You're going to knock me off your, my high yeah. horse, right? Oh, I got video game guy. <laughs> I'm the video game guy. Well, guess these, guess these fucking all right. soundtracks. All so, right. I'm in. So well, that should be interesting. All right. Speaking of oh, Jeremy, are you want to talk to Kellen? Hey, what's up, Kellen? Hey, uh, how's it going? To, good. How are you? Good. Uh, I just wanted to just say, big fan of yours, and uh, keep up the hard work. And I just want to give a shout out to the MX Sim community. And uh, hold on, hold on. You're a big fan of Kellen. Yeah. Why? Because he makes pretty dope content on YouTube. But don't you announce the races, Kellen, right? I do a myriad of things. I do video edits. I do gameplay footage. I do talking about brand new games and features that are coming to them. I announce the races on Wednesday, yeah, but that's not just the I thought you I just did. announced fake racing. Uh, that's one of the many oh. things I do, yeah. That's the only racing you're going to get these days, so you may as well yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. No, can you run the rest of the Supercross series, please? Let's do it. Can you just make the points? Can one of you guys make the points the same way they are now and then run run a simulation? <laughs> That's I would, what he does. I would love to see Eli Tomac, Ken Roxon, all those guys. I'd love to see them try to play a mix simulator. No. Listen, hey, Jeremy, I just gave Kellen a fucking brilliant idea. All right, you and your nerds, get together. Marks can help you. Can, can't you make the points the way they are right now and run races? But, but what do you mean? Like with actual people or like AI no, players? No, AI, AI. Run a simulation like a, like a franchise mode. In a, in I a, could, but like Supercross 3 has... I don't know, name a privateer and they win races in the game because of the algorithm and the way it's kind of messed up. You don't always have Eli Tomac and Ken Roxton running one, two in main events. Well, what kind of fucking AI is this? <laughs> Just saying. I got a better idea, though. Okay. Let's get, Steve, let's get Steve on the sticks and let's see him run a few laps on Tim. There we go. No problem. I got that <laughs> shit dialed. <Dude. laughs> yeah. Nobody wants anything to do with me on Bike or on uh, um, uh, ATV Fury. I was unbelievable. Uh, if, if you, I broke joysticks on the the seat bounce thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Jeremy. Thanks. Well, Kellen's now on the Pulp Mex show, so he's really hit the big time now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look all at right. the size Take of my head. Down. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. All right. You got a fan. Uh, 
He's a big fan of yours. He I said. know. That's so nice, man, that he calls in. JT. So, Don't you think that idea is brilliant? Which one? I've heard some crazy things thrown out there in the last hour. <laughs> yeah, JT's texting me. He's unhappy with some of my theories. You guys, <laughs> I, I leave you guys alone for an hour. <laughs> you guys completely lose your mind. Why, why, what, what part? Oh, man. Uh, so can we just redo the whole last hour? Because I would love Do we got to call Deegan back? Do we call, no, oh, okay. no that, that part was okay. okay. I'm actually completely blown away at the adult that Brian Deegan is today. Correct. It's unbelievable. Yes, correct. Yes, I agree. <laughs> that, guy, right. that guy was a, a menace <laughs> in the late 90s. So he was, one of, he was one of the only people at the races that I – if I saw him coming, I went the other way. And not that I was scared he was going to beat me up. I just didn't know what was going to happen. I just didn't want to be anywhere near it. He lived to jack with people, as I said. He lived yeah. to jack with anybody that wanted to talk to him. JT, so, did, you want yeah, less, would, did you want less of Freeze or Deegan on the track? Uh, well, you know what? I, Deegan was older than me, so I never really raced him too much. Um. When I was turning pro, he was kind of getting out of it because he went to do the freestyle thing and blew up, right? Yeah. So I remember one of my – well, one of his last races, when I think it was my first season at Bud's Creek. Steve, you'll remember this. He just cut the track. Yeah, yeah. Screw it. Yeah. And, like, just pretended that he finished there. Like, well, he cut off a section of the in, track multiple times. In fairness – Like, yeah, yeah, we're good. In fairness, Watson left his clutch lever loose and it fell off when Deegan was up front. So he said he pulled in for a new clutch lever. And then he said he was just getting back those positions that he deserved because it was Watson's fault. He lost those positions. Right. Well, <laughs> he just, yeah, he just cut off a section of the back. I'm talking like 30 seconds of track. Yeah. He just like jumped right back into the race. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. So that was kind of my last memory of him before he was like, screw it. I'm going to go race freestyle. And then he made millions of dollars. So that's okay. Cool for him. So Kellen said 1% chance the Supercross series gets finished. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it's a crazy good chance, but to say it's one percent, I think you're you are discrediting how much money is on the line for a lot of people to to get some racing in. I I know it's not looking good right now, but if you told Kenneth Feld that there's a one percent chance he's going to get to do these races, he'd probably slap you. So what, um, what what would you say is going to happen? Like, if you could put money on the table right now, JT, what are you saying happens? I don't know, but I, I do think even if they had to go into this fall to get a couple races in and satisfy their contracts somehow, I think that's what they would do. You think the um, OEMs would agree if other people are like their contracts are up and people are switching bikes and brands and stuff like that? Uh, I think if you're a team, I think if you're Honda, you would. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have all the answers, but I think it's in the best interest for everybody because remember these teams have sponsors too, right? Yeah. And they need to fulfill they need to fulfill their obligation to Monster or Rockstar or Red Bull or whoever. Um, so there's a lot of people on the hook for fulfilling a lot of obligations. You know whether Feld needs to deliver racing to NBC or you know there, there's just a lot of things that I don't know either. I don't I don't pretend to know all the things, but I know there are a lot of ripple effects for a lot of people and a lot of money hanging in the balance and i'm with you guys on it's going to be a while um i don't expect to see any racing anytime soon but i think everybody's going to try to bend over backwards and make extreme sacrifices to get some racing in that that's what i think is going to happen okay but let's put it this way do you 
what percent do you put on racing happening before the outdoor nationals are supposed to start? Uh, low, right? Lower than lower than I would have a week ago. That's yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I'm really trying to just take this day by day, and it obviously looks really bad today. But who knows what it'll look like in two weeks? You know, we don't know that. Everything is happening so fast, and I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can. Uh, I don't think that the series is going to cancel things until they absolutely have to because they, they want to keep an open door on some of these things. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't claim to have any answers, that's for sure. I don't think anybody has any answers from our administration to the WHO to anybody can really answer hard questions right now. But I think that the racing community is going to try to do these things if they can. Yeah. Um, I think that's really what they're looking at is like, we're going to do anything possible to get racing in whenever and however that looks like. Because realistically, um, I think Kellen made a great point about the team, you know, team switching bikes and doing all that stuff. But other than that, it's in everybody's concern to get, you know, it's in their best interest to get these races in somehow. I agree. I just, I've said it from the start. I don't see how he gets seven rounds in. I just don't see uh, yeah, it. Yeah, seven I, rounds I, I think is getting less likely by oh, the day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think some sort of racing, even if it, I, I'm going worst case scenario, even if it was just a finale, one race somewhere yep. in September to wrap the series and put a bow on it, Yep. I think that's going to be better than nothing. And maybe teams and the series, can everybody can you know come do some sort of resolution with their yep. sponsorship dollars and say, hey, this is all we can do. Right. This is, you know, like the worst case scenario, but we're going to do it anyway, and we're four months late and blah, blah, blah. But I think even then, I think that could be a possibility as well. Because, yeah, Major League Baseball said already, like, hey, it's June. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, what right. they say? No, yeah, skipping over May, going to June, right? June. Yeah, but or something. I've, I've seen stuff come out today that are like prepare for July. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. the now we're talking the outdoors. Now I'd love I'd love to see Feld and MX Sports work together and push the outdoors back and squeeze some Supercross in the weekends of Thunder Valley or whatever. I'm not sure that's going to work. I mean, you know, certain tr- outdoor tracks need their certain dates, and maybe we shouldn't even be talking about that because maybe the outdoors series itself is in jeopardy. You know, like so. I don't know. I, I could see it also, JT. But if you got to back up the outdoors, now how are you going to squeeze the super cost at the end? Like it is just, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean it's going to be messy. But I think we're going to see. It, it maybe maybe this is the silver lining of it. I think you're going to see people working together and yeah. helping each other and making accommodations for things that you've never seen before. Um, you know these these crises make unlikely bedmates. You know, um, because everybody's going to be working towards the same goals is to get these things done. So I don't know what it looks like, but I, I think whether Feld and MX Sports have to get together to both move a little bit to make it work, I don't see why they wouldn't be willing to try to do that. And I don't know what that looks like. I'm sure that the outdoor series would be willing to push their schedule back. I'm not saying to help Feld. I'm just saying to be able to run their races at all. You know, there's there's no huge downside to them running into September. That's other than the TV, you know the TV yeah. package. Yeah. But they can still run on the NBC app, right? Which is a, a great alternative these days. Um, well, the other the other thing I wanted to jump into with you guys and, and was a little bit more lighthearted than that was uh, all this motocross the nations talk. You guys were killing me with that. Um, so, you know, every year these guys they race like Dutch championships, German championships, British championships, 
in the middle of these series. Like they, it's not like they mm, don't no, race. Oh, they do. They, Absolutely, they no, do. Go look yes, at how. They do. Okay, some do. The days of those guys doing it is pretty much over. The GPS have now gone from twelve to like eighteen rounds. So, go look at how many of these guys 20. actually. Okay, twenty. Not many of them actually race those series anymore. There's just not enough time. Some do. I'm not but saying they, nobody does. They don't does. race every round. Right. They don't race every round. You're right, because there are conflicting dates. But they race on the off weekends. I, try, I watch the series very closely, as Kellen, I'm sure, does too. They race a lot. Pauline goes to Belgium. They race a lot of these series Dude, in between. So. They race like one or two or three max, these guys. They don't, there's not enough room for them to do it anymore. Mm, but what they I'm, do my, more than my big, Yeah, they do. My, my bigger point is that if they're willing to go race those races, even if it's one, even if it's one in the middle of their championship, you don't think they're going to be willing to race the single biggest race of the year, which is Motocross the Nations? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's a Come question on. of the the rider themselves. Don't you think the teams would limit that, JT? But what I'm saying is if you're willing to let them ride a Dutch or Belgian championship race, What's the difference? Why wouldn't you let them race the biggest race of the year with the biggest spotlight if you're willing to let them go race something else? Because it's not as serious or it's not as hard or it's not as, you know, anything like that. I, I just I, – I I could see them being like, listen, man, we're, we got five rounds left. Uh, you guys are close in the points. Let's bow out of the destinations right now. I could totally see that. Yeah, I just I, – I, I wouldn't disagree with you if these guys weren't racing – other parts of the year too. They're like on an off weekend, they'll go to a race in Belgium and race the Belgian championship. They, they do it all the time. I, I watch the results and I'm like, wow, Paul Ann went and raced this weekend. That's weird. You know, like I, it yeah. surprises me every time. JT, you think if they don't move donations at all, U.S. shows up? Uh, it depends on what happens with our schedule. Um, it might actually work that out. Could, that could be prime time for our series. If, if, we're racing in September. Either series is going on, then I would say probably not. Oh, and that I, would suck. I think it actually increases the odds. If you only got if our series ends a week or two before destinations, oh, it ends before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm then then we're it's going. Still going. Oh, it's I'm still still going. Yeah. Like there's a oh, series so, race in October. Okay. And there's a motocross nations in September. I think we're out. Oh, it's almost that like the riders and teams would be like, "Hey, let's not go because we're in a championship battle." It's almost like that. I understand, but our guys don't go race on off weekends. That's I know. Your, I'm just saying. Point. That's my point. You're missing. I would. We need to call Lewis Phillips and get a report on how many of these guys actually race their local championships nowadays. Oh, you now, better now. hurry. I think Lewis Williams is about to jump off a bridge. So. Oh yeah. No, Lewis uh, Phillips. I uh, know Lewis Phillips. Yeah. You Phillips. said Lewis Williams. Did I say Williams? Yeah, yeah I'm like, Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Phil- yeah. Lewis Phillips is really struggling. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I could see it both ways. I could see the whole designations getting canceled. I really could. Yeah. I I mean I I don't think it will be. Unless they absolutely have to, because it's it's a very financially prudent idea for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, I understand, but I that will be the plane that's crashed into the mountain type scenario for them to cancel that event. I, they won't do that unless they absolutely have to. Um, it's just everyone wants to be a part of it. It's just such a huge draw for so many people. Uh, but yeah, we don't, we can't pretend to know what it's going to, you know, what the world's going to look like come September. So we'll just have to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe there's, maybe the outdoors gets pushed back a couple of weeks or so off weeks in there that they can play with, you know, and then a supercross last round in, in Vegas or wherever, you know, one more supercross at the end of nationals. Here we go. Three points separate, three points separate Roxon and Tomac and, and boom. So to the point of the OEMs though, 
do you think Cowie has any pushback with that? Where they're like, no, no, our guy, he's going to win this championship. We don't want to do that. No. No? No, I think everybody well, like. I mean, they could just say, we're going racing. Like, show up or don't. You don't want to, you want to lose a title? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, they could, you know. There's so much like Monster, even though they're Monsters Cowie, Monsters also super cost. I mean, they, everyone wants to deliver on all this sponsorship. Well, and you money, think you Monster's going to so. go, hey, yeah, no problem. We'll just give the title away. Well, I'm yeah, saying, fine. like, if it's like a thing where Feld is like, it has to be a unanimous decision right, among right. the OEMs. Nah, I would think Cowie would be like, hey, no, but everybody else would be like, yes. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're in the business of racing, right? You know, that's what everybody does if they're going to go racing and it makes sense then i think i think everybody's going to be more understanding than we're giving credit for because there we've never faced a situation like this right i I just think there's going to be a lot of people willing to make extravagant sacrifice to to continue on with however this has to look that that's my take on it anyway yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure um the last the last point i wanted to make before we talk about normal stuff what the hell? You guys want to take motocross the nations and turn it in every three or four years? No, I don't. Please no. I know you didn't, Kellen, and and you're you're excused from my wrath. <laughs> what the just hell? That. This is like this is the coolest race of the year, and you want to make it like the Olympics? You're fucking kidding me. I, I would like it to make it so that Iceland and Turkey can't show up and race. What do you have against Iceland and Turkey? Because they're not capable riders of showing up at the premier. There's a qualifying for the Olympics. So what? They it's race a, the B main. They don't get. They don't get to race with the real crew anyway. Like they get weeded out. What's the problem? Well, it's still pretty bad near the back. Yeah, Israel's even worse. I mean, there some of these countries. No, no, I'm saying like horrific. the back of the back of the A main. You know, it's still uh, not really. I mean, Ireland barely qualifies. Like Martin Barr and those guys, they're pretty decent riders. I, I would disagree on. Like it's, the 20, 21, 22, those countries look, aren't you, that bad. You want to make it more special? Then have it every three years, like the, like the caller said. It does make it more special. It does make it more elite. It does, it'll never happen. Okay, it'll never happen. Let me tell Thank you that. But, but, like, you know, the race is just, yeah. The race is great. Awesome. It, it is awesome. I, I completely and wholeheartedly disagree with it's awesome for making this race yes. less, less uh, common. I, I, this race is awesome. I've uh, never gone to this race and been like, Man, that sucked. Like, what a waste of a, you know. Oh, really? I mean, oh, I would love to go back to Matterley with you, JT, because I stood, <laughs> well, yeah, I stood yeah, in the field with you of, where you cursed the thing all weekend long. I got sick of walking around in the mud, but I, I was happy to be there. I mean, I spent a lot of money to go there. You know, like, I, I, I would go again. If you told me that's what I was going to be in for. If I could get in a gonna... fucking DeLorean and go back in time right now, I would punch you in the face. Because you're like, this sucks. It's terrible. This is terrible. The weather sucked. The USA sucked. Like, you were so pissed off i was I, i've been pissed off several times in motocross the nations but my i guess i guess i'll just will will agree to disagree on the fact that i cannot ever okay the fact that you want to take motocross the nations and make it every three or four years oh that, i don't want to but a I, ridiculous I, 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 concept I, I, to I don't me. i don't want to i just i could see it it'd be cool i mean olympics are every four years what Olympi- do you want then Steve? olympics are bitching what would you want? I told you what I would do if I could wave the magic wand. I, I know, but I'm saying, oh. like, just for Motocross of Nations, not this whole Europe versus U.S. thing. Like, if, if it was just going to stay the same format, would you still want it every year, or would you want it two, three years apart? I can see both positives to both sides. Like, it's such a it's – a, it's, a, it's a cool race. All the countries get together, but – yeah, like the best riders, like Caroli or Geyser, these other guys don't have much of a chance. So let's put them all together with European-based riders, and 
you know, and, and race that way. That'd be awesome. That'd be better format than what we've got we, on we right now. We don't have the, – the problem is, is that – so we would only see our best and their best race, race each other every three or four years. There would be guys that missed their prime window. We never – we would never get to see some of the best racers in the sport race each other. That would be such a horrible downturn as, as far as like a – just a trend like, can you, so can you, you would miss the prime of some guys missing the other guys' prime that would suck i, I would really hate for that you, to be a reality well the olympics does it they seem to well they have they have world championships though so you still get to see the best go against the best just because it's not you, the olympics doesn't mean that it doesn't happen can you name me a rider that wasn't in his prime three years apart like it that wasn't like where you were just like oh my god he's a shadow of his former self three years ago covington <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> thanks kelly I mean, thank you thank I you i mean what if I don't know. Some of these guys don't want to race it anymore. What if What if Tomac had been in that window where you're just like, nah, nah I don't really want I, to go. I think if it was every three years, the guys would go. It would help participation. They'd be stoked for it. All right, let's yeah, take. I, let's I, take... I really hope that no one ever listens to you on that. Uh, well, it wasn't me. It was uh, was it Brian? I know him. What? Him too. Him, uh, Rich, uh, Rick, what's going on, Rick? You got a Kellen question? Guys, Kellen Nation tonight. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Kellen, I was kind of wondering whether you thought uh, esports was going to fill a little void and get a little popularity now that real sports isn't around. Uh, I saw that NASCAR had a big race with uh, a lot of industry folks in it, and they got like 180,000 people viewing the, the live feed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to think so, obviously, from my perspective, but I don't know if, if the industry is quite in a position to accept that because, like, at least in, in NASCAR, you have – really realistic simulators and the games that we have like you're not holding a handlebar you're still just holding a controller but i racing is you the, know steering wheel and the all that NASCAR stuff the nascar guys all have four full simulators with seats and everything right to, to practice for the on? most part i mean it's usually That's, it's I, not like like it has g forces and stuff like that but it's a steering wheel and wouldn't it be cool if all the drivers got together and had a race like an e, an they, e race they did basically oh. this past weekend the nascar oh. drivers had like a the replacements 100 and then f1 oh. had a thing where like max verstappen and lando norris did a thing where oh, they were okay. racing each other on oh, that I racing. thought it was like a dream, but it did happen. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. I, I heard the the NBA guys are even getting into it. And they might actually have a, a an NBA. They're playing the the season out on uh, online. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, if Kellen could fucking invent his AI to make it work, we could race the Supercross <laughs> series. Are yeah. We... Put it together, Kellen. Come yeah. On. What the oh, hell, Kellen? God, man. All right. I'll I'll go work on All it right, right now. Mark, help him out. No. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Kellen Nation, JT, is strong. Just calling yeah, him. Yeah, cool. Uh, question for you, JT, on two. Chaz, what's going on? You got a question for Jason Thomas? Yeah, so this uh, is a little bit more on the industry work side of things for JT. Um, I work as a sales rep in the outdoor camping and climbing industry, and, uh, you know, our supply chain is being disrupted and kind of uh, on hold to the ports around the world. So mm -hmm. can we affect our can we expect our moto brands to like run out of stock and how's fly racing looking for all that? Uh, well, to run out of stock, I doubt because, um, there are a ton of brands, including ours who we always have a lot of closeout product to sell at the end of the year, not to mention past years. Right. So the, uh, the chance of just running out of product period is is i would say zero there's just too much overstock from a lot of companies for that to happen what i think is most likely is that you'll see delays um you know typically everybody is launching their gear in july and august that's pretty normal i would not be surprised at all to see that pushed back 
Uh, I actually fired off a few emails today, um, and those were forwarded on to our our vendors to find out what the situation is because not only did we have uh, this you know virus affecting every, especially Asia, uh, we also were coming out of Chinese New Year, which was already sending everybody home, and then those people didn't even come back because of the virus. So it's really causing a lot of problems all over Asia as far as not you know not only our small industry but a lot of things like you mentioned. So uh, long story short, I would I would expect delays. How long? That's going to be the you know the million dollar question that everybody's kind of wondering right now. But uh, the one thing I would mention too is everybody's going to be in the same boat. It won't be like oh yeah you know Thor launched and Fox didn't and Fly didn't and then you know Answer did right. It'll, everyone will be very similar because we're all facing the same problem together. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I have to say, everyone that's listening should go out and support their mom and pop shop because this goes from China to the ports to the manufacturers, to the reps, everyone is affected by this, and we need to support the people that rely on this industry. Well said, man. Thanks for the call. Yep, yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Before we get to Andrew Short, Frank, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. I just wanted to say thanks. Okay. You, uh, You told me you were sending me a chain last week, and you did, and I want to thank JT because when I got it, it's top shelf stuff. Uh, yeah, Firepower. It's actually, I didn't send it. The folks at Firepower did. I just forwarded on your email, but I'm glad you got it. And uh, Firepower Parts. Man, Kyle Chisholm's using the chain in Supercross right now, so you know it's good. Ben LeMay used it last year. Quality products there at Firepower. Yeah, I, I didn't know if they had different levels of chain or, you know. Oh, yeah, they got all sorts of ones. Yeah. I, so. I got a buddy that works for works with Jason, and they looked up the part number, and he said, no, man, that's the, that's the top shelf. There we go. Yeah, JT, Firepower so. Parts doing well for the guys at WPS. Yeah, um, then I, I, I cannot take any credit for that. No. Kirk would have been the one that handled that, but uh, they are doing a great job. And honestly, I, it's awesome for me to watch another WPS brand, you know, on the gas like that. So, yeah, I, I agree. They're they're doing a really good job. All right. Well, I was going to – JT, do you – you know Willie Manning? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Willie's building a couple of 125s for us, and I'm sending parts over to him. And I was kind of thinking, I didn't know whether this was going to be a good chain and – or not, and send it over to Willie. And if you know Willie, if it if he didn't think it was top shelf, he would send it right back. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, there we go. Well, thanks. I, I have no doubt at all this is going on our bike, and we're going to be running these from now on. Cool. Thanks. I'm glad. Right, man. Glad we heard that. Enjoy. Thanks. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for anybody on the Pulp and Mech Show. Brought to you now by Skosh. Skosh Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Proud sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team as well. Uh, Pulp 2020 is a code to save with Skosh. Uh, 40 years in business from the folks at Skosh. Phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sport clamps, and mounts. We have a charger station on the desk now, Kellen, for our for our in-studio guys. You can set your phone there. It can charge it right like that. Skosh.com. Pulp 2020 is a code to save. Let's welcome in our next guest of the night. And we'll, we stay, JT's going to stay on the line here because we got something that involves everybody here. It's okay. Andrew Short. What's up, Shorty? How are you, man? Uh, hanging, man. Just happy to be home and uh, big changes for me and yeah. strange times. I'm, I'm sure like, all Dude, you guys have been talking about it. It's crazy. so weird, but JT, Shorty is back in the fly racing gear now. So happy with oh, his man. move to Blue Crew. So excited. So excited. It's like, it's like uh, I, I don't want to say the prodigal son coming home because that's not the right reference, but <laughs> just so excited to see 
you know, him yeah. back where everybody, I know everyone at our company feels like he belongs. Shorty, back on fly. Yeah, no, I'm stoked. And it's kind of been touch and go because when I did the work stuff last year, I wore fly and right. I've always worn the fly helmet uh, the whole time, which is big for rally, obviously, with the high speeds and, and crashes. It's something that's really important to me. But everyone over there, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's family. So, and uh, it's cool just to see how far everything's come and now to be a part of it and really yeah. get to enjoy the product at a high level. It's, it's cool. Shorty, uh, we are Blue Crew teammates. We are Fly Racing teammates. So this is great. <laughs> you, you and I are, are in, in sync right now. It's really, I'm really happy about Dude, this. Yeah, I think the only thing I'm missing that you always are pumping up is your uh, e-bike stuff. I'm not quite on that train yet, but, you know, maybe it's coming. I'm not sure. Oh, but uh, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid yet, but, oh, you know. You should be. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Look, uh, yeah. We, got, we got JT on the line, and um, – we got X-Brown goggle tear-offs, and we did the – some guy named Moser, Shorty, sent some in for you. So do you want to do this game right off the top, and then we'll let JT go? <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. All right, let's do the, uh, let's do the X-Brown goggle sec- tear-off, shall we? It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Actually, the best thing to do for X-Brand right now is to go to motorsport.com. Big promo on there. X20 is the code to save. EKS20. And uh, big things coming from the folks at X-Brand goggles. As I said, choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Privateer heroes like A-Ray and Chiz. Using X brand, Henry Miller, X brand. Oh God, all the all the all the gritty heroes of the sport wear X brand goggles, and you should too. Um, all right, so these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him, Shorty? I'm supposed to say no, but I just talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he can't even lie. He's such a good human being. He's such a good human. I know the drill. Yeah, yeah I know the drill, but I mean, yeah, I just talked to him. <laughs> well, JD, you can't call in. He can't call in, so. JT, have you heard of him? Uh, I am unfamiliar, but Shorty is like, uh, he is like Jim Carrey in Liar Liar, where, but he's just normal like that. Like, that's just him yeah. everyday life. <laughs> yeah. He's incapable of lying. I know. Kellen, do you know who Moser is? I don't, man. Some guy falls asleep at Supercross, and yeah. you guys are saying right. something about Moser or something. but hammered. Yeah. yeah he doesn't <laughs> yeah, fall asleep. He passes out, but yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Marks, you got the questions? Yes, sir. All right, let's do this. Steve? With all the time at home, what will you do that starts annoying Pookie? Uh, just, like, talk to her. Like, just ask her questions. Like, yeah. Just, just just being here. You know, the other day she said to me, she snapped at me and said, why are you up my ass? Like, not not literally. And, because I'm like, I'm a curious person. Because I was like, where are you going? Well, who'd you, who are you going with? Are you coming back? What, like, she's, a, she's not used to that kind of, you know, grueling interrogation. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think just talking to her, yeah. All right. Is your computer on? No, I no, hit the off. drop. Oh, so it's, oh. it's off. All right, we'll okay. just we'll just bypass that okay. for now. No, it's on now. Okay. All right. Uh, JT, how much toilet paper have you stocked up on? Uh, I did buy toilet paper, but I needed it anyway. Um, That's what everyone yeah, says. Yeah, the, the toilet paper to me is is crazy. I, I don't <laughs> get that at all. Like I'm lost on that. What's funny is, so I agree with you. We all agree, right? Everyone here yeah. agrees. Oh, yeah. yeah. So who? Everyone I know agrees. So who are these people buying the toilet paper? Because literally everyone I know thinks it's the dumbest thing ever. Unless it's Shorty. Is it you? Is it Jackie? 
I, I haven't even looked since I've been home. Okay. Maybe this is bad. Maybe I should go look. But yeah, I'm not concerned about it. Right. Who are these people that are buying it? I don't know. I'm okay with like families stocking up on if you if you're worried that worried like water and stuff like that and in an emergency. Like I, I grew up in Florida, so hurricanes were a real thing, and people would get water and batteries and whatever. But toilet paper is not one that I ever was like panicked about or saw panic about. Like, this is this will be in history books. 50 years from now is the great toilet paper scare of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kellen, what's the best moto game of all time? You asked me this last time I was on the show, Steve. I did or Moser did? You did. Oh, okay. Um, I have to say a mech simulator or else people will kill me. Kellen Nation will come out? Yeah. Okay. All right. Kellen Nation's strong on Shorty, YouTube right wh- now. What's your favorite video game? MX video game. I don't have... Yeah, the real one where you hop on a bike and you go. Yeah, all right. That's that's a, video games. M- moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shorty, with so many hours on the bike, how do you deal with all the chafing? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I, going back to the toilet paper thing, I carry wipes. So this is essential. If you have one wipe, it's uh, a big deal in the desert. Okay. Steve, would you rather they squeeze in a couple more Supercross races or just call it now? No, you got to get some in, man. I, I much prefer that. We can't just wrap it up. No, we got to get one, two, three, something in, please. I need to see how this thing shakes out. JT, do you think this economic situation will blow over in the next couple months or is 2020 screwed financially? I think they'll get a grip on the virus. But financially, it's, it's there, there's going to be some long-standing uh, effects just because of that listener's question a minute ago, the supply chain and all the things that are getting delayed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's probably the rest of 2020 we'll see some difficulties. But I, I do think the the uh, economy will come roaring back. I just don't know if it'll be, you know, this year or two years from now. 29 seconds, JT. I like that. You're paying attention. You're sharp. I had my, I had my stopwatch out. All right. Kellen, what's your advice for someone who wants to be in the moto media like you? Well, the best advice I can give is find a niche of the sport that isn't totally covered well, maybe, and go after it. Because I felt at the time when I got into the gaming side of things, it's just there was a lot of people doing it, but there wasn't anybody covering it totally as I tried to do. And so... That worked out for me. There you go. 20 seconds. Shorty, now that you are on Team Blue Crew, when do you get to ride the Star Yamaha? Oh, too soon, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to ride a 250F, but, yeah, I, I feel Steve, and, and especially Kiefer, his pain. Oh, Shorty, he's still mad about it. I don't care what he – I could tell. Oh, his dude, I listened to the show on the plane, and dude, I I could, I know him, and I've talked, right. I could hear it. Like it's not just like no, and, you know, him saying yeah. And Marks, back me up. Before we hit record, he was even angrier. Oh, he was hot. Right, he was hot for sure. Yeah, before the show started, and he put on a little bit of a professional look to it. It's but. crazy. Like we hit record, and and he, it was like whoop, and he turned professional again. And we wanted, I wanted him to be that angry. <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, keepers, my blue crew question. You know, I go to him with all my questions. And, and I guess I got to refer to TP now also. 
Well, you're going. But he was keeper going, was my first person I called. You're going the wrong guy. Okay, first off, because I am blue crew. <laughs> all right. Hey, I have like okay. twenty. I have like twenty-two hours on my bike. That's pretty good. Come on. Yeah. I mean, for, okay. I know that's what you do in, in a week, shorty. But you know, or <laughs> three days. But you know, for 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 me, it's it's more than JT had R, uh, than on on RM Army. You can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he beat you, Marks. Uh, that, you can't prove that either. In the race to nope. three. Nope. <laughs> All right. Um, Steve, are most moto mechanics continuing to get paid, or are they getting shafted right now? Most are getting paid. I do know a few teams that have said, hey, sorry, like smaller teams. Like, we'll call you when we're back racing. And I feel for those guys, and there's some industry guys in the same boat. So, But I most teams are paying, yes. JT, what's your favorite Andrew Short story? My favorite Andrew – oh, man. Um, you know what? Most of the Andrew Short stories I have are him either roughing someone up or going back and forth with just rough riding because that was – Andrew was like – seriously, he is one of the best humans I've ever met. But on a track, it was like, oh, please don't don't run into me or please don't knock me down. Um <laughs> But I'm trying to think of my favorite story. I don't know. Like, I guess the my the one that keeps coming in my mind right now is in practice one time. Andrew, like, he, I'm sure he was frustrated because I was probably in his way. And this would have been like 2005, 2006. And on Saturdays we had a seated practice where the the 250 and 450 would be together. So it was pretty an interesting dynamic where you had two different classes practicing at the same time. And I'm sure I was in his way, and then he finally got frustrated and knocked me out of the way. So after the practice, I followed him back to the truck, and uh, as I tended to do, let him have a piece of my mind and asked him, you know, WTF. And uh, you could tell he was, like, mad for a second, and then he realized, like, eh, I probably didn't need to do that. It was just untimed, unseated practice on Saturday. And then, yeah, typical shorty, like, he apologized. But I was really mad. Like, I was like, dude. Like, he knocked me, like, off the track. And I'm sure he didn't mean to, but he knocked me, like, off the track into, the, like, the tough blocks on the outside of the track. And I'm oh. like, really? Like, we didn't even take times today. <laughs> Minute 29. I know I know exactly which corner this was, too. You know where the hill, where the coming down in Lakewood, where Stu crashed and the guy ran out in front of him? Yeah. You turn right, and then that left-hander right there? Yep, yep. Well, I didn't. I didn't turn left. I, I went straight <laughs> until I hit JT, and I was pissed. And I don't know why. I would just like lose it, and I was really mad also. And then the next day, I remember at riders' meeting, like super early in the morning, I went and apologized to JT, and I'm like, I realized like what JT said, like uh, yeah, that was really immature and very foolish. So I had to go kind of with my tail between my legs, go apologize and. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember it quite well. The smiley faced assassin, as Stu, as Stu called called you one time to me. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about stuff like that is I can remember being so mad with zero, and it didn't matter at all. I probably roosted him and probably got in his way and screwed up his rhythm, and it's like that's all it took. Like yeah, I, yeah. I've been there a million times, right? And you're just like, all right, you're getting blasted now. All right. Uh, Kellen? Now that you are a motor, Moto Insider, what's something that surprised you about the industry you weren't aware of before? Oh, man. I really don't care. <laughs> um, I guess just how kind of fluid everything works. You kind of just assume that, like, at least in my job, you just assume that it's just throwing stuff on the side as fast as you can or whatever, but 
I mean, there's a process to it for sure. Like we go through a lot of checks and balances just to get one article on the site and then it starts over and yeah, everybody's moving pretty fluidly to get it all done. 29 seconds. Good job. 29? Yeah. Shorty. Shorty. Yeah. Good number. Yeah. All right. Last one. Shorty, who's your favorite rally rider and are super fans allowed to travel with the Bizwack? <laughs> Uh, my favorite dude is probably Toby Price just because he lives life to the fullest and he's super fun to be around. But, uh, yeah, going, it's crazy. Like, especially Dakar, I think just for a bracelet to get in the bibliac is 10 grand or something crazy or stupid. But, yeah, no one can really go. And uh, that's part of the unique uniqueness, I guess, with it. Or It's just part of part of the race. It's crazy and it's kind of exclusive and you don't really get a good view of it unless you're in a helicopter or you get to ride it yourself so that's that's the part that's kind of a bummer about Dakar is um, it's hard to explain how cool the race is because yeah, you can't really view it Wow, listen, the heating floor business is very lucrative. Ten grand would be no problem for our friend to follow that <laughs> you know, shouldn't be, shouldn't be an issue um, Alright, that's it X-Brown Goggles, Choice of Champions everywhere. JT, can we call you back later? Because you and Kellen need to talk about the MXGP series. So we might yep, call you back. Let me know. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. See you. Uh, Skosh.com bringing you Andrew Short. Pulp 2020 is a code to save. That They are proud sponsors of Andrew's old team, the Rockstar Energy Husky team uh, here in Supercross and Motocross. And, Andrew, now you're on Blue Crew. Uh, how did that happen? Did they come to you? Did you go looking for a team? Kind of take us through that a little bit. Yeah, no, for me, a big part of it was through Monster, um, who has a a big passion for Dakar now. And Uh it's crazy because a lot of Americans are not, you know, too, I don't know, too up on the race and and weren't really involved on it. In the last couple of years, um, those guys have been stepping up their support and they're all about it. There's one guy, um, especially, who's been involved for a long time with Monster, but now even uh, Dave from Monster, who used to have... um, he used to be around motocross and supercross a lot um, with the old Rockstar team, and he was partners with Bobby Hewitt and whatnot. But, yeah, Dave Gowan. You know, for yeah. Yeah, yeah, for me to see him at in Dakar is like, hey, what are you doing here? You know, it's like so strange because it's just full of yeah, Europeans yeah. and stuff. So right. those guys had a, a big influence on me going over there to Yamaha, and um, so it was cool just how it all came together really quick, and oh, wow. I'm excited for the opportunity. Were you – I, and I know you're going to be politically correct here. Were you not happy with things at the Rockstar Husky team um, to, to go somewhere else, or was the money better? Like, what swayed you that way, if you don't don't mind us saying? Yeah, no, for sure. It was a combination of a lot of things. Um, and, you know, as a racer, it's, a, it's your job. and It's just kind of part of the game, I guess. Mm-hmm. But for me, I love this sport, and, and for me – to be around like-minded people that have that are super stoked on, on Dakar and rally. Um, that was important to me. And Yamaha is making a big push with their bike and, you know, to kind of jump on that with the timing seemed like a good opportunity for me. And, um, yeah. And, and I get to do the next two, uh, Dakars, which was cool too, for me just to have that, um, certainty to know that I'd be okay. a part of the race and yeah, something that I've worked really hard for, for a long time. And I, I want to, you know, I want that opportunity to be there and know for certain. So it was cool. Um, Um, Just not at all. Okay, forgive my stupidity about the the rally stuff here. How's the Yamaha rally team slash bike for you? Because I know when you look at those races, 
It obviously Brayback won with the Honda and KTM's and Husky KTM won a hundred years in a row before Ricky yeah. won. So how's the bike and the team? Like, is it a if you can compare it to somebody in our sport? How 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 are we doing with that? Yeah, you know. KTM's had so much success. Yep. I think they've won the last 18 or something before Ricky won. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was kind of Yamaha. Um, there was a couple guys that had a ton of success, and it was really important to them, especially with Yamaha France. They always had a huge amount of support, and now Yamaha Europe has kind of taken over okay. um, the rally program and Monster being a big part of it. So it's cool that they're making a big push, and it – Dakar just keeps growing, and, you know, I'm kind of on the tail end of it, and I didn't even really know what the race um, was all about until just recently, and now I'm hooked. But um, it's growing a lot. The manufacturers are pushing a lot, and there's a lot of support going for this race right. and this style of racing. So, well, look at uh, um, that Peter Hansel guy back in the day won all those rallies with Yamaha, right? He won a bunch of them, exactly. I think. So, yeah, they, yeah, and some of the – yeah, and like the main boss for Yamaha Europe, he was part of those programs. So oh, okay. He oh. does motocross and he does all the off-road stuff. But this, you know, that kind of, and he's back involved with the rally program. So there's a lot of people like that that are making a big push. So it's good timing for me, and um, I'm pumped to be part of that program. Shorty, I know you talked in the past about KTM and Husky and how the team was. Um, like working so well together in the rally and how everything worked out. What have you kind of learned so far about the Yamaha team and, and how they're going to approach the rally? Yeah, it's definitely different on how they approach. And uh, KTM, they've they've had so much success for a reason. They have a lot of good guys. and It's like even this year, you know, I had a good chance before the race started. And on day two, I was basically out of it. So at that point, I knew my role shifted. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm not racing to win or do good anymore. Now I'm here to help, you know, and it's it's hard to flip that switch. But when they have so many good guys, a part of that group, uh, it's easy for them to have success. It's like one, one goes down, but then they have, you know, six more, you know, and then it's just like dominoes. Where somebody like uh, Honda or um, even Yamaha in the past, like they had their top two guys crash out. Um, by the same time I went out of the race and they only have two guys left, you know, so – these are things that are, are changing and people recognize and it's uh, it's going to be cool for me to be a part of a team that's um, kind of trying to change this philosophy and mm-hmm. go all in and be their best. So um, we saw this year with Ricky that it's definitely possible and um, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's a crazy race, you know. It's, so many things have to come together um, for yeah, that, it, you know, to win it. That's what I get from talking to you privately at the races like whether it's political stuff whether it's the racing stuff whether it's stuff completely out of your control to do well at this rally at the Dakar rally is just the amount of things that have to come together is insane it's it, you're not yeah. just it's not just hey the gate drops and you're off it is not that yeah <laughs> the stars have to align right, and that's right. what you know for me it's like you did all these cookie cutter races for so long and trust me I love them and I still love motocross and supercross, but what you experience in one race in Dakar is unbelievable. All the emotions and what you see and yeah. the time you spend on the bike, the friendships, you know, on the bike and in the bivouac with the mechanics and all these people, the history they have and the stories that they have from over the years. It's like, it's unbelievable. And it's definitely a special race. And once you get a true understanding of what it takes to be successful in rally, it, you have a different appreciation for how cool the sport is 
Yeah. And how you have to respect it. So, um, right, so I don't know. It's addicting. When do you get a four, cool. when do you get a YZ450 and just realize what an amazing bike that is and just shred? <laughs> when do you get that? Hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, Talon, yeah. you got a question for Shorty? Yeah, I was just wondering. I've seen uh, Skyler Howes and Brabeck and a few other guys are down in Mexico racing this Nora Rally right now. Why aren't yeah. you down there? Just new bike and didn't have time? Or No, I'm supposed to be in Abu Dhabi racing right now, which is round one of the World Championship, which is kind of strange that Ricky isn't doing it. Um, and he did this the same thing last year, so I guess it worked for him, you know? Yeah. But he kind of just jumps in and out of the World Championship where, like, KTM, Husky, Yamaha – um, most of the Honda guys, they do the whole world championship. And so round one being in Abu Dhabi, which more than likely these same dunes will be in Dakar next year. Mm-hmm. They haven't released the route yet, but obviously being bordering Saudi, it's supposed to be uh, part of the race. So I was going to use the opportunity to ride there. And it's uh, a really cool race. It's, it starts in Yas Marina where the F1 track is. It goes to these uh, dunes that are, really cool and crazy and really nice hotels and it's a amazing part of the world so i was looking forward to to racing that race and once it got canceled um sonora sounded really fun right, <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> i'm jealous that they're racing in mexico but um yeah i was scheduled for abu dhabi so as a dumb american who doesn't understand rally fully is is this like the norm that you sign a contract with a new team like this soon before the first world championship rally or was this that's i don't good, know how this that's works. a good question because i was like also wondering like yeah. why, what huh i just assumed you were going yeah. back to rockstar husky yeah yeah no i was kind of on a weird schedule because i was on motocross uh contract timeline you know so most people their contracts end right after dakar mm, okay. um so i think ricky was that way so most people you race dakar and then your deal's up you okay. kind of just yeah. wait um and so mine was a little bit different but that's just, um, yeah, how the sport works. You know, it's like for us, everyone ends probably August 31st, right after yep. the Nationals. And, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, that's kind of the timeline. But rally's different. Are you just doing the World Rally in Dakar? Uh, is, that, is that it? You're part of your deal? Like nothing else for Yamaha? Is that kind of the deal you have? Will you be doing yeah, anything else? Yeah. No. Nope. And that was kind of my deal with Husky going right. forward. I wasn't going to do works anymore and trying to focus on that. So. Yeah, yeah. Dude, um, I want to go, like, I love trail riding. I like going to the Colorado 600 or fun rides like this and, yep. you know, trail riding in the mountains in Colorado and doing all these fun things you have to say no to when you're racing motocross and supercross and just being, uh, you know, a fan of, of riding. Bring it up to Western here, Shorty, if you think you want if you think you think want some. Bring it on up. We'll Dude, I'm, coming. I'm coming to Pahrump, so maybe I'll just bring the rally bike out there one day. No problem, bro. You can ride the, you can ride the Blue Coup rally bike. Oh, uh, Hey, listen, they have and, a – it's hard as shit. It's hard packed as shit, but they have a UTV course out there at the Western. Yeah. You know, it's just fast and flowy. Yeah. So just get on that. We'll just get this on that. This will be your jam. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. will be your jam. Dude. Right, right. Um, yeah, come on up. Be, so if fun. I come out there, you'll go out to Dumont for a day? I don't know. I, I'm scared of flying off a dune at fifth gear wide open. <laughs> Like that, that same, yeah, same. yeah, yeah. Dune goon, Marks actually did it. Yeah, absolutely did it. Yeah. Um. Oh no, it's good to have you on Blue Crew, Andrew Short on the show, oh, everybody. Brought so to you by Scosche. Pulp Twenty Twenty is the code to save. So, Andrew, listen, what, what the hell's going to happen with the Supercross series and everything, Andrew? 
Dude, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the show, but have they made it? Is this 70% thing true? Like, you have to make it through 70% of the series? Or I didn't see it anywhere in the rules for that. I don't know where that came from. Did, did anybody see that? I, I did not confirm. I think it's in the look. AMA rule book, and I was looking FIM and didn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's crazy, uh, huh, Andrew? Like, just nuts. Yeah, it is, but, you know, I, I feel like common sense is kind of gone out the window right now. People are all over the place, but... In the end, we're racing motorcycles, and um, there's much bigger things going on in the world. So for me to have an opinion, I'm not super educated on everything, but right. definitely observing what's going on, and it's it's strange and, and crazy. And for me, you know, I was in Portugal riding this bike um, before I went to Abu Dhabi and to travel home in these airports and see the fear in everyone's eyes, and it's yeah. just it's unbelievable. And so to go to a race um, packed here would be totally different. And, Yep. I hope, you know, for people, like you said, that were involved that are not just the riders, but the mechanics and, and the people that are involved in the industry that they can get back to doing what, they're, what they love. And I think that's everybody in the country right now. They're all worried about their business and mm-hmm. how it's going to affect them and, you know, day-to-day lives. But I think Supercross, uh, there's bigger, you know, those are first world problems that yeah. we're worried about racing. but. Um, hopefully we can get back to racing soon. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I agree. It's it's super weird and, and strange, but it is just dirt bike racing at the end of the day. It's just dirt bike racing, yeah. right? So, um, yeah. But it's strange for sure. I, I hope they get some races in so that we have a an actual, hey, this is a finale. Tomac's up by three on Kenny. Drop the gate. Let's see this thing. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I hope. But um, Yeah. And to me, I feel like Tomac, under pressure in situations like this where it's crunch time and you have a lot of time to think about it, he hasn't really shined in these situations where Kenny's really strong under pressure, like donations or certain times like this. He can nail his starts and put himself in good position. So mm-hmm. yep. that's kind of how I see it unfolding. But I think Tomac's been really strong lately. And so I think that aspect is really cool for Supercross is you don't know what's going to happen. And the racing's been so good. And you know, there's two or three guys that are going really fast, mm-hmm. and, and there's a couple right behind them. So uh, the fans have a lot to look forward to once racing does resume. Absolutely. Andrew Short, Blue Crew. Andrew Short, on. Sounds good. <laughs> he looks good. It's, it's, just, it's good. Life is good right now. So, um, hey, Andrew, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Congrats on the new deal. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in Dakar and doing the other world rallies when you guys get back up and going. And, uh, yeah, man, good luck with everything. Thanks. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully get out there to Western yeah. with you yeah, and come, your crew. Hit me up when you guys well, are out Berluti. here. I thought Berluti was coming He's in coming in at 8. We, we got him coming in at oh, 8. Okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. the Silver Fox on here and get his take on everything, yeah. too. So Sounds You got good. the beers on ice? Or? Yeah, beers yeah. are in the yeah. cooler. They're ready, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that's <laughs> that awesome. Like good entertainment. Yeah, it is. Thanks, Shorty, for the time. Congrats on the See deal, you. man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, bye. That's Andrew Short, everybody. I mean, does it get any better human being than Andrew Short? <sighs> it doesn't. He, what like, a besides, guy. Besides me, like after me, does it get any better as a human? I think I'm giving the nod to Shorty. Well, you can fuck off. Nine days out of the week. Uh, God, Kellen Nation uh, on six. Reese, what's up, man? What's up, Steve? You got a question for Kellen? Yeah, I got a question for Callum. So, Callum, what's your what's your take on the MX Simulator season so far? Well, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, 
if no, no, probably not many people that listen to your show follow this. But what are you talking about? Like, so there, like human beings? Yes, or, or there, there are, are there human fake? beings this that play stuff, this Steve. game. Okay, but are they are they playing as Eli Tomac or they're human? No, they are playing as, as, as themselves. themselves. Yes, and so in this series, this virtual series that <laughs> <laughs> Steve is out. He's out. Uh, you can talk to me. I'll be in on the video games. The the 450 <laughs> points leader was banned from the series right in the middle of the series, and it blew it all wide open. I mean, this is this is how it goes. This is how it goes. Just go back upstairs. Just keep going. Adderall. Oh man, yeah, no, it's it's definitely wide open, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We're definitely going racing this weekend, Wednesday. So we'll see. Yeah, you sure the coronavirus won't ruin that? Uh, I already I already cleared it up. Race Factory Gaming President. Uh, Jeremy Cohenauer told me that we're going racing this week, so I, I I don't know. I guess we're going racing. Yeah, another question. Do you think Reese Harris should get unbound? Uh, I think he should, but I think he's also on the phone right now, so what do you think about that? I don't know. It's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve is oh. coming back. I had to carry the show. Steve was done. Welcome back. Yeah. We got to go. All right. <laughs> See you, man. All right. Okay, so the guy was asking about himself? Yeah, he asked if he should get unbanned from the series. Why'd you ban him? I don't ban people. I just stream it. I just, oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. That's <laughs> How do you get banned, though? What did he do? What did he do? Gosh, he could have been taking out riders so. during the series. Or? That's, yeah, pretty much exactly why he got banned. Dirty he was rider. a dirty, dirty rider. And, okay. Yeah. All right. So Vince Freeze wouldn't last long in the Sim series. Uh, I mean, I would say rounds one through nine, Vince Freeze, probably okay. But maybe round 10 with a couple laps to go, Vince Freeze would, would get a talking to. All right, but, but this wasn't even your call. You're just an announcer guy. Yeah, so I just called call, the race. Why, so. why is he calling it? All right. Drew, what's going on? Drew. What's going on, Matthews? What up? So I just got a quick question for you. And, and your followers and obviously what's going on online racing and all this stuff. But, hey, you were kind of tripping out about Hanny running press day yes, for his gear promo. Yes. But yet there wasn't a single word or from what I understand, I, I mean, I might have missed the episode. I might have missed the episode. But nothing about Carmichael. Is it just because he's the greatest of all time running Daytona and he built the track or? Okay. Okay. Drew, Drew, if you, if you listen to any of the rants that I talked about, I said numerous times that if you're actually going to ride the track, you should, Mm -hmm. you should get to ride it. Like if you're, if you're McGrath or Ricky in opening Mm -hmm. ceremonies and you're going to do a lap, you should get to ride the track. Okay. Okay. I understand that. Hanny, had, didn't even probably go to the race. He had nothing to do with the actual race. So gotcha, Ricky, Ricky okay. had to do a lap at Daytona for the opening ceremonies, which he almost ate shit in those whoops. Yeah, he, big um, time. Big so time. I am perfectly so fine with Rick, I, No, I am perfectly fine with Ricky putting in some laps. Ergo, he doesn't look like an idiot when he gets on the track for the very first time. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank I you. got it. I, I just was trying to understand a legend son in Hanny that, you know, it's, uh, he's it's still he's not Ricky Carmichael, but his bike skills are still there. That was my confusion. He's not racing. He's not racing. He's not going to do with racing. You. Why? Why are we doing that? 
But Carmichael had nothing to do with racing as far as... He had to do a lap. He needed to do a lap. Do you want to just send him out there cold and be like, hey, Ricky, hope you enjoy the triple or hope you you line up the finish line. Like, he needs to do a lap. He's got to ride. I mean, Jesus, Matthews, we watched... Uh, I'm done. I'm done. We're done. (laughs) I don't know what we're yelling about! Well, I mean, I... You know what happens a lot? It happens a lot. Like, where people pick apart something I, I, I said, but they don't, like, listen to, like, what I actually said about, you know the the actual point i i said that in the rant many times that if you needed to ride an opening ceremonies and i understand riding you don't want to be an idiot here go do some laps so i get it god kellen nation still on the phone so if hanny comes out in opening ceremonies you're good i'm fine because you need to ride the track right yeah i I get it i'm just asking clarification yeah okay all right got it uh a couple more calls and we'll go to commercial break here uh let's go to um Logan's on one. Logan, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, what's going um, on? You were talking about if they ran a finale after the outdoor season, but what do you do if Tomac or Roxon or one of them gets hurt during the Nationals, you know, before that last round? Well, then you're, you're, you're kind of screwed, right? Well, don't you think it's a little unfair if it's in a different well, series they get hurt? I think they kind of got to well, run them before the outdoors start I mean, if they're going to do it, right? That's the ideal thing, but what can you do, right? I mean, Bradshaw, 1992, L.A. Riots postponed the final race at the Coliseum. Bradshaw went to Redbud, tore his ACL, and then rode the Coliseum with a torn ACL. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to do? Like, sorry, like, yeah, it sucks, but it's not like no one wants this. And even Eli Tomac, who's leading the points, doesn't want it. Like, but it is what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. No, that's, that's all I got. Thanks, Thanks, Logan. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Again, uh, Art of Sport, we're giving one, we're giving a, a starter kit away. Same as one at Kellen. That's the wrong camera. It should be that way, actually, but that's okay. Uh, go to Pulpamex on Instagram. Tag two of your smelly friends. We'll give one away. Art of Sport. Check it out at Target. Kenny Roxon's got a piece of this thing. So, all right, let's go to commercial break, shall we? Daniel Blair's coming up. The great Tony Berluti is coming up. Yes. Berlute's Cirque Show has some news about that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, is that why he's coming on? How many more video game questions are we going to get tonight? I don't know, man. But if you're going to leave every time, you're wearing me out already. No, listen. I had to leave when you talk about guys getting banned and, like, I, you know, I listen. I respect what you do. That's cool. You built this niche, and I love video games. I play a lot of video games. Not so much lately, which is really weird. I've kind of, for like three years now, just no video games for me. I used to love them. Anyways, I get it. But when you start talking about, like, hey, why this guy get banned, I'm out. Uh, well, I'm out. I, I, I don't try to say why they got banned or whatever. Yeah, I'm just yeah. calling no, the I, race. I, I like, know, know. this kid, he got banned, and he was leading the points, and I reached out to him, and I asked the the you right. know the president of, of the series, why did he get banned? Is he going to come back and all that? I, I can't control why listen, he got banned. Listen, but, if uh, you don't, you and Marks don't put your heads together and make this freaking sim series and run it, I want to see what happens. Like, But with real riders, you don't want... You no, don't want, no, okay. I want... I want no, with with the riders' names, but I want an AI to run the sim. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah, That's figure that out. Yeah. All right, we'll go to commercial break that here. sounds like a lot of work. On Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after this with Kellen Brower. See ya. The 
those who love motocross know, Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified service with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800 440 3559. Mention promo code PulpMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800 440 3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products and t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. 
To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys who wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mess Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Kellen Brower in studio. What's up, bro? How's it been going so far? Kellen Nation, rocking it. I'm in studio. This is this is living the life right here. Uh, breaking news: We told uh, Kiefer that he had to be quarantined up in the high desert. Has to stay in his house. He can only ride his dirt bikes. He's the happiest guy out there. He's <laughs> he loves it. I know. Bring on coronavirus more often. So, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Andrew Short. Uh, coming up uh thank you uh jason thomas coming on De- brian deegan of course coming up tony berlute daniel blair i'm gonna hold with an airline right now and we'll we'll get to there in a second uh motorsport.com fly racing race tech suspension engines vortex racing gear alloy gear, roost mx x brand x x brand goggles vertex pistons evs sports firepower batteries and chains maxima usa michelin star cross five skosh pro filter fmf atlas neck brace works connection ogo power sports art of sport Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA. Talk to John Anderson today. Great guys there at the WUSA. They'll dial you in for any kind of wheel needs you need, whether it's a vintage bike, whether it's a modern bike, whatever it is, WUSA will have you covered. L.A. Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works, Chassis Lab, all on board with us, and and you people, of course. So, Race Tech Rant. I, I, I have one of my own. I'll probably get to in a little bit here. But also a, a, oh, another call for Kellen. Shocker. Um, we also have a, a reader or a listener this week call in with his own race tech rant. Pulp 20 is a code to say the Chaparral Honda team uses race tech for their motors and suspension. So race tech uh, will dial you in, whether it's rebuild, whether it's anything you need. Racetech.com will have you covered. So thanks to those guys. Show your bike some love. Send it to race tech and mention Pulp and get a discount on this. That's what this is for, people. As I said, get on your bike and ride. Here's the race tech rant uh, of the uh, week from a, from a listener. Let's do this, Talon. Let's do this, Talon. You wait until I answer the phone. You ready? When they're going to come back, the fact that it's complete bullshit, it's not on the schedule, or just the fact that you call it the World Supercross Championship, but it's only in the States. Like, do we really need five rounds in California? Now- it's going. Yeah, I know. Now, I understand with the privateers and everything, it helps out. But And we always talk about making the sport bigger. Maybe if we were on an international stage, you'd be able to get more sponsorship money, kind of like Formula One and MotoGP. You know, they go everywhere in the world, and they're getting more viewers and more sponsorship dollars. Maybe privateer teams would get more from their sponsors if they're international coverage. But, yeah, that's my race tech ranch tonight. I just think it's bullshit. The series is only in the States. Come back to Toronto and other places in the world. Um, that's it. That's the race tech rant. He's upset about Toronto. Right? Kellen's mic isn't on, buddy. Oh, is my mic not on? Oops, there you go. Is that better? Yeah, you're better. I thought Toronto was a great race. I mean, I never went to it personally, but I like the the stadium, the floor space they had to use. It always produced a really great racetrack. I I can understand his his point for sure. The the point about it being a world championship, though, and that's why you should go. Yeah. Like, he's got to understand it. It's just in name. They don't actually care about the world championship. Like, no. they, like it's just to get around the AMA battle back in the day. The fact that it's called a world championship is just bullshit, and nobody cares. What are you going to call it, the FIM United States Championship? I know, I mean, but, like, you can't use the thing, like, it's a world championship, because it really isn't. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> you know, it's that name. It's the it's, World Series. Right, right. The World Series played between two teams in America. Exactly. You're <laughs> yeah. totally right. So, uh, I, I want to go back to Toronto. I'm down. But um, the fact that you call it a world championship isn't the reason to go back to Toronto. Let's just go back to Toronto anyways. The pits kind of suck there, though. I get it. You know, it's cold and the pits weren't ideal. 
So I get all that part. But the attendance was really good for the last few years. So that's the race tech rant of the night from him. I got one coming up as well. Pulp 20 is a code to say. We've got a call for you on four from uh, Tyler. What's up, Tyler? What's your question for Kellen Brower? Hey, man, I was just uh, wondering, what are you guys' thoughts on this, like, all the races being canceled because of this virus, you know? Are you serious right now? <laughs> uh, do you want me to answer that, Steve? No, bro, we've okay. been talking about that the whole first hour of the show, Tyler. Oh, I'm sorry. I just tuned in. Okay, yeah. Listen to the archive. All right. I, we, I mean, we think it's crazy, and we can't believe it, and we don't know what's going to yeah. happen. Callan thinks there's a 1% chance of Supercross Series. I'll give you 5% if you'd like. I mean, I mean if, no, if, we're, s- if we're getting hung up on percentages. Stay, stick to your guns. Do uh, we go back to bunching and percentages on that? Or? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Daniel Blair coming up here shortly. Uh, let's, Colin is on two. Colin, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I just had a quick question. You know, if the season were to wrap up as it is, and you're Eli Tomac, and your claim to the winner. Are you are you stoked, or are you bummed on on you know the way you won? No, you're stoked. The million dollar check uh, cashes, and you were the best rider. You won the most races in the series, and you have the season points. The end. You have the uh, points lead. Like, yeah, no, you're stoked. Yeah, he's the man. Cool. Right. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you. You right, Kellen? I mean, yeah. The only thing I'll say about this whole ordeal is I don't think the fans are ever going to say that it, it was just straight-up championship. Like, we could both believe that. We could yeah, say that. Right. It's going to be talked 30 years from now if he wins this championship on 10 races. Oh, yeah. it wasn't enough races. Yeah, he didn't win the whole yeah, thing. No, 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 I get so. it. I get it. Uh, Sam's on one. Sam, what's up, man? Uh, not much. I just want to – I feel, like, kind of robbed with uh, Tomac and Roxon. I mean, I feel like for seven years we've been waiting for them to be 100% or close to 100% and go at it, and we finally got it. Yeah. Yeah, Callum brought that up earlier, right? Yeah, it's definitely something that's going to suck if there if there isn't more races. But let's hold out hope there there could be. Yeah, and then um, my whole thing is I know it's probably to do with different promoters, but why does it seem like on NBC it's like almost taboo to to mention motocross at all? It seems like uh, you know what AC... though, it, it's better than it's been. They've done a better job. Yeah, I mean for AC, like it. Like they had to show him winning Monster Cup, but they couldn't show us ounce of him winning the Motocross Championship or anything like that. And then he, uh, yeah, I just thought, do you think that could contribute to them MX Sports not moving the schedule at all? Uh, well, Steve just left, so now I'm I'm running the show here. Uh, I don't I don't really think so. Um, I think that as it is right now, they're just gonna. They're going to try to squeeze in races if they can, but I don't think that MX Sports is willing to budge and try to fit around their schedule and make something work. But, I mean, things could change. We could find stuff out in a couple weeks that we really never expected to happen before. As fast as this is all developed, who really knows at this point, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. uh, It's definitely craziness. I just, I really want to see Tomac and Roxon go at it. Oh, me too. Yeah, so. We're getting robbed as fans here, unfortunately, to not have this elite Roxon Tomac battle down to the line. That I mean, we've been waiting basically seven years for it to happen that way, and it's it's a shame it's not going to happen this year. Yeah, it seems like every year uh, there's had one of them's been hurt, one of them's been uh, one of them's been adjusted to a new bike. It's just always been something that's uh, that's gotten in the way of them both going at it full one hundred percent. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks. Thank you. 
Michelin motorcycle tires. Uh, our buddy Randy Richardson on his uh, whatever the hell it was, a uh, sweet Revan seventy seven Husqvarna. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. High Revan seventy seven. Yeah. There you go. Thank All right, you, High Revan seventy seven. Randy Richardson using Starcross fives out there at the day of the dirt in Florida before it got shut down, I guess, by the authorities. Bummer for those guys. It looked like a fun event. Uh, uses Michelin uh, Starcross fives. I use Michelin Starcross fives to go fourteen nine for seventh overall at the World Vets motorcycle.michelinman.com visit your local dealer online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook V-Twin Riders the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life this is the stuff uh, the Michelin guys uh, just absolutely kill it at the uh, at the street bike stuff, uh, whether it's sport bike or whether it's touring or whatever Michelin is the tire to have uh, when it comes to that and I know a lot of you people have those bikes, those types of bikes that listen to the show, as well as a dirt bike. So please check them out. Michelin and uh, the Michelin Starcross Fives are also available in sizes for 50 cc's and up, which is uh, pretty new for uh, for those guys. So please check them out. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Randy Richardson, gotta get him in studio here. He's so good in studio. He's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Much better than the next guest we have on the line. Uh, brought to you by Roost MX. Pulp Nation saves you money. RoostMX.net. Use the discount code. Uh, they got a 48-hour turnaround. they got a huge selection of graphics online. You can make yours uh, custom as well, one of a kind. They'll dial you in. RoostMX.net. Of course, uh, big part of the uh, Cycle Trader Yamaha team, but Benny Bloss just left. And then I wonder what they were going to do, and then this happened. So I don't. we don't know if they're coming back. Or not with Benny leaving. So let's get this guy on the phone. The sometime co-host of Pulp Mech Show, NBC Sports Pit Reporter, Daniel Blair. What's up, DB? What's up? How you guys doing? We're good, man. Um, God, this That's is great. This is weird. This is so weird. Yeah, it's super weird, man. I'm standing in my garage, looking at my kid's bike, planning out the next, I don't know, week, five weeks, five months, I guess, trying to. I don't know. Uh, dude, I, don't know I don't know what we're doing, Did man. you get to Indy at all? Did you turn around or did you not? No. Dude, I lucked out. I was on the way pulling into the airport when I got the call to go back home. Really? Like I was yeah, yeah. 45 minutes away. Sac's a pretty quick airport. You can get in there quick. I, I was 45 minutes from being in the air and then I'd have been like you, right? You made it all the way there and back, right? Uh, Chicago. I could no. I got it. JT was there. Yep, JT was there, and uh, I got to Chicago when I landed, and I was like, "Oh, I guess we got to go." Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I. I was I was headed east, and I got the call, so I turned around and went home, and then I've been home, just kind of spectating and trying to kind of make make uh, make sense of everything. And it's man, I don't I I don't know what do you, what do you think? Well, I haven't, I haven't even had a chance to talk to you. What do you think? Listen, you you're you work for Feld. You're plugged in with Kenneth and everybody else. <laughs> we know we all know that. Like, what do you think happens, dude? I don't know. And I, I'm to be clear, I'm like the furthest thing from wherever the information decisions are being yeah, made. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 kidding. Of course, back but... in I know. I'm on the back end with all you guys too. I. I I've actually kind of taken the stance of not really even reaching out uh, to the bosses just because I know they're being overwhelmed by more important things than my questions. Yep. yep. Um, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what happens because all I know, the little I do know about this, is I know state by state decisions are being made. The federal government hasn't yet, so I think we're. I guess just all in real time, like I, trying to navigate what happens next. Like what what happens tomorrow? Every day seems to change. So. Yeah. I, I couldn't even guess what's going to happen. Kai, I hope we come back. I mean, I hope we find a way to make it work and this thing clears over, not only from a 
just health perspective for human beings in general, but for the sport too. But yeah. I really don't know. It's 24 hours. It's changing every day. Guy, wouldn't you? We, Kellen and I were talking about this. Do you know Kellen at all? Have you met him, Daniel? I don't know. Uh, at one of the press conferences, I think. Okay. Uh, we were talking about this. Uh, God, it would be a real, real shame to not have any more races. And that's a, that's a distinct possibility, but give us one more. Give us one more finale, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. We go to the ultimate chase format. Everyone has a shot. <laughs> Winner take all. Yeah. I anywhere, mean, yeah. too. Anywhere. Wherever they'll let us run, just line them up and let them race one more time. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't. Again, I don't know how this looks a month from now, three months, whatever. I mean, I just read literally before you called me um, that the NBA is now looking at three months before they start back up. Yeah, we heard the and same thing like, for baseball and everything. Yeah, and and that and the problem is, is like those when when those big dogs kind of steer course, I think everything kind of follows. I, I again, the governments follow. Like some one state had to lead the way before the rest jumped in. Then one sport, jumped, you know what I mean? They all kind of follow because they're all a little bit worried about. You know, if those guys see something like this, what are we not seeing? So, yep. I don't know. I just, it seems like it's getting worse, and that sucks. Bad, yeah. man. Oh, I know. Really I mean, bad. But listen, uh, if they do end it, if this is it, uh, three-point, Tomac took the lead with a late pass in Daytona. I mean, holy crap, <laughs> right? I mean, you. Hey, if you would have known the championship was on the line right there, Kenny might have kind of done something different in the last couple laps but yeah i don't i mean i don't know is is that what happens do they just do they just end it and this is just what happens is that, i i i had uh, my buddy dan on my podcast and he said similar in the ma rule book it says 70 percent of the races have to be finished i i'll be honest i've barely ever looked in that rule book so i don't even know is that is that is that legit uh, or we, they just no, call it like what none happened? of us could find that in the rule book uh mark's looked and he's you know super nerd so he looked <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I searched for like 70. It, right? I searched for the percentage sign. Yeah. 70, the number 70 spelled out. I didn't right. see anything about that. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know the exact rules, but it would just be weird. I don't know. It'd be unfortunate for everybody, even the winner, because it's like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't clean up his narrative of a guy that's the best who can't win the title. And now he gets it after 10, like, it just it even sucks for him. It sucks for everybody. If that's the way it's got to end, you know? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, just it's, unprecedented and, and maybe you know like jt and kellen and i were kicking around hey maybe maybe at the end of outdoors they have a race or two daniel i, I don't know contracts are up and all of that but it's not the craziest idea you know what i honestly I, things are changing so fast we're in uncharted territory like who's to say any idea is a bad idea we've never been through anything like this so yeah. I, I again I, I think we all collectively as a sport want to finish this championship, of course, but get things back on track whenever that day comes. And I think as long as we're all open-minded, I think we could try to make it happen. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. I think we're all pretty passionate about this thing. So I don't know. It's just, it's again, I, I, the problem is I think we're just at the mercy of state and federal government. So it's like, I don't, I don't think we can do anything unless, you know, that, that has to be figured out first and we're on the back end of that. So Man, anything. Like I, I, I want to go racing. I want to get back to work, of course. But at the same time, if this is what it needs to put this thing to bed, then to, you know, just to stop this thing, then I, I don't know, man. I'm not a health expert, so I don't, I don't know. We got a tweet that said you were saying on your on your sh- uh, show that uh, there's an asterisk next to Eli's title if this, if this indeed <laughs> this happens. 
Yeah, and obviously that's just us being silly and joking about everything. It's what we kind of do over there. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there will be one for the people that don't like him or don't think he's the best guy. And then for the Tomac fans, they'll say no way. And it's just something that'll be argued about forever. Unfortunately, I. I don't know where I stand on that. I don't. I really don't know. It's, it's when that day happens and I can process it that way, then I'll give my own personal opinion. But I think no matter what, you know that people that are Tomac fans are going to say no way, and the people that are Roxon and Webb fans will say yep. Yeah. So it's, no. I agree. Again, it's unfair. Even for him, it's unfair because if he gets it this way, he's going to have to hear that forever, and that sucks for him too. So it's like, I don't know. I guess until we get there, it's hard to really say how we feel about everything because right now it's still well, so open. We didn't ask you this yet. What do you think happens, Daniel? What do you think <laughs> happens? Like, obviously, you got no inside information. Uh, Kellen, Kellen talked about it. I talked about it. JT, what's in your mind? Do you think happens? Ask me again tomorrow. It'll probably change. Yesterday, I literally thought like the weekend would clear this out a little bit. We'd get to Monday, and we would all kind of see like a better sign, better trend, better news, and then everything would steer that way, and we'd be you know flipping the light on as quick as possible, like everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And then today, everything that I've read all day is going the other direction worse. So I I don't know, not as optimistic as I was yesterday, but I don't know, man. It's like there's so many different ways. I've, I've read doomsday scenarios, and I've read we'll be back in action here in a month, and it'll be a little blip on the radar. I, I really don't know, and like, and I usually pride myself on having an opinion, but I, I really don't know. It's it's honestly changing every couple hours if you just press refresh on Twitter, you know? Any word that they actually ended the series because they weren't happy with your pit reporting from the races? Is there any? That was my first concern. Right. Um, and then I, I they said, no, that, that was definitely a concern, but not the concern. The reason. So okay, I, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I, I don't think I was the full deciding factor. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, listen, it's uh, it's crazy. The, the no fans thing was – brought up and i'm like that's gonna be weird enough never mind canceling everything like um you know that that that's just one thing after another um so we had brian deegan on the phone earlier what's up with deegan well he says so you you're claiming that you can beat hayden deegan you'll have a better lap time on your 450 than him on his 80 right 85 Yes, it would it would be on Hayes' race bike. Okay. So So I don't know if they know the details of my program, but that's part of it. I'll wow. be riding a full race bike. We saw your training program on Instagram, so we know you're serious. <laughs> we know you're serious. Um now Deegan said maybe one lap, but he he would prefer it to be a total race time on, you know, four laps, five laps. What? Five, I don't that's what Brian Deegan said. Yeah, it's scared. It sounds like to me. I mean, obviously a one lap sprint. I mean, they're, they're already they're already trying to change the rules. I guess. Ah, uh, so what did he say? Well, it has to be what four laps or so? a full race from yeah. game drop to checkered. Yeah, I miss it. Where, where is this supposed to be happening at? Like Lodi Supercross? Are we going to a futures? No, round? no, no, What's no. Okay. Uh, Salt Lake City Futures. Okay, Salt Lake City. I'm futures. racing futures on Sunday, and the bet is that I will have a faster lap time than he will on race day. Okay, all right, I got but it. That's one lap, and see, I, I, I did a lot of equations. I know that the vet motos are at a better time of the day, so the track's a little better than them when the 85s race. I know it's elevation, which means his little carbed 85 won't run well, and my race 250 wheel. I, trust me i put a lot of thought in this thing and i know <laughs> i got like it covered on one lap yeah it like sounds one like lap it. is not even a question not no question well, four laps i don't know that's kind of what deegan wanted he wanted like a four lap average but um hey man let's let's hope this happens that means that you know that means that the series is racing 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think right now, I think the best thing we can all do is hope for good news. And again, we're kind of downstream on where all the decisions go down and just, just yeah. got to hope for the best um, when it comes to that, you know, and obviously I, I, again, we're in uncharted territory, so there's no real like playbook on how to get out of this thing. I think we're all, we're all, yeah. you know, we're all in real time here trying to figure out and how to process what's happening. And listen, they, they took my hockey we'll away get back at it, man. They took my hockey away. It's gone. I see Jim Holly. What? I don't get to see Jim Holly. Yeah, Go back. You know, it, how, they, you know how big a deal that is to me. They took Uncle Jim away from you. <laughs> they took Uncle Jim from me, man. Oh God! How, how's how's Jimmy handling this? Has anybody checked in with him? I, I don't know, man. I I don't know when he flies, but I know he's normally earlier than me. So I'm guessing he might have made it there. Yeah, I, and I I don't know. I should probably text him and see if he's he, all right. I figured he, he's just <laughs> going to handle. He's, he's just going to handle. Oh, he's a survivor. Jim Holly's a survivor. There's no <laughs> doubt about he's that. He's walking back. He's walking back. He's fine. He's going to look on all his, his rental properties. Will take him a week and a half to get through, probably at some point. <laughs> exactly. Now I don't know what. What do you, so? What are you going to do? What, what's your plan? I mean, I've, unless you've already said, like you just well you just talking moto every week, or what are you doing? Next week, Marks made me take take a weekend off. Next Monday, we're off because of Marks. Oh, it's yeah. Marks. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh You're welcome, by the way. And then uh we're gonna come back with three in a row talking about something. And then we'll reevaluate right. from there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, like I I mean obviously everybody's affected by this. Yeah. But even from a content standpoint, now you got a lot of people that are, might, might not be at work as much or at all. Yeah. And they're at home and like, dude, if the content dries up, it's just we're gonna go mad, dude. Well, I'm already going mad because all the sports are gone, let alone Yeah. Again, sports content like that I depend on. I mean, I guess NFL free agency went off today, so that's yeah, that's something. Yeah, um, there's I, still things going on, I guess. But no, when I posted the Instagram today about the show coming on and all the guests and everything, there was really cool. I got a lot of people saying thank you, thank you for having a show. Thank, you know, I need something like uh, it was cool. Like I got DMs and everything, so that's awesome that people are like into it. You know, they, and they do want some yeah. sort of content uh, again, on Facebook time, and YouTube like, too. What Facebook and YouTube comments as well? Oh yeah, during the live well, show. which when they're not talking about Kellen. Oh my god! They're saying thank you for doing a show. Yes, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it's Kellen. Kellen's just a video game legend. Oh (laughs) jeez, Mad Skills champ. No, no, he's some sort of MX Simulator announcer slash. uh, What? Yeah, dude, it's a big deal. Like he's a big deal. I I didn't have any idea. Don't listen to him, DB. He's he's inflating it a little bit. Am I inflating? You know. He, he's, Kellen, not, you know he's not. He's not Right, right. You know about the Forza stuff, then? Obviously, I know like a little bit about other esports leagues, but I, I honestly don't dabble too much into the other stuff, to be honest with you. But uh, I was, yeah, I was there. Forza is like a car racing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I, I was talking with them last year about maybe doing some commentating for them, oh, and wow. uh, it fell through because, like, I guess the, I, I don't know the details, but something big happened pretty high up in the whole program kind of fell apart but um yeah e-, e-, e life's killing it right now i think they're doing just fine yeah they're gonna be happy I- i'm trying to get marks and kellen to get together and sim the supercar series like you know eli has a three-point lead seven rounds left the whole deal i need to sim that thing. oh my gosh that'd be good right that'd be good um so anyways daniel blair on the show brought to you by roostmx.net um absolutely uh love to have him on and um has anybody at all checked on stank dog <laughs> Uh, no. It's cold calm. He'll answer. Dude, he won two arena crosses this year. God, two dude. Of them. Somebody said you have dude, to get him on next I'm, show. 
Oh, I do. I was, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Got, dude, he got in shape. He was taking it. Oh, good, good. Thing. Uh, <laughs> he he was taking it uh, serious. He got in shape, and by the end, dude, he was winning mains, battling across the checkered flag, bro. Winning main events. Well, the last time you were in, we had him on, right? And dirt bike Mike. We was talking about dirt bike Mike. Yep, yep, man. Dude, remember, he said he was taking things serious, dude. He, yeah. he is, and then now the whole sport's gone right after. One hundred percent. He got in shape. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They folded it because they're like stank serious. We got to yeah, fold this they, thing. Yeah, they did. They did. They said, look, if pigs are flying and hell's frozen over and stank dogs taking racing serious, we've got to put a stop to the entire world economy. <laughs> What's going on with the world, right? Uh, exactly. Jack's online, too. He has, Jack has a solution to, to finish the series. What's up, Jack? You there? Yeah, we got a. Uh... I think we got to settle this a really manly way here. Okay. I say San Diego to New York, Dakar style. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a, like a cannonball run. 22 riders in each class. Have your two classes and just let them go. Kellen, <laughs> who you got? Who you got winning a race across America to determine? Just between Eli and no, Kenny? No, 22 guys, he said. AP. AP. Yeah, he'll offer. He'll come in. Ah, I like that stuff, pick. Yeah, it's a good pick, Daniel. Right, AP. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like he would be able to handle all the trains, especially he, when you get to the east. And he'll be laughing the whole time in his helmet. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When everyone else is super depressed that this somehow went through, he'll be smiling still and loving it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Good, yeah. Good, good job, good Jack. Pick. I like that. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's a Felix is on one. Felix, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? I'm just wondering your opinion on the Gas Gas team and the MXGP series. I mean, it's a KTM. Right? Yeah, I get that, but obviously it's a red KTM, man. It's special. <laughs> it's a red KTM. What? What's so special about it? And do you think it can run against the Red Bull KTM, though? Yeah. There's a... Yeah, there's a prank call. Has yeah, to be. Uh, I, I gotta go, Felix. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what about Rhino working with Koldenhoff though? Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't really know where that connection came right, from. Yeah, Maybe where, where just at donations when right. Koldenhoff's crushing everything. Rhino's like, I'm getting on this program or something, but I, I'm not really sure. Rhino always picks up the guys that are crushing it and be like, Look at that <laughs> technique. That's what I've been teaching. That's my technique. I've been teaching. Absolutely. Oh, it's funny. Uh, Daniel Blair on the line, RoostMX.net. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, Daniel. Um, what are you going to do, though? So what, what what's going on with you? Like, how, <laughs> how are you going to make money? What are you doing? What's going on during this Eagle downtime? Grit. Oh, man. Luckily, I have, like, 50 things going on at a time. So we'll be all right, I guess, as far as day-to-day -day activity. I mean, it definitely does shake things up a little bit. Obviously, when you're – when you're, I mean, I – consider my role to be similar i guess to some of the riders maybe that are paid on a per race you know i know that there's a lot of riders out there that might just have kind of an open blanket salary but some are per round and i'm on that program so obviously i'm yeah you know finances are definitely in limbo no question that's it's it's i mean when seven races that you're counting on are all of a sudden gone so that's yeah. there's that but as far as the day-to-day -day, um obviously i'm still part owner of eagle grit we are you know, plowing through the winter months into the spring. I don't know how that's going to affect us. We don't really know yet. I mean, at least from what I understand, at least in the last week and a half, it's been completely normal at the workplace. But you never know. That's downwind, I guess, from restaurants, bars, clubs. So maybe, I mean, maybe our customers are next. Um, and then just, I guess, in all honesty, try to find a way to survive 
financially, but at the same time, take a positive from it and get to be with my kids a little bit more. They're out of school, mandatory. Uh, my wife got laid off, too, from her job. It was only one night a week at my buddy's brewery, but still, yeah, we're kind of all trapped together, I guess you yeah. could say, and that's there's if you're trying to make a positive out of this that's one i'm i mean I'm, i've been with my kids the last week more than i've been all year no oh, there we go so i like i said on the day-to-day i think will be fine financially though that's yeah, it's gonna be a little mucky um until at least until answers are out you know yeah yeah i agree it uh it's gonna be weird man um what would you do as a racer obviously not when you race because you wouldn't stay in shape necessarily this would be great for you back in the <laughs> day would change. But, but 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 if you were actually like you know tomac or roxon what do you think they do i don't know because i i mean you're you're even hearing rumblings of the outdoors being affected by this so it's like do they prepare for that not knowing what's going to happen there um do they stay on supercross just in case i mean i would imagine that kenny and eli are just staying the course they're in a i mean if this th- if this thing switches back on there's a championship that they're going to have to fight it out, you know, regardless of how many events or how they do it. That, if this thing runs, it's not over for them. So I'd imagine that they're staying pretty super cross heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, Jacob Hayes is obviously at my house right now, and he's still riding super cross uh, every day that's dry. Um, just uh, maybe, maybe lightening up a little bit on the intensity, but I think they're all still putting in their laps. I know guys that I've talked to this week in Southern California are. They're dealing with weather there, so they're obviously riding out in the hills in Nuevo and all that. Yeah. They're all still grinding away. So, I, again, I'll bet you some of that, like, crazy race intensity has gone off, but I'll bet you they're still all doing the same routine. You know what I mean? Almost yeah. just like a maintain at least, you know, that, you know, don't overdo it, but don't underdo it either just in case. So I would imagine, I mean, what's – I mean, yeah, you have to stay ready, obviously, just in case. But at the same time, you you can't treat every day like you're no. prepping for the weekend. So I, I, again, uncharted territory. I don't I don't know. This is the weirdest thing ever. And I hopefully on the back end of this, we're all good. We can look back and it's like a case study. Yeah, you know, like how we got through something so weird. But How's I your- would imagine everybody's trying to stay as you know the same as they've been. You know, I keep the routine the same if they can. How's your toilet paper stock? <laughs> I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, uh, moderate amount of toilet paper, but we got these paper towels. They're softer than regular ones, okay. so that's kind of the backup. Uh huh. Um, Twelve rolls. Uh, yeah, I think we're looking good. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. How you looking? You good? You stocked no, up? No, I think we're kind of low. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, so what are you gonna do? I don't know, bro. Go to go to your house. <laughs> yeah. It'll be it'll be um, it'll be a brawl. You um, bring in the rockets to that. Did you? Uh, did you did you do any doomsday in it all? Did you go get water? Food no, or did, or you, not a thing. No? Not a thing. Mm. It's ridiculous. So so we nah, dude, no way. So check it out. Um, on Thursday, when I was going to the airport, before I went, we went to the grocery store, just the family all together, like our normal run. Got everything, no big deal. And then when I got turned around at, at the airport, I went straight back to Super Walmart. And let's just say the Blair House is stocked. None of y'all need to know where I live in case shit gets weird, but I can tell you right now, this family's eaten for a while. We're stocked. <laughs> We're good. Oh, boy. We're good. We're more than good. Hey, right. DB, I was wondering, yeah. is Vincent just going to lose his mind if your buddy Dylon wins a championship with only six rounds completed? Uh, I mean, he's. it's hard to lose your mind when it's already gone. You know, he's <laughs> he lost his mind a long time ago, so... 
Um, no, it'll just be another thing to drive him nuts and add it to the list of things that bother him. So, no, he's he's used to being upset, so it's fine. All right, get the lines are full here. It's not all uh, ideas about uh, racing, but let's get to these people a little bit. Man, you, maybe Daniel Blair can help us a little bit. Kyle, what's going on, man? Kyle. It's good to talk to you guys. Um, anyway, I, I messaged you, Steve, and also JT, and I know it's a ridiculous, impossible idea that will never happen, but I was messaging you because I was afraid of you losing content or not being able to keep us entertained. And I was very worried that we'd have six to nine months of Chick-fil-A talk. So anyway, I messaged you in regard to the holding Supercross at the test facilities in, in Temecula. I know it's totally no, it's, ridiculous. It, that's that's, that's, that's ridiculous and impossible and everything, yeah. I was thinking from a cartoon standpoint, it would just be entertaining, you know. I mean, they're not wide enough. They don't have the, the facilities. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that would go. I'm not really a fan of that. If, I, I'll tell you I'm, what, though. I'm I, not either. I, I, just think, I think it would right. be a good idea, though, uh, okay. to piggyback off of that one. I, You know, the Motosport guys also obviously kill it with what they do. Those are very well-edited uh, episodes. But, man, just some raw 10, 15-minute episodes from these teams at the test tracks with their guys on off the bike would be incredible. I don't know yeah. who – makes the decisions for these teams. But, man, if Honda popped out with a Roxton Brayton video from 15-minute long, roughly edited, you know, that just, just put it all together of them hanging out, riding, whatever, I bet everyone would yeah. love that. So I wish these teams, again, I, I know you're obviously going through their own things too, but, man, I would love if they were doing little things like that just to keep us all entertained in the meantime. And I'm sure the riders would be into it too, you know. So And listen, Kyle. I, tell Will Hahn. Yeah. Tell Will Hahn. Yeah, exactly. Listen, Kyle, I've told Wygant <laughs> if he needs that ferry interview, I got it. I can do it. I can reach out. I know I got his number. Not a problem. We'll I'll do, get Evan Ferry then too. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a week long expose with Tim Ferry. It'll be fantastic. Uh, if you want to call well, it's like so. for once in our lives, it's like there's a captive audience where everybody's definitely hunkering down. Yeah. They're not as social as they were. They're not going out. So it's like to provide content actually is probably more valuable now than it's ever been. Yeah. No, I would agree, man. Thanks for the call. Sure thing. Thank you, uh, Jake. What's going yeah. on, man? What's happening, Jake? What's going on, guys? This fucking um, this weekend, I actually went to my first strip club for the first time. And uh, about a year ago, you were going on and on about the mumble rap, just garbage music that's going on in there. Yes. And I couldn't help but like start thinking about that when when you were like getting a, when you were like getting a lap dance, you were thinking about my rant. Well, well, yeah, I was like. Oh. I'd already been banging this chick, and she's a stripper, so she invited me out, and I was like, all right, well, I've never really been. So I ended up going, but yeah. I'm just thinking the whole time, I'm like, this music, like, I would much rather watch you fucking shake your ass to poison or Dude, uh, like PC or action or something. Like, oh, come on. Listen, That's you're, right. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, bro. Bring in Def Leppard crew, Van Halen, good old stripper music, stuff that Fuck really, yeah, yeah dude. from Def Leppard. Dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I agree. It's ridiculous what's, hap- what's going on in these strip clubs of America right now. What about main event band at a strip club? Yes, absolutely. Main I'm event. in. Yeah. I'm super in. Yeah. Goth chicks, goth strippers, I'm super but then, in. But then, Jake, uh, someone was telling me that the strippers pick the music, and that's what they all listen to now. That's what they yeah. like. But it's all auto-tune rap. It's terrible. It's terrible. I know. I know. So, I'm like, I have ass shaking in my face, and I'm thinking about the shitty music. Like, th- this thank is you. horrible. Thank you. Yeah, dude, listen. 
Daniel, and you're with me, Daniel. You went to strip clubs with Halen and Def Leppard and everything else. You know, you can't beat a pour your sugar, pour some sugar on me and coming up to that. You just can't do it. And then, I'm 22. It's impossible. This is coming from a 22-year-old. Right. Yeah, you're 22, Jake. So, yeah, exactly. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for the call. You know what? And then on deck. What, what, what kind of bike you got? Yeah, I, I got an 18 Cali 250. All right, we're going to give you something for that because that's awesome that you believe in that, just like I do. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, what can we give you? Um, um what, shoot. Uh, my front tire is probably more chewed up than yours at the moment. Oh boy. Um. All right, we'll give you a tire. Yeah, we'll give you a Michelin Starcross Five tire. All right. Hell yeah! Thanks, guys. All right, stay on hold. We'll get your information. There we go. Randy Richardson. I don't even have an authorization to give a front tire away, but that guy's call was so awesome. <laughs> We're giving a front tire away. It's that easy. Randy. Randy will approve. He'll yeah, approve. Yeah, I would think so too. He's if anybody can approve of Van Halen and Def Leppard, it's Randy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, up, yeah, that's yeah. right up his alley. That's probably all that was playing at Day in the Dirt down <laughs> south this weekend. It was just ripping in the Winnebago. Probably. I got a call here. It says Mike for Daniel. Mike has an idea to finish the series, and I honestly, I'm just. I don't know if I can handle any more crazy ideas. So, just give him a chance. Okay, just here we chance. here we go. Mike, what's your idea to finish the series? I'm going to start off by saying it's not as bad as some of the other ones that I've heard. I've been on hold for like an hour and a half and I called back. Okay. Some of them have been ridiculous. I'll that, give you that. Dude, you should see the ones in my Instagram DM. One guy said have outdoors on a Saturday and Supercross on a Sunday. Like I yeah, can't hell yeah. I, I can't deal with that. I can't. So, anyways, uh, what's your idea? So, well, first off, I'd like to shout you out for letting CNN have TMZ on for a little while. That's kind of cool. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Daniel Blair's TMZ News all day long. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> And you're CNN. CNN so, you and know, it CNN out. had TMZ on. Okay, I, got I like it. that. No, Tom Baggett. <laughs> would, yeah, Tom Baggett calls me CNN all the time, so it's, it's great. So, um, so here's my idea. You take. Supercross right now, and you just pause the season. I know it's unorthodox and kind of not normal, but the situation we're in isn't either. Right. Um, so then you let these guys start prepping for outdoors, run their outdoor series, see if MX Sports will work with us a little bit. And uh, I am on board with you canceling those nations this year. Like, I do think that that mm -hmm. will probably need to happen to yep. make things work for everybody else. So you see if MX Sports can kind of squeeze some of those races together to finish up their series a little bit earlier, and then you continue 2020 Supercross season, try to get that done before, you know, so after the Nationals or whatever, then you would continue 2020 Supercross, try to get it done in somewhat of a timely manner. You have seven races, so, you know, try to work them in as fast as you can to then give these guys a little bit, of an off season, but they're taking half of their off season now, kind of. And then you move Monster Cup up to January. Monster Cup would be the new A one for the year. Um, uh, yeah. What do you think, Daniel? I'd I like I liked a lot of that, except for I I I mean I'm just obviously I'm thinking about this while you're saying it. I like all of it, except for I would keep Monster Cup where it is and make that the final with yeah. your with your idea. Yeah, yeah. I think I would that's too. Actually, yeah, yeah it's not, yep, not a bad idea. Better. So right. the final race would be uh, yeah. worth a million bucks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, and combine them, combine it, final round and the monster million, all that. You do Eli would have a wow. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of cool. A lot of money that. You night know what, Mike? You're right. It, you're, Mike, it's not the terrible. That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. So yeah, you're right. Right, right. Uh, some some of them you guys have had on tonight. So I was like, oh. dude, how have you not picked me instead of these guys yet? I was like, right. come on, Steve. <laughs> right. All right, no problem. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in.
Yep, mate. Thank you. Oh, speaking of, Randy Richardson, what's up, buddy? How are you? I, I, did I, I don't have authorization hey, to give away wait, a wait, front wait, tire, wait, wait, but, wait. Uh, you know, I hope I was okay. Well, you, you're okay to do that, but it's completely stupid to give the guy – you gave him a front tire. He just asked for a front tire. That's what he asked I, for. I know that. That's, that's when you know that you have the authorization to give him a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Oh, you know Randy. That, oh. Now, look, you know that if you give him a front tire, that's not enough to get into <laughs> a Pulp MX yes, it uh, is. Starcross 5 ride. No, yes, it is. It, it no, absolutely is. It is not. Um, nope. Daniel, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad, Daniel, that you, you know you said, Daniel, that Randy would be on board with that. So you're absolutely right. I knew he would. I know Randy well enough to know he's stoked. He, did, he just, you didn't go big enough, though. Oh, Randy, <laughs> yeah. I don't want that guy. His front, his front tire then would be sticking to the track like glue, and the rear is just bouncing around all over the yeah, place. Give him a set of tires. Can't do so, that. All right, Michelin Star Cross front Five, end, front end stick, rear end kick. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, good show tonight. Yeah, it's been good. good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, outside yeah. of Kellen Army calling in and you know oh, talking about guys who yeah. got booted from a from a video well, game I'll league or something. I've, I've got Kellen covered. Anytime he wants to do some stand up uh, enduro racer, the game from the eighties. Oh from yeah, there we go. Like yeah. the video game. Right, I'm right. covered on that one. I like that. Uh, Randy, bummer about the day in the dirt down there. The, the authorities came and shut you guys down. Shut it down. They, they, uh, and they came right in the middle of a pretty intense uh, beer pong tournament, which, uh, which, you know, maybe wasn't the healthiest thing for people to be doing. I was, I was, uh, I wasn't participating. I was just standing by and cheering others on. But mm-hmm. yeah, they came in and and had a little conversation with, uh, I think Randy is the gentleman's name that runs Dade City Motocross and yeah, Randy some of the promoters and yeah. yeah, some of the others and. Uh, and man, um, it was a bummer because that that had such a cool vibe to it. I've always always wanted to go to the one on the West Coast, um, but it's you know day after Thanksgiving. That's family time for me at home, and right. so I was super super excited to be a part. We did get to ride. You know, everyone got to ride their practice sessions on uh, Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, a real cool GP layout with some grass track. We were out on the highway, not not a highway, what? but yeah, like a yeah out on the road, yeah, paved road. <laughs> Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Pastrana so, probably uh, loved, Pastrana loved it, I'm sure. He did. Yeah, he did. He he uh he you know, he was wanting to ride the high revving 77. So of course I told him if you saw his post, I told him he had to have a mustache to ride that. You can't oh, hide yeah, that with yeah. a full yeah, beard. So, that's understandable. So, right. So he did that and and rode it was so funny. He came back and he goes, "Man, this shifter is made for a kid." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we did, yeah, but it's not a factory shifter. You don't get the extended shifter like you had at Suzuki." So yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was overwhelmed on the on the little bitty bike, and then I went and ripped around. We had some fun, and uh, yeah, a big time was planned for the next couple of days, and and it was uh, again not the promoters. It was the I guess state and yeah. local authorities, whoever sent the. State uh, I heard in, I heard Daniel Blair made a call down to Dade City authorities. He wasn't happy. I well, I was wondering if maybe Beckett Ferry. Had it canceled? <laughs> Worried that someone was going to. That many people there, everyone's going to eat all the hamburgers. Yeah, good point. All the cheeseburgers, <laughs> all the cheeseburgers would be gone. Yeah. yeah, and then when he gets back from Texas, all the cheeseburgers are gone. He is not happy. No, right? so maybe that's maybe that's what it was. That is an but excellent point, he, Randy. Yeah, yeah, eh, could have been, could have been. But it's going to be that man. It's going to be fun, fun uh, next year. Looking forward to that. And yeah, uh, for me, it was a big doubleheader of the Daytona Vintage Supercross, and then uh, yeah. And then that one's good. Now, so. okay, so you beat Jeff Stanton at the vintage Supercross thing. Daniel, did you hang out there? I don't know if you went there or not, Daniel. No, I didn't, but I oh. saw that, Randy. 
So you beat no. Jeff Stanton, which is awesome. But I want to know, well, did you beat him when his shock was on his bike? Okay. <laughs> I whole shot I whole shot Jeff Stanton and it was a five lap race. I was in front of him, still in front of him on lap three when his bike broke. Oh, so okay. I okay. Do, I, I don't call it that. You know, I don't know about Tomac. You know, the season doesn't go <laughs> right. on if he has an asterisk. I definitely have an asterisk uh, for my Daytona win. Right, so, right. Uh, well, yeah, and 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 the funny thing was, uh, we were laughing about it later, and and there was a couple spots where I'm like. Frickin' Jeff Stanton is behind. I'm in front of Jeff Stanton. Right. And uh, and I ran it off into one corner that had a lot of braking bumps. And uh, the four inches of travel on the rear of my bike really wasn't quite enough to absorb all that. <laughs> and uh, so the back end kicked up so high, I told him, we were laughing about it afterwards, I told him that's probably what broke his shock. <laughs> yeah. how hard I hit the <laughs> yeah, braking Yeah, bumps. exactly, right? Yeah, uh, no, that's cool. Then, yeah. I was, no, it was super, super, super cool. Todd DeHoop was... Uh, he was he, he honestly was the star of the show. He had uh, he said that he had cut weight to get into uh, some of David Bailey's actual yeah. like, uh, you know riding gear. He w- his kit was just on point for sure with the open face helmet and everything, and and he was fast all weekend for sure. So yeah. it, was, it was a blast. That does um, that does uh, sound fun, uh, Daniel. I think you should line up next year, Daniel. There, we'll, we'll get you a bike. Yeah, well, baby steps. We'll start with futures this year at Salt Lake, and then we'll work that in next year for sure. Yeah. And little Diggins going to wax you, by the way. Oh. You, do you really? Do you really think that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Those you think in a one lap yeah. race, I can't be a kid on an eighty five in one lap sprint? Nah, I'm going to go with no. Steve? <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> unless the the only way, in, unless you're talking about the Salt Lake City round, the the answer is no. What do you mean? And well, Salt Lake City, the elevation. I heard you talking about the elevation and all this. Yeah, stuff that's the that. one. Oh, it's Salt Lake. Okay, all right. Well, maybe there. Salt Lake yeah. Futures. Cause, cause, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's Salt Lake Futures and Futures in past tense, uh, maybe maybe you've got him covered there. Because I had a I had a four cylinder rental car there one time, and I didn't think I was going to make it all the way up there to the stadium from the airport. <laughs> so that, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, but, but I got I got a lot of time off from now till then. You, I mean, it's the training starts tomorrow. No, I so. thought it already started. I thought it already started. No, I was th- that was planned to get started. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, that's, no, that's in in. I'll tell you this in in this. Uh, uh, I don't know whatever it's a pandemic epidemic whatever we're in right now. I'll agree with you, Daniel. Your your approach is right with the average American's day to start training or start eating right or start getting healthy is tomorrow. That's the best. That's the best day to do it, right? For sure. Hey, here's a funny part too. The guys at Polar, they even sent me a watch heart rate monitor deal. Like I'm. This is this is for real, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I I have a supportive group behind me, Law Tigers. Yeah. Law Tigers, Polar, many others that yeah. are supporting me. So, I, uh, Randy, I'll remember what you said after Salt Lake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, rem- I'll remind you. I'll remind you <laughs> how and, it went. And 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 my uh, my heart rate monitor uh, was a was a different brand. So, but but at the uh, I looked at the uh, the moto that that Stanton was right on me for those three laps. And what was your heart rate? I go uh, max. <laughs> my max heart rate one ninety. Oh jeez! I'm, like I'm like a I'm like a Christian Craig out there or something. Yeah, six times just I, all over you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I did not have. I don't have that in me. My 53 year old body can't do that, but it did. So, uh, needless to say, it was exciting. Uh, but, well, hey Randy, anyway. thanks for calling in. Appreciate. It. I know hey. you would support Van Halen and Def Leppard and everything else. 
that Jake said he wanted to hear. And I don't care. Yeah, to me, that's great music, whether it's in, in the environment you guys were talking about or at a family reunion. Right. I love it. Right. Or, say, at somebody's 50th birthday party when there's a tribute band. Oh, yeah. And they're the Van Halen Nation. They're the best. They're, Van Halen Nation is better today than Van Halen ever was with... All right, we got to go. Thanks, everybody, for calling. Thank you for calling. Sammy. All right, thank you. Thanks, Randy. All right, you're breaking up, Randy. Randy Richardson, everybody. Bring down Sammy Hagar. (laughs) You were walking right into that, man. I was. I was. Uh, Well, Daniel, um, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know when I'll see you next. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know either, man. Oh, I just, like and, I said, I, yeah. And by the way, Indianapolis Supercross that's now canceled, that was going to be my return to the Race Day Live set. It was. Oh, no. You're welcome. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was going to be my mm-hmm. moment of glory, Race Day Live with Uncle Jim and Daniel. Oh, yep. And canceled. That's why the, that's why they canceled. <laughs> and that's it. Somewhere in China, a bat got wind of this. And yeah. So they're going to shut this down. Yeah. The governor, the governor of Indiana heard and said, nope. Yeah, we're, Sorry, d- we're done. Yeah, unbelievable. So, <laughs> RoostMX.net bringing you Daniel Blair from Main Event Moto, among other things, NBC Sports reporter as well. So, uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks, bro. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you later. That's Daniel Blair, everybody. Pro Filter. Do you know there's a real option not to clean a fil- air filter ever again, Kellen? I do now. Did you not? Know, did you not know the, that? Did you try to imagine the alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean an air filter? I'm blown away. If you had a pro, you haven't heard of Pro Filter. Maybe you've been roosted too many times. Profilter.com. Uh, side by sides, dirt bikes, street bikes, sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. The best part is Pulp 20 code at checkout saves you money. I just put a new Pro Filter in my Blue Crew before I've I went riding. Definitely been roosted way too many times. Yeah, you have been. So Kellen Brower in studio here. Um, Race Tech rant, real quickly before we bring Tony Baluti in here. My own Race Tech rant. Pulp 20 is the code to save. I'm not kidding you, and I'm not kidding you. I Sometimes I exaggerate on the show. I, I know. Yeah, sometimes I do. <laughs> I am not kidding you. Within an hour of the Indy Supercross getting canceled, I got multiple DMs about a refund on Supercross Gold oh Pass. My, uh, I am please. not kidding you. I, one race had been canceled, and I had DMs saying, what about a refund for my Supercross? You're fucking kidding me. No, we're not. Like, out of all the things you think about, you what, what's the Supercross Gold Pass for a year? What is it? Do you know? Well, I, I, I think the whole package is like 80 bucks for outdoors and indoors or something like that. Say 40 each. I don't know. Right. R- it's rough, it's whatever. 49.99 probably. You're like worried about your $49 for one race because these people didn't know anything else about other races. They didn't know anything yet. Uh, yeah. They just wanted to know if I knew if NBC was going to refund their money for Indianapolis. Maybe they wanted that like like three ninety nine pro rated four dollar. They amount. needed cheap smokes. They they had to get them as soon as possible. I don't know, man. That blows me away too. I couldn't believe how many people I saw that were like, Are "We getting our refunds? We want our refunds." And I'm like, "For what?" We, we like, just had a canceled race for the first time in history. Yeah. We got this virus going on. Everything's fucking happening, and you're hitting me up an hour or two after Indy, worrying about your Supercross Gold Pass refund. Is it more ridiculous to go out and buy? Eight packs of toilet paper or complain about the gold pass right now? That's a fucking great question. <laughs> what do you think? I got I got nothing. They're both ridiculous. Talon? 
I say the gold pass. Yeah, because the toilet paper you'll use. You will use that toilet eventually, paper eventually yeah. that you're stocking up on. But you'll eventually use the gold pass. We're going to go racing again at some point, right? So Unless Armageddon more, is here. Yeah, I don't know. So. I, I just... I'm not kidding you. I'll show you the time in, de- like, a couple hours. And I got multiple DMs asking me about the, the fucking Supercross Gold Pass. <laughs> yeah. Like, A, why would I know? Right? B, why would NBC know? C, who the fuck cares? <laughs> who cares? No, I don't, I don't why know. would you hit me up? What do you think? I got a direct line to NBC that, Mathis, I want you to know, Fell just called us. They canceled Indy, but here's what we're going to do for the Supercross Gold Pass. <laughs> Pass this on. And maybe you were going to be on uh, Race Day Live, so maybe you had the connections. Maybe they read into it a little bit. <sighs> What's my race deck rant? And it's ridiculous. Goose Fraba. Uh, yeah. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities in the industry. It is the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free. Job this week, uh, multiple jobs. Customer service reps at WPS up there in Boise. So great company, great guys. They're part of the Firepower Parts and Fly Racing, of course, and uh, other companies. They're looking for customer service reps up in Boise. This is a full-time job. Kellen, do you have a passion for power sports, motorcycles, ATVs, and snowmobiles, and all the gear that goes with it? Absolutely. Well, they're looking. WPS is looking for an outgoing, service-oriented individual to join the customer service team of power sports enthusiasts. So it's a full-time job. You're up in Boise. Uh, and also, uh, Idaho's really nice up there. People are flocking up there in Boise. So uh, if you want to got to live somewhere, Boise is not a, such a bad idea. So uh, thanks for uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. All right. Let's put your headset on here, buddy. Let's do this. Berlute. He is back, folks. He comes back to the studio. He's uh, the prodigal son yeah. returns to the studio. Tony Berluti, what's up, Berlute? Steve, how you doing, buddy? Do you know Kellen at all? Kellen's from Racer X, so I don't. I'm, I'm I don't the new know guy Kellen. there. Yeah. I I know the name. Yeah, he's uh, he's based out of SoCal, and oh, awesome. uh, he's my boss. So yeah, oh, no, <laughs> and he's a video game god. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he looks pretty young. I bet yeah. he is. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Thanks, Steve. I'm happy to be back. Uh, we had you in. I don't know, a couple months ago. I think you came in for a little oh, bit. Oh, don't but... don't no. It's been way more longer than, than that. Oh Marks? man, longer than that. Yeah. Probably way longer than that. Eight months ago, maybe. No, he was, no, no. He no, was no. supposed you, to come in a couple months ago, and he couldn't. Something came up, and he couldn't. What? I feel like he was sitting. <laughs> he was sat right there, and like, not oh that yeah. Long ago. I uh, probably had to do a show that night that you asked me to come in. I think that was. Why. Um, I don't remember that. So, okay. First of all, we all know why we lost you. Okay, we lost you because of the Cirque du Soleil show right. on the Strip at, uh-huh. at Luxor. Sure. Uh, and that's where you've been. You were the mechanic for the freestyle guys working on Altas. You told us that whole story, everything else. We talked about that. Show's done. It's over. Like, T- never mind. Today the, was ne- my last day. Never mind the virus. They just folded the show. Yeah, they folded the show. And then this thing came about. It was kind of like a weird timing for them. But <clears throat> yeah, just weren't selling tickets, I guess. The amount of time that you were prepping for this show at Sir called Run, was insane to give it, what, they give it four months? That's about it. I mean, everybody's like saying, what the hell did you even do? Why, why'd you even, yeah. How do you feel about it? How do you, how do you feel about um, it? I have a, it just has a weird feeling to me, the whole deal. It's like somebody, you know, <clears throat> made it to fail or something like that. It, it, cause it, I don't believe they gave it a fair try, you know, and that's what everybody says in the industry. Cause I don't really know that industry, as you know, I, this is what I've done my whole life, but, um, the whole entertainment you know, theater yeah. industry, I, I don't know anything about, and <clears throat> it just has a weird feel. I didn't like it. 
the money that they wasted to give this thing a f- sixty-two million. Really? Oh my god! That's sixty-two the million that you've heard, oh yeah, god. that they spent yep. on this show mm-hmm. to give it four months. Yep. Five months and be like out. Out. Yep. Holy crap! Was it a bad show, Berlin? What'd you think? You know. I'm bummed because I wanted you guys to go, and yes. it didn't work out because they had a, it was dark or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. um, <clears throat> I actually liked it. I've seen every show now. I saw the other uh, one of the, I think, MJ1 the other night, and I thought it was an awesome show. Yep. But this show isn't like that. That's not like, yeah. um, you, know, <clears throat> in, uh, you know, like doing flips and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yep. Uh, this is more like a story with you know a motorcycle gang type thing and um i think it was good and most people that i saw or that i know that saw it yep. loved it you know yeah. they thought it was a great show um i think they maybe marketed it wrong because you know they you know cirque du soleil and most people there were went to it then all of a sudden they're they saw thinking it. they're gonna see yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. acrobats right and, right you know f- people flying around on trapeze and whatnot you know right and um it didn't end up that way when they go to it, and then they they do a bad a bad uh, review. Report. Yeah, mm. review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it kind of screwed a lot of it up. <laughs> and then this happened, so yeah. it's kind of a weird deal. So they're all closed. You know that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then MGM's yeah. closed, right? They're closed properties. MGM's closed. Wins closed. Uh, completely. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Casinos wow. done. Oh no shit. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. This is nuts. I don't um, even want it. I think it's crazy. I think I know what side Berlut stands on this. <laughs> are you one of those guys like, like, what's going on, everybody? Why are you canceling everything? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it does seem extreme. I'll give you that. But we're in we're in a different time, for sure, nowadays, right? Like, from what we used to be years ago. I just think it's it's crazy to think that, you know, they're closing these buildings, they're closing restaurants and everything else in certain certain cities. I think New York said restaurants are closed. Yeah. Like I saw that today. That's it. Yeah. So, well, I, the only thing that's weird to me is, okay, like in New York or, well, in Indy this week or whatever, yeah, it was yeah. the, a guy mandated a 250 people yeah. in a area in a, in a, at yeah, one time yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Why 250? Why, I mean, yeah. I understand the more, yes. the more possibilities of you yeah, know, yeah. somebody con, you know, contracting, or c- contracting the dis- disease or whatever it is, but, um. I don't know the number two fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You, yeah, you know, know what I mean? I thought I mean, that was more of like a like clubs or restaurants. Like usually maximum capacity, you don't get more than a few hundred people. So they're trying to accommodate for that. I would assume. Yeah. Okay. So saying like, hey, let's not close restaurants. Restaurants have a yeah. two hundred fifty. Yeah. Right. right. I, I don't know. Yeah, that could be. Um, it's crazy shit though, man. The series is suspended right now. Yeah, like, the world sucks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, no sports, nothing, you know? Dude, trust me. They took my hockey away. No, shit, right? Dude, they took my hockey away. God, they're doing good, too. Well, you're uh, not... You're no, not. I don't How know. was your team doing? We were in the playoffs. We yeah. were fine. Um, so, how'd they tell you that they were done? Like, they just said, hey, everybody, like, we're folding up? Well, it was weird for me, because um, I, I clocked out at 9, nine and then the, the show had about a half hour to go, so I missed the meeting right oh, after. Right after so the show. it was eight days... It was eight days before they totally shut it down. Yeah. So I guess they called everybody up on stage and said, uh, you know what? We're shutting the show down. We're going to do eight more shows, and you guys are going to have to pack your bags. And Wow. We had two uh, the English guys today because of this travel yeah. restriction and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they were planning on leaving at the end of the month, but they had to somehow 
gather their belongings, their dogs and all this shit and, yeah. you know, put everything together and haul ass and they left this morning to get over, you know, or, yeah, else, yeah. or else they'd probably been stuck over here. Right, right. Oh, boy. Yeah, crazy shit. Um, so they, how long did you develop the show for, the rehearsals and developing the show? Well, I feel it like started it's been a long time. In, yeah, it was. It started in Montreal probably around May, I want to think. And they opened in November? October? October. Yeah, so May, June, July, August, September. Yeah. So more months of prep than actual showtime <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Damn. the people that were developing the show had been de- developing it for two years yeah. prior to this. Yeah, even. yeah. Yeah. So what happened to the Altus? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a bad, bad story. I don't uh- know. <laughs> <laughs> no, somehow this one guy that w- that wrote him in in the show, uh-huh. um, he was somewhat somehow must have been up somebody's ass or whatever. He came in yesterday and took everything, oh, no. everything, parts, <laughs> everything, every Alta, every bike, every trials bike. He took it all loaded up in this truck. They they gave it to him or something. All the stuff <laughs> because go. he had a business and he he they didn't want um you know they needed. They didn't want to pay him off or something? Well, or, yeah. it was a business, so if something happens, you know, to the bikes or yeah. somebody gets hurt or something, yeah. Yeah. then it, it's his business. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he supposedly gave him a little bit of money for them all, but he took everything, <laughs> parts and all, and I'm just watching this all unfold, and, and I'm just like, what is, yeah. <laughs> It sucked. I was bummed. Oh, man. Um, I think it was worse than when my wife left me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back to working on parks? Yeah. I mean, that's it. You're open for business again. Yeah. I, you know, Steve, I, was re- I wasn't going to stay the whole time. Yeah, I, think yeah, you I know. You that. told me you that. Know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wanted to get it up and ro- running, and the, the shop was in order. The bikes were in order, and I was pretty happy with how things were going, and then this just kept kind of happened early, you know? The best part of this is we can ride again at Western. Oh. I, and I've heard it's part. been great, huh? Chasing the sun is back. Chasing the sun. Me and the Silver Fox going <laughs> at it. Yes. I don't know if I'm going to go at it with you. I got some. I've, it, you're you're going to be a little rusty, and yeah. I will take full advantage of this. Ha, have you been out there lately? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard. I was out on Sunday, and then I was were. out on the Wednesday before that, and then I was out. Sunday. Yeah. Was it windy? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. No problem for me. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, I've heard great things about it. Has it been really good? The Silver Fox can ride again. (laughs) Dust off that RMZ, Michael Byrne edition, and bring it on out. I got to. I got to. Uh, Foot Nick is going to be so happy, (laughs) and Aaron and everybody. They're going to be so happy. We need to get them up. They ain't got yeah, nothing to that's do. That's a good point. They're not doing nothing. No, I'll call them. Yeah, yeah, do that. Let's go. He's got go. his two-stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Western private ride day. Awesome. Shut uh, it up, Steve. Jason's been grooming it and watering it, so we've been going out there just like we, you and I used to. And oh, way better. Wow. Tra- they're both way better tracks. Really? Yeah. I'm anxious. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> last time we rode with Berlute, I'm not kidding. I've told this story before, but the last time I rode with Berlute, he rides until he runs out of gas. Like, I'm just like, what a fucking animal. I know. He's just pushing his bike, and I'm like, what happened? He's like, I ran out of gas. <laughs> He's a manimal. Dude, He's just, getting it just riding and riding. Like, just, like, what are you doing, Berlu? Just a fucking, that's what I got to deal with out there. Yeah, He's you know what's like funny? I, yeah. I, in my whole life, even when I raced when I was young, I couldn't do, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But yeah. now I just have fun, and, and, and you don't really get as tired or something. I mean, I've obviously not hanging it out like yeah. I did when I was a kid, but yeah. Yeah, that was a weird deal. I just felt good and kept feeling good. Yeah. My arms weren't pumped. I wasn't, you know, going down the straights with my arms flying off yeah, the bike. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. 
just kept going. But God. I don't know if that was the last time because the last I time you was. were almost putting the screws to me. You were going really good. Oh, I thought that was the last time. Was that maybe, it? Maybe. Maybe but, it was. Well, why do you see my speed now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's unbelievable. A couple seconds a lap faster or more? Listen, I, I, okay. I didn't have a good day on Sunday. I wasn't feeling that good. I went out late with Pookie, so we had a few drinks and everything, you know. Uh, like, so I wasn't on my game, and I uh, didn't. So I wasn't on my game, but generally speaking, I'm pretty much unbeatable there. Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Pretty much. I All mean, right. yeah. So you got me psyched. Out. Yeah, we got to do this. All right. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, we got a lot of calls on the line from from listeners. Uh, let's go to Joe first. I want to talk about the GNCC. Joe, what's up, man? So, Joe, you there? All right. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Hey, so. What happened to this GCC? I didn't. Was a last corner pass or something? Uh, yeah. Callan D. Link niggers. Uh, all right. Okay. See you, see you later, Joe. Um, Dark Side. What's up, Berluti is back. He Dark is Side. Back. What's happening? <laughs> what is up, man? It's so great to hear your voice on the show finally. Oh, that's cool. Thank Dude, you very much. He is back. Sounds He's going to come back in more often. <laughs> We're going to go riding. It is. It is great. I uh, can't wait to hear the stories of you guys battling it out, elbow to elbow, at Western. I might have to do a private deal on my own somewhere just to get <laughs> get a little bit warmed up. Steve's got me psyched out a bit. I, I mean, yeah. I had him so, so, so covered. And then the last time we rode, he rode. I was surprised. He's definitely stepped up. And now if he yeah. keeps talking just, like he's talking, I better go do some training. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, you just you got to add the starts in. You, you got him if you, if you add the starts. Whatever. Listen, yeah. Dark Side. <laughs> Thanks, Dark Side. You hey, got me. Kellen, are you on the wrap-up show this week? This week, yeah. Who, who else is on the wrap-up show? Uh, Chris Reisenberg from uh, or, yeah Reisenberg from Race Tech. All right. You did a good job last week on the show. It was better. We're getting there. Whoa, whoa, say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Has the coronavirus gotten to you? <laughs> Listen, you took some advice from me. You didn't fanboy anybody, and you did a good job. And, of course, Chris Betts brought everything up. He was amazing. I think it was me that brought it up, not Chris. No, it wasn't, wasn't you. It was Chris Betts. Yeah. Yeah, Betts, Betts was fantastic, but he, he didn't have uh, – he's just like, I don't have any topics. Whatever, you know, I don't have a top five. Just whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. And yeah, yeah. He, he, played the, he played the game. He was uh, good. Talon, was, Talon, you were good too, but, you know, Betts – I was decent. Betts was, Betts was Betts, good. Betts is a star of, of Pulp Max right now. Oh, he, yeah. He's just crushing it. But listen, Dark Side, you – it's not I'm not happy with you. Oh God! What now? I am not happy with you at all, Kellen. You know why? I told you. I know you. why. Yep. So, for our listeners who want to know, we do a, a weekly show or a weekly thing every time Tits Legendary is in studio, where it's Tits versus Tits. Dark side. What did you do last 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 week? To tits versus Tits. What did you do? Oh, what did you how do? Did Pookie. I tried to help him. You texted Pookie the the answers to the questions, Dark Side, on tits versus tits. Yeah, hey, fuck off. That's, <laughs> that's that's not cool. First of all, Dark Side, it's thirty seconds on the clock. So even if she had her phone on her on her, which she didn't, if she looked at her phone and then wrote an answer, do you not think any of us in studio would know what's going on? Probably. I mean, wouldn't you be like, hey, Pookie, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, she looks at her phone and writes an answer. Like, we would all see what she's doing, Dark Side. Yeah. You sound yeah. Like, you no sound comment. Very, very well explained. 
why why would you ruin the sanctity of that game by trying to help her out? Uh, it crushes me when she's so hurt at the end. Don't worry about her. She's hurt every day when she realizes she's married to me. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Oh, like, shit, Steve. And, and I can't believe that you didn't think she would tell me. I mean, we're husband and wife. We, you know, she know, we know each other everything. We tell each other everything. I'm not surprised at all that she told you. Marks. It's despicable, right? This is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. What, what do we do about this? Ooh. I feel like there needs to be a penalty of some sort. There needs to be a punishment. There needs to be a punishment for this dark side. I hope you understand it's for the best. Sure. <laughs> he doesn't He's have rattled. an explanation. He's rattled. He's so rattled. Do we take the wrap-up show away? I mean, that kind of hurts you, though. That would hurt us. We have Michelin. We have Guts. We have some great sponsors on there. You know, I don't want to cut into dark sides, you know, uh, weekly, monthly pay, I should say. But this is unacceptable, dark side. You can't do that. Yeah, I, I understand. I'm, I'm, and if, I accept whatever you whatever you lay down. Tits would also be. I mean, if the tits was here, he'd be upset. Oh, he, we're going <laughs> to hear about this. We're going to hear about this for sure. We are going to hear about yeah. this. She yeah, didn't. I'm she, probably she, most in trouble from him. She didn't have her phone on her, which you know was. She's not going to bring it down here, and then she's not going to look at. It. It's not going to work anyways. Even if you, this grand scheme of yours, <laughs> it wasn't going to work. We would have looked at. I'm looking across from her. I, I would have been like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Plus, there's a little bit of a live delay, so she wouldn't have had the answers yeah. in time anyway. That's a good point, too. It's like a 30-second delay, yeah. yeah. Like, come on, dark side. <laughs> so when you looked at Pookie's phone, was it literally just like answer, 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 answer? Like no, no, I didn't, I didn't look at it. Pookie said dark side was texting me the answers. I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> okay. She's like, yeah, I don't know why he would do that. Yeah. Rattled. He's completely <laughs> rattled. rattled. <laughs> just, I got nothing, He's man. got, got nothing. nothing. He's got no no explanation for this right wow. now. Uh, yeah. What should your punishment no. be, Darkseid? Yeah, you tell Don't us. Don't ask me, man. I, I got nothing. I'm just... Well, you're apparently like the guy with the answers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, Tits is going to be... Uh, yeah, I'm more worried about tits than anything. I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of that. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I really don't care. He does care, <laughs> but yeah, what <laughs> yeah, he does. Will. What he does. <sighs> dark, dark side. It's like uh, just, I'm just I'm disappointed. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Understandably. It's like it's like mom and dad just had a fight and we're all sitting at the table trying to eat still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't know. Berludi, what should his punishment be? I don't know. Um, I don't know what show you guys are talking about. I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm behind the time. Okay, what, what's we, your wrap up? Should show we you put, talking about? Should we put cement shoes on him and throw him off a bridge? Uh, <laughs> that might be a little extreme. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Extreme, right. okay yeah. I'm just throwing. Out, I'm okay, just spitballing here. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Pay for damages to Bradshaw's bike? Did he already do I that? I think that's though? all done. Yeah, oh, I think, think Darkseid had to. Yeah, I think that's all done. Um, maybe uh, maybe some kind of a prank or something. Should we do He's a Twitter gotta... poll? Should we do a Twitter poll? Oh, God. Twitter is the worst. Get some, <laughs> get, get some suggestions or yeah, what? Yeah, suggestions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going right. to do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Tweet it out, Talon. What should Darkseid's punishment be? All right, I'm on it. For, for, for sending Pookie the answers. And I feel we will, like we will let the public... Sort this I'm so out. regretful right now. I feel like when I was a little kid and I got in trouble, and I, I'm just going, why did I do that? 
<laughs> you should. It's unbelievable. I, yeah. 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 Right, well. Dark side. Did you think that at all this is going to come back to you when you were doing that? Uh, it, it, no. <laughs> it just went for it. And you, hey, and don't yeah. be, and don't send Pookie an angry text. No, no, of course not. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, of course not. Don't be like, hey, what a bitch. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, just something less than that. Let's say, but. No, never. All right. Well. Thanks, Dark Side. <sighs> Yep. Yeah, thanks, guys. Can't awesome show. Thank you. See you, buddy. All right. Let the Twitter poll run or the suggestions or whatever. Let's do something. That was rough. Yeah, he feels bad. He he. It's unacceptable. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with it's you. It's not cool. I'm I'm 100 percent right. with you. That was rough. rough. That was rough. It's not cool. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, he's got to pay the ultimate price now, isn't he? Uh, Tyler, what's going on? You want to talk about some privateers? I, uh, I just had a question. Do you guys think um, – well, it's more about um, the track guys and fly guys on the field. Uh, do you think that Feld Entertainment should be paying them back from uh, the season the, the season being extended and all the times they don't get to be out on the track during their jobs? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you mean like the flagmen and dig dugs and stuff? Yeah. Track crew? Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know how those – I don't know if those guys are employees, if they're contracted. I think I the dig dugs are. I'm not sure about yeah. all the flag crew. Or even the guys that haul in the tough blocks, you know, and those type of guys. Yeah. Like, like what are, are those dig dugs yeah. or are those a separate crew? I think crew? that's part of dirt work sometimes, though. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I, I don't know, man. They got a lot of uh, – questions that felled on what to do and when they're going to do it and, and maybe they have insurance even like i don't know maybe they have insurance on some of the stuff that will reimburse them for some canceled events it's possible some of the, the smaller teams you think some of the smaller teams will be reimbursed oh hell no compensated? no oh no. hell no yeah no. i'm thinking more just possibly the track guys and the guys moving the tough blocks and yeah. stuff Maybe, um, I mean, there's no Disney on ice. There's nothing going on for the folks at Feld. So I don't know, man. It's nothing. A, listen, it's a rough deal for them. It's a rough deal for dealerships and everything. And But, again, you know, the best thing you can do to probably stay safe is go ride your dirt bike by yourself. Yeah. You know, we got a helmet yeah. on and go go spin some laps. So Yeah. Go off in the middle of nowhere away from everybody and spend some time with your bike. There you go. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Lorenzo, I don't know what I'm going to do about the privateer challenge. We've got to figure that out whenever we determine where the series is, you know? Yeah. I, I'm just kind of mad because through all the bullshit we haven't talked about yet, and this is what matters the most right now. Wow. I thought we about, did talk about We did talk about bit. it. Yeah, yeah. we did. Uh, I don't think it matters the most, but, yeah, we need to figure it out. If not, Joan Cross is your winner if they cancel the series, you know? That'll be it. We'll just award them. I mean, I'm not keeping the money. I'm going to give it to somebody, some privateers. What about what about moving into outdoors? Is that possible? Nah, I don't want to do that. Consolation? Yeah. Privateer no, challenge? I don't know anything. I don't know how to do it that way. We thought about it, but no, nah, I don't think so. So Mark has, has enough time. I can do it. Yeah, Mark, figure it out. All right, sounds good. Oh, Thanks, Lorenzo. Somebody else is Thank managing you. your calendar yeah, for me. Yeah, somebody <laughs> is figuring out your, your, your time. Uh, Garner, what's up? You want to talk about tough blocks? Yeah, man. What's going on, Steve? What up? Thanks for taking my call. Um yeah, so like this is kind of on the lines about uh, the the Mathis nets. Uh, that was a good idea. Hopefully, something will come out of this. Um, so we saw AC go down last year because of a tough block. I mean, it was his own doing, but he clipped the tough block, and like uh, Martin hit the tough block. I think in Atlanta, 
and uh, went down, ended up, you know, in the back of the pack. So, like, these practice tracks, they don't have tough blocks. So, I mean, they're used to riding the edge of the track. And um, I've priced tough blocks, and they're pretty expensive. I mean, I'm sure you know, they're like 75 to to $100 a piece. So that would be pretty expensive, probably has a question for teams to put tough blocks on their tracks, their practice tracks. Um, so what do you think about the idea of going back to hay bales with sponsor covers on them? No, hay bales are more dangerous. Those things don't move. Berlue, you were around in the days of hay bales. Oh, yeah. We, they, I mean, they, they, they caused some havoc. Yeah, for sure. They, they didn't move, like you said, so right. they were even probably worse, I would guess, Yeah, I would think. Yeah, I mean, no, they don't get really kicked out in front of guys as much because they're heavier, but when you do hit them, which happens, that's, that's carnage. Okay. So. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't grow up in the hay bale day. Right, <laughs> right, right. I was. Yeah. So. But maybe for a practice track, you could do that just so that you know where they're at or something. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I wouldn't put them on a on our our current mo- our supercross tracks. But for a practice track, they could probably do that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you look at it like when you go to a test track and you've been there a thousand times, Berluti. The guys ride the edges mm-hmm. a lot. You know, and even you can see lines off the side of the jump yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Well, Tyler Keefe was telling him, don't go on the side of the jump. you got to go straight in the middle every lap. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know if y'all, but watching uh, Stu back in the day, dude, he'd ride the edge of the track and yeah. just come so close to those tough blocks, man. But, uh, yep. you know, I, I didn't know the, the pros and cons of the tough yeah. blocks. For well, listen, you, you mentioned it earlier. I came up with the nets, okay? It's <laughs> brilliant. All right? And then now my tough yeah. block, my tough block block is also brilliant. I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Tell me. I'm going to hang up, and then I'm going to talk about it. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. So here's my so – I fixed – I got the nets, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't care did what anybody get, says. Did you get any kind of uh... – No, nobody gives a oh, fuck. But, okay. okay. But we all know. I like, do. Thank you, Baluti. I thought you did a great job with <laughs> okay, that. Okay, tough blocks, right? Yeah. Okay, kicked out in front of people uh, all the time, causing havoc, and there's nothing we can do. Just fog. Oh, God, there's another guy down. Like – it's been 20 years of tough blocks just fucking attacking guys on the track and nothing gets said or done or anything, right? And so first of all, two things. Stop being so cheap, Feld, and buy new tough blocks in the shape of a triangle. Right there, you're going to clear have clearance for the brake and the shifter, right? Right there will be automatic more room on the track. They do them in Europe, so I'm not. that's not my idea. I'm stealing that from, oh, just about every fucking indoor supercross race I've been to in Europe. Hmm, interesting. Ma- make them a triangle. Okay, so now you have you still have signage and everything else, clearance for the foot peg and shifter. Next up, Berlut, take a little tray, like um, like a tray, the plastic tray. <laughs> well, like a tray. Yeah, All right, take like a tray. an airport, Got it. like an airport thing when you go through security. Plastic. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think about when you put shit in the in the uh, in the security the airport, yeah. which you hate traveling, but that's what you used to do. Right. Um. A plastic tray like that with a couple holes in the center of it. Make it so it goes up, I don't know, three inches onto the said triangle or tough block. Mm-hmm. So it goes up three inches or so. So just enough that if you hit it hard enough, the tough block will move off the tray, but it won't come off if you just touch it. Because if you just touch them now, they just go like tumbleweed, right? So, but in the tray, little tiny spikes, nails, whatever have you, um, and just put with you know like a little rounded head on it. Knock that into the dirt, so the tray now stays in place in the dirt. 
It would take a lot of effort to take that thing out of the dirt, which I don't see that happening. And then set your triangular tough block into the tray on the dirt. Now the trough, now the tough block stays in place unless it's hit super hard. The tray keeps it in place. You have the angular uh, motions to clear shifters and brakes, and you still have advertising. Boom. Fixed it. You're welcome. You're all fucking welcome. Yeah, the only bad part I see about that is just, you know, as quick as they have to put these tracks up and take them down, that, that would that'd be labor-intensive, I think, a little bit. Can I offer an idea, maybe? Does it involve a virtual tough block? No, okay. it doesn't. So would you say the two main reasons we have tough blocks are track limitations and advertising? Yes. Okay, so what if instead of using a tough block, you use, like, the Acherby stakes on the edge of the track in, like, a main rhythm lane or something like that? And in between the lanes, you have, like, an advertising banner. Or you could even do what they do in Monster Jam where you just paint the side of the jump and put advertising on the side of the jump instead. So that way you have the track limitation marked by the stakes. You can still put tough blocks and berms to block you from going over or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in a straight line, maybe you just take the tough blocks out of the equation entirely and put some sort of either it's a stakes, a chalk line, whatever, Whatever. something something to show where the track limitations are. It's not a bad idea. What do you think of that idea? Yeah. I mean, something I, I am glad that we're, you're talking about it. I think it's it's good that it's being talked about for they sure. They laughed about the Nets. Everyone oh, I... laughed about the Nets. <laughs> Look what happened. They saved Supercross. We need more of them. But the tough blocks just fucking taking dudes out. Come on, man. Like, we can fix that. We can be better than that. They're dangerous. And they're not held in place at all. And the dig no. dugs are running around and like... And if they are held in place, they're like stamped down with like a big spiky pole yeah. or something into the ground and yeah, that thing yeah. sticks up out of the top block sometimes right just yeah I, that's dangerous right. yeah that part i don't know I, I wasn't even sure how they're secured down actually well some well, of them aren't yeah sometimes you just see them out there with a yeah. hammer just beating right into, into I, the like, ground. I think feel like the jump face ones are done that way no no but and the then, ones like in the middle like inside of a corner or yeah. something like that to prevent it from yeah moving yeah on the top a of a berm right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and sometimes you'll see that rod come through the berm the exactly guys, yeah guys will be hitting it right. on, their, on their tire well, how about on the cover itself, the tough block cover, mm-hmm. yeah. if it, it wasn't designed with, you know, some rings on it and those were staked down into the ground so the the, the stakes are d- completely down in yeah. the ground yeah, yeah. so that when it's hit, it's right. not going to fly out into the, do you know what I mean? Listen, so that'd be simpler. Felt has a lot of things going on right now, so I understand, <laughs> but, but all what we're talking about, it's just money. It's just some investment into your idea is good, Safety. your idea is good, my idea is good. It's just... We need to spend money to buy a new system. It's that simple. There are systems out there that would help these tough blocks from flying out on the track and taking dudes out. Did you see Brayton's Instagram from Daytona from the press day? There was just a oh tough, yeah, going over the tunnel block. jump yeah. and it's just blind just, into it. Yeah. yeah, right there. It's nothing we can do. Uh, what are some of the ideas we got so far, Talon, for for people? Uh, we have a few that say just clip him entirely. Oh wow. Oh. Um, one inch off the pony for every answer he provided. Oh, that would be like oh. a foot. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's almost all of it right there. Yeah. Um, put Dylan and Chris Betts on the wrap-up show together and tell Darkside he's fired if they start arguing. <laughs> oh. Make him ride a Suzuki. Oh, poor arm army. Um, a lot of people are actually worried they don't want us to kill him. One month banned from calling into the Pulp Show. Tattoo on his back with Mathis and 762 like a jersey. Mm. Uh, someone else said he's a fucking creep. Clip him. That's all for right now. Okay. We're still right. getting more. All solid ideas. 
So I'll have merit in there. You know, it's a mixed bag for sure. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> some good, some bad. I mean, I don't know about killing them. No, you know that seems a little harsh. That's for texting, a little extreme for texting Pookie some answers. Right, Talon? Should, should I mean, probably lay low for a while. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. You killed a man. <laughs> oh, uh, have him lick the shopping cart with the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, uh, that's just that's bad. Oh, Tony Baluti brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory. If you need a new top end for your two-stroke, for your four-stroke, whether it's a GP style, uh, high compression, whatever it is, VertexPistons.com will have you covered. Email sales at PivotWorks.com. Vertex Pistons bringing you Tony Baluti. No matter what brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Thank you, Vertex, for everything that they do for us. Berluti is back in studio. Berluti is back working. <laughs> Berluti is going to be back riding. Hell yeah. The Silver Fox is back. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited myself, Steve. I've already got an idea Uh-oh. for you and the Skip, the Skipster. Skipster. Yeah, you guys are going to come in. We're going to do a pod together. Okay. Oh. Like a champion's mechanic pod. Well, I mean. Hey, I is Skip, Skip living here now? Yeah. What's he doing? I don't think he wants me to say because oh. he's got some. I'll tell you off the air, but he's got an right. unveiling coming up. Okay, I, I think that that's, that's what he wants to talk about. So the, the skip and the Tony will be in studio here. We'll work that out. That'll be fantastic. Legendary. Cool. You guys have so much time on your hands. Can't believe I've even let you in this studio though with that Broncos hat on though. God. Well, you didn't. Your wife did. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Right. Um. Hey, uh, Talon, do you got Kiefer's phone number? Yeah, I do. Let's give him, him? Yeah, let's give him a call. I want to talk to him real quickly about this. Uh, thanks to Brian Deegan and, of course, uh, Andrew Short uh, for coming on earlier. Daniel Blair as well. Kellen Brower in studio. Uh, Pop of Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Uh, great to have everybody here. And, uh, yeah, hang in there, man. This is this is tough, Berlute. No racing. It's it's going to be no Oh, it sucks. I just hope that they get his thing figured out so we can go watch your Raiders play. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. Uh, I know. the way. So it's, when the, the Broncos come, they can yeah. kick your Raiders' ass. Uh, oh, here we go. Here, oh, here we go. Um, it's got a text message from uh, a guy you might know well, um, Tony uh, Cameron McAdoo. Oh, okay. He said, Berluti is a legend. Uh, we won a Monster Energy Cup on a truck together. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You and McAdoo. Ram it. Damn, uh, I'm bummed about him. He started off really yeah, good. Huh? Yeah. Uh, he'll be all right. I know. Uh, you know, in, in one silver lining of this stuff, it allows guys to heal up, right? Like AC yeah. and, and Cam and everybody else. Like when a series does get up and rolling, there's going to be guys 100%. Crown. Ready to go. Yeah, Joey Crown. God, he was How good. How good was good. he doing, right? Really good, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was crushing it. So, um, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We've got the motorsport.com tweeted talent segment coming up. And what should we punish Darkseid for texting Pookie the answers? Tweet us at Pulpamex Show. Don't don't say killing him. That's that's a little harsh. We're not going to do that. Chris Kiefer, welcome to the show. Hi guys, how's the show? I haven't listened. Lots to talk about. Berlut. Berlut is in studio. <laughs> Kiefer, what's happening? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, you, Tony. Good. What's been shaking? I see you got a different job. I th- all, you, all kinds of things are happening for you, huh? Yeah, just adding to the plate, you know. In this business, you got to uh, – well, Steve sets a good example, right? So Steve's a hustler, so oh, i got to be that way too, Yeah, right? he would. Yeah, he's definitely got all – trying to feed my of... family. That's all. <laughs> Have you seen Rocky? He's very hungry. So, uh, hey, so 
how's it been, Kellen, for you working with Kiefer? You guys have been doing some bike test videos for Racer X. How's oh, that been? It's awesome. I I love working with Kiefer. He's he's so in tune with how we're supposed to shoot a video and everything like that. He just knows right away like what shots we got to get, what things we got to do, right. and, and how the process works. And then honestly, the afternoon time is just like ride and grind it out and really test the bike. Have you been riding? Have you, do, have I you didn't been? get to ride when we did the KTM test, but oh. I, I think I don't I don't know if we can talk about it, Kiefer, but we have something coming up where I think I'll be able to ride. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we yeah, got so we're gonna we're gonna test uh, the Honda Works Edition. So it was my fault last time. I felt like a dick because I told I should have told Kellen to bring his gear because after he's done shooting, he could ride, right? And I just totally spaced it and didn't tell him. Um. Well, and Kellen, if you can, we're gonna do a Western Raceway Challenge. If Kiefer doesn't keep dodging me, so <laughs> come on up. Yeah, film it. Let's do it. So we're giving Kiefer Berluti uh, twelve seconds on me. Oh yeah, I have to yeah, stay with Ask Willardy what side he's on. I have to stay within twelve seconds of Kiefer's time at Western. That's the challenge. That's the goal. Kiefer says he'll smoke me. Twelve seconds for one lap. Yeah. How long is a lap at Western? One thirty-five. No, you said two thirty. I did not say no. Two thirty. That no, that make a big, it. big, big difference. Is this like two thousand nine Glen Helen? Right, right. I don't think it's ever been two thirty. No, never, never. Oh, okay. Well, that's better for you, Kiefer. Or no, it isn't. It'd be worse. It'd be, be worse tough. for you. It'd be worse yeah. for you. Yep. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, it'd be worse. Yeah. So, well, he we had it up to twenty seconds. We did. And then as soon as, <laughs> oh, shit. As, soon as I kind of heard that it was going to be a, a, a you know a shorter lap, I was like, dude, we got to reschedule this. This this has got to be different. I gave you some seconds. I renegotiated. We got lit pros. We're ready to go anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Wow. Actually. There is um, – Heather has a little internal bet with me, too, so there is some incentive for me. Oh, UPS? Um, no. No? Okay. Hey, Kiefer, no. have you seen him ride lately? I mean, I'm really psyched out right now. He's – I mean, he's totally – sounds like he's, like, you know, on fire or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look, at, here's the deal with Steve. Yeah, he's tell me. very unassuming, right? So he gets out there. He'll put in his laps. But it has to be the right course. I feel like he's he's kind of like me in this area where I'm attached to my house. That's how he is with his track. Like he doesn't want to go anywhere else. It's wet desert. He doesn't want to go burn in a turn track. He just wants to go to Western. He told me it's wet. I'm like it's wet everywhere. He won't go anywhere else. So I'm gonna drive up there and please his prima donna ass and then school his shit on yeah. 12 seconds. Okay, uh, go riding with Kiefer. Uh, go left at the dishwasher. <laughs> go right on that fallen tree. And if you turn too hard to the right, your branches are going to stick you in the side. And then you want to follow that one single path. Uh, watch out for that rock on the left. So stay right on the oh, left. Whatever. Uh, dive in that rock. Make a hard left when you see the dead body. And then, and then, and then, haul, <laughs> and then haul ass out in the high des. That's Kiefer's tracks. Like, seriously, that's it. I, I, I can so. see that. There's a lot of that up right. there. Uh, but Chris, for reals, uh, come on up here. Let's do it. Western Raceway. Kellen will film, and Kellen can ride after Hell yeah. and all of that. Uh, but, Kiefer, I got some bad news for you. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so listen, this coronavirus is serious, okay? Yeah. So what I'm going to need you to do, Kiefer, I'm going to need you to, like, stay close to your house, okay, up there in Hesperia. <laughs> I, I, I don't want you going out too far. What you can do, though, Kiefer, is you can ride your dirt bike up there in the desert by yourself. Like, I, I know, I, it's, I know it's bad, it's but ridiculous. I, that is that is uncalled for. That is bullshit, <laughs> Steve. I can't handle it. 
God, your fucking dream has come true. What? Oh I don't have to leave God. the high desert? I could just stay up here and ride my dirt bike? Dude, I'm watching the news, and they're like, hey, everyone's got to be quarantined. You have to stay home. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Like, that's fine with me. No problem. I can ride my dirt bike by myself? Oh, God, that'll be tough, but I'll figure, I'll figure it out. Right. So I got, Berluti, listen to this. I, I got a jacuzzi. I got a pool. I've got an office to work in. I've got bikes in He's the shop. He's got a wife with huge I've got boots. I've desert. Huge. I got in-home pussy. I'm good. That sounds like a good program you're on. <laughs> in-home sounds like a pussy. Great program. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What else more do you need? Like, yeah, you like nothing. That? I. Yeah, it's great. So I we've got some toilet paper left, so we're good. Uh, so what's the deal? Why is he? Why is he bringing this up? Because he wants you to come here, or because? Listen, Berlin, no, because. He thinks that I have an umbilical cord attached to my house. Like, I, I stretch it out, and I get snapped back really quick. Oh, okay. It's not completely untrue. I do like being at home, but I will venture out. But, you know, my buddy over there, he just thinks I'm, I'm a fucking homebody. That's untrue. Gotcha. Chris Kiefer on the show Steven? tonight. Well, I, listen, I just, I just, have you heard about this dark side controversy? About what? So, we had tits versus tits last week. Yeah. Darkseid was texting Pookie the answers. Oh, I did hear, but that's bullshit. Complete bullshit. Dude, you should clip him. For, like, you should suspend him from the show for a few weeks. You can't do that, dude. Well, we're taking our Twitter poll right now and, and wondering what his punishment should be. So, How, how are we looking on the wrap-up show? Is it getting better? Do you well, even know? Do you, okay, do you mean, like, numbers? Oh, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do facts. That's numbers. So how are we doing? Marks? What? How are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't listening. The last show was great, I heard. The the two shows ago sucked because he was so nervous and anxious because he had JT on because JT's told him to, to pound sand for two years <laughs> that he fanboyed JT and it got, it got off topic. It got into a JT podcast. But uh. mistakes happened. Last week it was uh, Chris Betts. Who uh, you know him, Kiefer? He's fantastic. Oh, yeah. He'll hold it. He'll hold the show for sure. Yeah, and then Talon was on, and Talon's got a, a nice knowledge of the inner workings of this shit show over here. So <laughs> yeah, it was good last week, and they stuck to the topics. It, it was it was a good show. But texting wow. Pookie well, the answers is, is unacceptable. Well, why would he do that, and why would Pookie accept the cheating? That's well, Pookie, like her. Pookie didn't have the phone on her down here. And, oh, and, okay. And did did did. Darkside think that when we ask the question and the, she has 30 seconds to answer, that we wouldn't notice her looking at her phone and then writing an answer down? Like, we wouldn't notice that? <laughs> we would just be like, oh, she's just got 30 seconds, but she's checking the time. I think this is enough punishment, what you guys are doing to this guy. Well, I think we should clip this. Oh, up. this isn't nothing, brother. No? <laughs> I think clipping one inch off the pony is, is good, so. Okay. We I got, say suspension. We got, a, suspension. We got a tweet here. <laughs> Did Kiefer ever hear from Brownie on what he is doing now? No, I didn't hear from Brownie at all. <laughs> Mike Brown. I got about four text messages the next morning from people within the industry. asking <laughs> the same thing. Saying, hey, Keith, did you end up hearing from Brownie? I go, nah, man. Didn't hear from him. He's, he's not there. Mike Brown. So. Ghost Town Mike Brown. That's his nickname. Ghost Town Mike Brown. <laughs> Ghost Town Mike. Oh God! Where is he? What's the story? He was working for all of them. Yeah, and we don't know if he still is or not. We think he is. He was working with him. Yeah, he's like helping training. training? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. And Seth Rarick, Seth and and Brownie were underneath Alden. Oh okay. But we don't know. Oh. 
We think Brownie's yeah, still doing I, it. Yeah, I've heard, just like you, that he still is. Right, so. right. Yeah, so. All right, Kiefer. Well, I just wanted to call in and give you that news, that sad news about the Yeah, man, well, the I'm nervous about it. I don't know if I can do it, but I'll, I'll try my best. All right, so, don't... Kiefer, real quick, do I have to worry about Steve that much? Should I be able to go maybe ride twice and I should be fine? Honestly, Berlut, I think you're fine. I don't think you got anything to worry about yet. Awesome. Because he hasn't been grinding like he used to be. He was grinding. Yeah. He's backed it off a little bit. Okay, cool, cool. Perfect. Playing right into my trap. You've got Berlut sweating over here. (laughs) Yep. I'm going to give you a little inside tip, Berlut. So last weekend when he did go ride, he didn't feel good. He said he was a little off. He said that. Yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. So I think you're okay. Good, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Chris Keefe, everybody. Keefe Ring testing, Racer X Online, Pulp MX. Uh, pump out that content for us, uh, Pulp MX, Keefe. Keep doing it. I got you guys. I got you guys. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Have a good show. See you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> See you. <laughs> That's Chris Keefe, everybody, coming up on the show. Uh, let's call. Can we call JT back? We're going to do some MXGP talk. Have you been watching the MXGP the first two rounds? It's over, too, right? Well, yeah. There's five rounds now. I saw results. I didn't get to see any. But the first one was kind of a mutter, wasn't it? And then the race date was turned out really good. I thought it looked like a mutter. I didn't watch the I watched the MXGP moto from Matterly. I've not watched Vulcan Squad yet. The, the day before, it was like hailing yeah, was, and raining. Yeah. It was yeah. gnarly. Yeah, you know? it was a yeah. shit show. Can you give us a weather report? From Valkensward? From Matterly. Oh, Matterly, Matterly was uh, the Friday. Everything was rainy and windy, and the pit lane structure blew yeah, over yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. And then it actually kind of cleaned up a little yeah. bit the rest of the weekend. It, happened. it was still like typical yeah. Matterly, like chunky, muddy kind yeah. of thing. But it I don't was, think it was a complete disaster yeah. like people thought it was. They were jumping everything. Right. They were doing that big quad in the middle of right. the hill and right. stuff like that. Uh, JT, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Just been watching the show. Uh, Bert Lute, Bert Lute is here. It's JT, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. I've missed you. I haven't seen you forever. I know, right? You uh, you going to show Steve what's up, or how's that going to go? Nope. Well, he's kind of got me psyched, but I, I think I got him covered. I mean, I had him majorly covered before, so unless majorly. he's... <laughs> majorly? Well, the last time, not so much, but before that, fuck, Steve, really? You weren't even on the same area code. Wow. But if he shows up, he, he he said he was a four yesterday. If he shows up and he's at a four, you're going to kill him. Right on. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Then I, I got some hope. I wasn't happy with my performance yesterday at all. Not good. Got to shit. Got to got to put my shit together. Wasn't wasn't good. I, I'm out there. I'm well, embar- when you're drinking the night before, I know Steve, I'm embarrassing the fucking blue crew like with that kind of effort. Like they're going <laughs> to clip me. So, ah, uh, all right. MXGP, two rounds down. Kellen and JT and Berlou, you guys can all chip in. Uh, Geyser beating the bullet in Moto One. Oh, I mean, is that for real? It yeah. seems pretty for real, right? I mean, I I don't think anybody expected uh, of all places Vulcan Sword, right? Because Hurlings has had his moments at other sand tracks, like he's crashed his brains out at Aston and stuff like that. But he's pretty damn good at Vulcan Sword. He knows his way around that track, and I think he'd won seven for seven GPs there or something like that that he's raced. So, yeah, yeah that was pretty mental. Uh, I could not believe how fast he was going that first moto. It was unreal. I was I was very happy to see Geyser uh, be true to form and just wad his shit up in the second <laughs> moto. I know, and, Gumby. And kind of a weird crash, too. They're like, always just weird. Just coming out of it and just... <laughs> Pitched over the front yeah. of the bike, cartwheeling. <sighs> yeah. So is this for I, real? I like, 
Well, I mean, I don't think you can go that fast and pass everybody like the way he did without it being for real. I mean, he's got he's got speed to burn. Uh, it's, whether he can maintain that for however many rounds the series is and not hurt himself, I think that's the big thing. You, I just don't believe you can crash like he does because I think Hurlings is going to force him to go into that danger zone of where he's going to be on the limit every weekend. I just think if he keeps crashing like that, it's going to end up biting him. It's just the law of averages, right? You're going to hurt yourself eventually if you crash like that. So, JT, when Geyser won the second moto at Matterly, I saw a lot mm-hmm. of people saying, like, well, Hurlings kind of let him have it because he had the overall, and this is just a smarter Jeffrey. Do you think that this was, like, Geyser's, like, rebuttal to that, in a sense, where he was like, no, I can kick this guy's ass? Yeah, I, I think at Matterly, um, you know, the shadows played such a big role in that mm-hmm. second moto that I don't think Jeffrey was willing to even try. Uh, whether he could or not is, is debatable. I don't know that he could either way, but I think he was reluctant to try with the way the, the sun was going behind the trees. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think this whole season will be both of those two trying to prove that they're the guy, right? Geister is coming off the title, but everyone knows that Hurlings is – you know, arguably the fastest guy on the planet. So I don't see that dynamic changing. Um, really, the big question is who can get back in this fight in the next six weeks or however long it is before we race again, because Cairoli has a chance to get healthy. Who knows what happens with Febra? You know, all these guys that weren't really in the mix, maybe they can get up there now. Yeah, Cairoli, is this, a, is this a, it was a knee that he did, but what what was the diagnosis though? Like, what did he say? Was it a stretch? Or PCL? Oh, yep. uh, yeah, minor tear in a PCL, and then he's obviously still recovering from the shoulder, which yeah. wasn't one hundred percent either. I don't. Want, I didn't know if it was a meniscus, but that's not a good. Like, that's mm-hmm. not gonna. The torn PCL isn't gonna heal up and well make and, him. And you know, I I listened to a few interviews with him and and read some things, and he said that it's the PCL is not a huge deal. It's just painful, right? So it's not a stability problem like an ACL would be. It was more it just hurt. Uh-huh. So he was like, yeah, it'll get better. You know, it's not something where I need to get it fixed to be able to go as fast as I can. He said it's just it's just really annoying, and he was trying to not take steps backwards on a track where you're literally putting your foot down everywhere at Balkansward in the mud. Right. Yeah, I don't think we've, with, you know, deep sand of Balkansward, the mud of Madeley, outside of that geyser performance, which can't be ignored, still a lot of questions, right, Kellen? Yeah, I think the, the thing I would like to see the most is – Prado got third in the first moto of Valkensward, and he had, I don't know, barely two weeks on the bike when he did that. I'd be curious to see if he comes into this past the break fully healthy, Yeah, if he can just go straight into running with those guys like uh, he was. Have they said when the next one is? Or are they totally in Well, flux? they tentatively have, I think it's May 15th is going to be. Majora. Majora. Well, Italy. There's no way. There's no way we're going to Majora. No, I don't think so either. Completely (laughs) taking liberties there, speaking for them. But if you're, if you think people are going to fly into Milan right, right now, that's the plan is to fly into Milan. That doesn't sound likely. No, no. no. So what's after that? You know. (sighs) Shoot. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at all the changes. Yeah. Toichenthal is in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Beginning of June. Oh, they go to Russia. Russia, June seven. I know. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think Majora gets postponed in the near future, and then we'll see how June looks. That would be my best guess. JT, were you going to go over? You're going to go over and commentate some of these races this year again, right? 
Yeah, Majora was the first one, okay. and I was going to literally fly into the depths of hell, is what it <laughs> sounded like right now. So, um, yeah, that's why I can't, I kind of can't see that one happening, is because I've been monitoring that one, obviously, super close. Well, listen, I'm going to Swedish, in, I'm going to Sweden one in, in August, so. Chainsaws? Yeah, that's that's another one I'm, I'm planning to go to. I'm just hoping we can get a bunch of racing in. Can, and Can you get I me mean, in the booth? Can you get me in the booth with Malin? Well, your comments, every time you come on a show, you talk about how MXON is not good, and you talk mm. poorly about the MXGP series. <laughs> I don't know that I can even get you in the gate. <laughs> oh, shit. Probably a good point. Okay. Well, That's probably a good point. Yeah, I probably get it. I don't know. Um, no, listen, it's, uh, and what about what about uh, MX2, Vial? Obviously, any, any Red Bull KTM kid? Yeah, right? JT, I, mean, I actually wanted to ask you, I thought in my opinion, that Vial was the better rider of Matterly, but Geertz won the overall. And then I thought Geertz was the better rider of Valkensward, but then Vial gets the overall because of the Geertz crash. Do you do you feel that way? Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, Vial um, could have won, could have, should have, would have won Matterly if he doesn't stall the bike there, right? He had a 17-second lead or yeah. something. Uh, and then they go to Valkensward, and even though Vial wins by a minute, you – and that's a, obviously a huge margin of victory. You kind of felt like Geertz was the guy to beat, and his last to, to seventh ride was so impressive. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of it. Um, you've, like you said, both weekends it felt like the the faster guy lost. Uh, but I, I kind of feel like Vial is going to be the man to beat, just because I think he's going to get the start every single time, and that's so important in that MX2 class is just keeping yourself out of trouble, you know, week in and week out. What's up with TKO? Uh, I think he was, he's, he's coming off an injury. Oh, is he? And okay. so yeah. he was behind the eight ball coming into Matterly. I think he went 11-6 or so. Yeah. And then it was a little better in Valkensward, but he, he right. still needs the time to recover. So he's definitely going to benefit from this break. Right. Okay. Yeah, because he was off a little bit. I thought he'd be better. Yeah. But – so VL is the kid of uh, Frederick. Frederick, Frederick yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, 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 and uh, pretty much. And then the other kid that they grabbed out of EMX, uh, dude, where'd he come from? Just a bike? Same, just, just same a... thing as VL the yeah. year before. Well, I mean, these were barely yeah. at the top ten of the EMX class the year before. They're exactly the same scenario, and they come in and they jump on that bike, and their their acceleration curve just goes through the roof. Yeah, Hoffer was getting beat by Warame and Van de Moosdijk and stuff like that, and then he comes up to MX2 and immediately is yeah. beating those guys. Well, dude, there's some photos of Prado off the start. He's got two bike lengths on some guys last year. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, you're just like, well, what? Well, doing the same thing right now. Right, right. No no different. I just, but how much, like, we know the Star Yamahas are good over here. There's no question. They're they're the best bikes in the class. They're not that much better, though, than, ever, than the PC bikes or whatever, you know? Geico bikes look much improved. Those things look that much better than yeah. everybody else's bikes. So it's crazy, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the age limit in MX2 or that bike. You always got this question of how good this guy is, right? How good he is because in age questions, the guy's age is the main competitors age out. And in the bike question, a guy gets on a Red Bull KTM. Yeah, but I think for the most part, we've seen a different trend these last couple of years because even someone like Jacoby who finished, I think third in, in MX2 last year, he came up and he's on a basically privateer Yamaha team. Yeah. And he's doing great already, like top 10 in Matterly, and then he ran right around that 10 to 15 range yeah. the entire or, or time at Valkensward. Sewer. But Sewer was, like, I think more of a sure thing because, you know, going to Yamaha, and I think they <sighs> – Well, okay, maybe you thought that, but for me, I'm looking at Sewer as an older guy, 
but he's on a Suzuki, but still, it was a good bike. They, yeah. It was an all-brand-new motor from what I heard, what they did to it. It wasn't even a Suzuki anymore so much. And then, you know, he's running the pace and winning races and getting third? Second is last second, year? Second, second last year. Uh, I didn't know. I was like, eh, how good is this kid for real? But he's pr- proven to be. He reminds me a lot of Van Horbeek when Van Horbeek came up because Van Horbeek won some races in MX2, but he never really was challenging for a world title. And then he comes up and he's solid as a rock at Yamaha for a yeah. long time. And that's exactly how Seward's been. Just so many consecutive GPs and pretty much consistented his way into a second place last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, uh, yeah it should be interesting. On I'd certain say. days, Van Horbeek was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, really yeah. Was. Yeah. Hey, how did, so did anybody see any footage of Leon or Everett's? No, I didn't see Leon. At no. Matterley? Yeah. No, yeah. Any. Matterley. Wasn't it that race that he raced? Yeah. He, he was. He was kind of killing him. Well, I know he won both <laughs> motos or something. So, did, did he kill it? I thought so. What did yeah. you think, JT? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty impressive. The track was pretty terrible. Um, it got consistently better, and by the time the the MXGP and MX2 motos, it was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see just a normal track and normal conditions because a guy like you know um, Max Boland going over there and walking into that trap couldn't have been easy right you just walk into the worst conditions ever and that's what those guys ride all the time right so, right uh yeah for sure liam's really really good and i watched him ride last year uh and it's crazy how much those kids can improve in one year that that's always the question is how how good are they going to get you know from year to year because they're they're growing and their bodies are changing and and they can really they can really go from you know also ran so they can be contenders and and just one year change so um i don't know i I was disappointed for voland and obviously that was the showdown with Everts that really never happened they were they never probably never even saw each other on race day in other news the bullet has a basset hound oh really yeah (laughs) oh christ yeah so you're on board now right (laughs) bigger bigger fan than i was yeah yeah he's got i don't know if that's his basset hound or not he's got a lamborghini too yeah so now he's my fan too now okay i'm joking i'm joking I mean, I like Ferraris. Yeah, pass it down. That's cool. It named it. Well, I forgot the name. It was on Instagram though. People, <laughs> oh, wow. everybody tagged me. Like I got <laughs> I'm twenty sure. twenty people tagging me about the, the bullet of pass it down. So, um, what, do you, what do you do? Like seriously, what do you do if you're one of the MXGP like contenders? If you're totally healthy, like Hurlings and Geiser and the, and the main guys are, obviously Cairo is just going to try to get back to 100. percent But if you're these other guys. And now you're looking at, I would, I'm going to guess another two and a half months off minimum. How do you even approach that? Like, what do you do? I, I mean, obviously you want to ride and train, but you don't want to burn yourself out and you don't want to kind of waste all your effort that you put in. You know, that's a, that's gotta be a really tough thing to swallow as you, you've done all this work to be ready for March and April and now you may not race until June. Okay, but would and, you and you're looking at your season going into maybe December now? Would you rather be that guy? Okay, so June, let's say. Or would you rather be I'd a, rather be hurling, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd better be Curly. Uh would you rather be one of those guys and know that you're not racing until June, J T or would you rather be Eli and and Roxon and be like, We could race in three weeks or a month? Like you know what I mean? Like, they have uncertainty. The MXGP guys have some sort of certainty. Yeah. What, what would you rather Maybe. be? I don't know. I, I think the only certainty those guys have is they have a longer calendar that's still established. I, I don't think that um, 
there's any certainty on the MXGP calendar right now, other than it's just in print. Yeah. I don't think they can guarantee any of those rounds go off as planned. So um, I think they're they're taking it day by day and hoping that calendar stays together. But I don't know how you could be really confident that it stays as it looks now. Uh, yeah, maybe, I guess. The, the cool thing about – well, not the cool thing, but if there's no sports the rest of the year, that means the Leafs didn't lose the cup. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody knows. They could have won the cup. Nobody they, knows. They always lose the cup. Yeah, in my but, book. but probably not. The Blue Jays could have went to the World Series. They also, well, they also lost to their own Zamboni driver. So <laughs> let's not forget that part. <laughs> I'd forgotten all. No I'd forgotten all. The oh, the, the world doesn't forget. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what. Berlutz, I, I don't know how I could deal with that. Berlutz's gonna riot. Yeah, I, I feel like I should. Perlou <laughs> 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 feels very angry about no sports. Oh, so. I hate it. That sucks. And, like, uh, I was talking to Betts today, and, I mean, he thinks that baseball won't be until, yeah, like June. You know? Mm. God, and they got to – pitchers got to ramp up their arms and everything. So, yeah. like, they need a spring training to get going. Like, it's the whole the whole thing. So your buddy with Mookie, huh? No, Chris oh, Betts, oh, not geez. Mookie Betts. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not, not Mookie. I, I, I figured that. I'm fucking with you. I know. Um, all right, JT. Well, thanks for coming back on. Appreciate it. So, No worries. Uh, you guys uh, you guys have on – Steve, are you you're departing tomorrow? That is to be determined yet. Oh, really? Oh, yes. new. Some new things have come to light, man. New wrinkle. New things right. have come to light. So uh, <laughs> we're working on that, yeah. All right, fair enough. All right. Sounds good. All right, gentlemen. CJT. All right, that's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, we got some voicemails to do, but we also, Berluti, you can just go talk to Pookie if you want during this next segment <laughs> or, or not, you know, whatever. Like, this is, you're not going to care about this. Okay. But Kellen Brower here, video game expert, okay? so Yeah, we're about to find out. We're about to find out <laughs> if you see big man on campus. Okay, so I pulled some clips audio clips from the best moto video games of all time okay well oh. i guess not the best this is ones, a very subjective list I'm yeah saying. yeah it's a random it's random my sort of thinking okay okay so you're you're not as old as i am so some of these games are a little old but you play you know how all. old i am yeah how 24 no 28 almost 27 okay excited bike right. so these are audio from video games over the years motocross video games and you have to tell us Video game guy. <laughs> what video games these come from? All okay? Right, okay. All right. So you think you can do it? Uh, I'm going to try. All right. Here we go. So if you don't get most of these right, will Kellen Nation leave you? Will Probably. Kellen Nation? I mean, yeah. They, okay. They should at that point. Yeah. And no and no help from the peanut gallery, okay, please. No help. Uh, t- and dark side, don't text them the answers <laughs> or anything, okay? So, all right. Let's go. Here we go. Side bike. Can you just wait till the play so till we end it? Oh, I didn't know. I'm. Wait- I, I don't know oh. the rules of this game. Uh, there's no. There's no. There's no. There's no prize for quickness. Okay. But bingo. Okay. Just gets harder from here, motherfucker. I'm sure. All right. Here we go. All right. So this is clearly just a song from one of the games. No, this is the, actually gameplay. This is yeah. I'm guessing Supercross Circuit. 
Am I wrong? No, you got it right. Oh, really? Okay. Because there's a couple of those games. Check out the big brain. I'm there's a couple killing. of those games back then that had like they have like Grinspoon and like all these other you know okay 90s like kind of yeah I found some of that bands. on there that I had to like corn like... yeah exactly oh, yeah, so yeah. Okay. all right all right uh, I know this. you want me to say on. no let it play out. All right. ATV Off-Road Fury 2? Yes. Wow. I guess here's the next one. I, what are you doing over I was there? clicking to stop it like five times, okay, and it just... Sure you are. Okay, here we go. Oh, now you want me to play it? Yes. All right. Are these? Can I ask a, a, a hinted question? Can you just? Do, will you notice, Talon, when tits comes in, there are no like mishaps with the I mouse. I think the mic. I think it's. I think the mouse is like dying or something. Okay, you know, it's maybe cordless. so. I think it's. I think it's starting to die. Just tap the trackpad on the computer. Maybe if the so. The mouse is where you want it. There you go. But there tits go. doesn't. Okay. All right. I'll be okay. Can oh, I? Just can like I ask tits. for a hint? Everybody does. Or, or am I just? I get nothing. I, I, I mean, know. you answered the know, other ones in like is, two so. seconds, so I don't know if you get a hint. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just asking, are these in chronological order? No. No, no, no not at all. This I guess to, they have been, though. They have been, like, so far. I but think, they are yeah, not. so far. They are but not. That has to be like a 97-ish game. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm wrong, but I'm going to say Jeremy McGrath Supercross 98. No, yeah, okay. you're wrong. That is the original ATV Fury. The oh, original. my God. Look at him. He's upset with himself. He knew it. I've heard that song, so I... Yeah. Ah. All right, next one. Oh, he's stumped. See, I feel like you, you're going like late 90s with a lot of your games. I'm, I'm just assuming, typing right? in random games, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Really? You're going <laughs> to get so I, mad I when take... I tell you. I Like I am because it's an obvious one. Yeah. That's AOS. I'll give you some of that. Brilliant if you want. It's very okay. relaxing. It's I'm going to take a guess that it's VMX, but that's probably wrong. What's VMX? It's like this old game that came out right around the same time uh, as McGrath. No, that's, that's Reflex. Really? <laughs> okay. That must be like a main, main menu music or something like that. I put in a lot of time on that game, like an embarrassing amount, and I do not remember that song. Yeah, I'm confused really? too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I did like I, I punched in the game with a um, soundtrack or intro. Okay. So it very well could be because it's been a while, but yeah. Well, the intro is definitely all. not that song. Okay. I promise. All right. So maybe that one's a wash. 
Because uh, Mark's, could, I mean, Mark's, if it's really the game, then I'm, I should take the L. But <laughs> I, a lot, a lot of time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like well, too much time. All the holes, bro. All the holes. <laughs> um, every hole. Every hole, bro. Ah. I would say watch that one. Three out of four, and the ATV Fury one, you, 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 you knew it immediately. I played ATV Fury Fury two a lot. Ah, yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. yeah, I thought one was better than two. Really? I yeah. thought two was better than one. So okay, there you go. Well, that's all I got. It looks like there's one more on here. Okay, this is a bonus. Oh, it's coming. Are you sure that's not reflex? That's reflex. Okay. I don't know. I fucked yeah, that sounded. So more, what was the one uh, before? I don't know. I just, it sounds like I fucked it up. That's or, reflex, right, Mark? Yeah, that, that sounded, yeah. That sounded yeah. more like it. Hey, let's sure. say the other one was VMX and you got them all right. I doubt it. I like that. that well, was, I, got, I got one of them definitely wrong. ATV Fury. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the first one. Yeah. Well, still, that's impressive. Wow. Does your wife know what a savant you are in video game intros? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. she's nodding yeah, her head. Yeah, she's nodding so, yeah. her head. Wow. <laughs> Kellen Brower. Dude, he's a real deal. Yeah, he's a real uh, deal. I tried to tell you. Yeah, you did. I yeah. thought I thought he would... I, like, I grew up... I just... It was like Moto was my life growing up. Uh -huh. I didn't play any other video game. I didn't come home and watch any other movies or DVDs. Like, I'd come home, I'd put on Steel Roots, and then I'd go to Jeremy McGrath Supercross 98 at six years old. Like, that's... That was it. Yep. Yeah. It was on repeat. Can't believe you didn't put Superfly in there. Do you remember Superfly? No, games no. I, I, I should have oh, actually man. asked you for some yeah, help. I, I mean, literally, I was just like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Excitebike was a, was a giveaway, but I want I love that music, so it just brought me back to... Excitebike was good, huh, Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I so. love that. All right, Kellen Brower, everybody. Video game expert. Proved it again on the show. Kellen Nation, calm down. He's still <laughs> your Jesus. He's still your Jesus, so don't worry. Uh, RideEngineering.com. Ride-Engineering.com. Uh, great guys. Phil Nicoletti using Ride Engineering products to win a Supercross championship in Canada. Uh, Bullfrog Spas uh, Honda as well using uh, Ride Engineering products as well. Their product of the week this week is the Ultimate Handling Package. Ride Engineering 22mm offset triple clamps and a performance link for a 19 or 20 KX450. These newly designed Ride Engineering triple clamps have a wider top clamp for more precise handling and a revised bottom clamp with much better flex characteristics. Reducing the clamps offset by one millimeter improves handling but keeps that cowie planted feel. And the link is a little bit longer. It, it makes the shock work better and achieves front to rear balance with 103 millimeters of race sag. Save $154 with a Pulpamex-20 discount. Right from RideDeskEngineering.com. Pulpamex-20 saves you on anything from RideDeskEngineering.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. I also want to thank the folks at Guts Racing, of course, for stepping up for the wrap-up show as well as our show. Uh, Pulpamex-20 is the code to save with them. Seat bases, seat foam, seat covers, complete seats, whatever it is, Guts Racing will have you covered. They do a lot of teams in the sport, and uh, they do a good job at that. Also, thanks to the folks at FMF and Atlas Brace as well. Chase Sexton wearing an Atlas brace and winning the points title. Maybe your Supercross champion. Defending champ Supercross champion. Two-time. Yeah. Uh, with, with an Atlas brace. Uh, so atlasbrace.com. Email us at the show if you want to deal on anything from the folks at Get as well. Get and Athena. They're on the show, of course. Um, and uh, we're trying to help you out here. So, all right. Uh, let's do the tweet of Talon. You got that, Talon? Did you get their segments? 
Motorsport.com. Tweet it down. Broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Motorsport.com, those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts. Uh, they've got a full-service department there, a dedicated team of gearheads. They have the knowledge and expertise to help you get your ride working at peak performance. And have you looking good, too? Motorsport.com, they got a whole Pulp MX show landing page over there at Motorsport.com, and they'll dial you in. Uh, right now, of course, EKS20 is the code to save with the X-Brown goggles, and uh, they got a Michelin promo running right now if you buy a set of Star Crosses, and lots of things happening with the folks at Motorsport. So please, click on through. Uh, our, one of our banners to Motorsport, make a purchase, and you'll see the quality they have, the customer service, and all of that. So these questions are tweeted to at Show. Talon over there goes through, picks the best ones for myself, Berludi, and Kellen Broward. Video game Jesus. All right, uh, update on the poll. I picked my favorites. One inch off the pony per answer given. One month ban from calling. Or a third option, hilarious, not even mad. So far, one month ban is winning. Okay. All right. One month ban. I mean, yeah, I would figure people would like that from Dark Side. He, dry, he, you know, he's not everybody's favorite. He's not everybody's cup of tea, you know. So, all right. Okay. Uh, first one from retired Bubba. Does the current situation affect the points so that Makarath can stay down yet another year? Yeah, I got a bunch of questions about the the pointing out rule. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, we don't even know how many race again with the gold pass shit. We don't even know how many races we're having. How can we know what the fucking point-out rule is? I would think, Berludi, that they would adjust it. They'll do something, some sort of formula to figure out, right? Uh, you, you would think. I, a, I have a feeling he could, he'll, he'll, he'll end up staying in there again or have the opportunity to. Pookie is appealing right now. Please don't ban him. Oh. She, now she feels bad okay. for telling for ratballing on him. <laughs> oh, so, shit. Okay. Um, like, there's no chance they just say, ah, it's a washed year, right? Or is there? It's the AMA we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, in a way, it kind of is. I think it sucks. I mean... Well, it totally sucks. Yeah. But, but, but you have to have some sort of point-out rule. Or maybe they, wanna, they don't want to do it because they don't have that... Nobody will take a dive to dodge the point-out. If Sexton races but, a 450 all of outdoors, does he drop back down and ride a 250 to try no, to... No, he never some? was. No, he never was going to... A 450 for outdoors? No, no, no. Ride Supercross 2021 was always a 450. I know. I'm well, saying the point it, out it, rule. If, if Supercross does do three yeah. rounds in yeah. October or whatever, yeah. Sexton rides all of outdoors on a 450 and then has to get back on a 250 to try to try to win the title? Like, is that the thing that would happen then? Yes. Or do you think he just says, ah, I'm on a 450 now, I'm good? No, no, he has to win that championship. Right. Yeah, okay. absolutely. There's money involved and all that, right? So, yeah. um, of course... Uh, the AMA will try to do something because uh, they need they can't just end it right now because, like I said, they need people to take dives and get fake injured so they can fake stay in the class. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, but again, like, I understand these people have these questions on my DMs and on Twitter <laughs> and on – like, I don't fucking know. We don't even know how many races are left. How would I know? Why are you asking? Like, why are you even bothering? Nobody knows. There's nobody that's like – you know what? We're going to have 14 races left, and this is the point. Like, nobody knows. Yeah, but they don't know shit. Stop asking. Stop asking about your fucking refund. Stop asking about the points <laughs> thing. 
Hey, I'm sure you guys have talked about it, but yeah. how about I, 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 somebody gave me an idea or somebody said something to me. Maybe idea. make the idea, yeah. Ma- uh, the Monster Cup, make it the final round. We talked about that, yeah. I think yeah. you might yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. But So what do you think, Berluti? October 1 is usually like switch over for contracts, and Monster Cup is October 20th this year or something oh, is like it that? 20th, yeah. So, I mean, how does that work out? Wow. Then? So you, you have guys on new bikes finishing the season? Yeah, that, I didn't even think about that, but that would kind of make it difficult. We, we need to stop the show and just call it the I Don't Know MX show. Because, <laughs> I mean, we all, just, we all just don't know. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're speculating. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what the point of rule is, and I don't know what your fucking refund. <laughs> Steve, that, that's, that really fired you up, huh? It's just, I get, like, I, I get it. Steve, but you're, you're like, you know, like, if the I God. Knew, you, if everybody I goes knew, to Steve. If I knew what was going to happen in Supercross Series, I'd be fucking telling everybody. It's a good thing to be, Steve. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> not I'm not your personal fucking Google. <laughs> is know, this I'm, finally I'm, the last year you're doing this? This year. is the last year. Yeah, I, I'm done. I'm done. All right. All right, next one from Bim, Big MX Radio. Mathis, from when you were a young kid loving all things moto to living the sport and seeing how the sausage is made, what has been your biggest letdown and what still amazes you? My biggest letdown is people ask me fucking questions that I don't know or just the things that just happened. Like a guy cartwheels at the track at Supercross. I'm in the press box. They cart the guy off. I get 20 tweets saying, is he racing? How is he? <laughs> He crashed 10 minutes ago. Do you think I'm in the fucking ambulance? Do you think I'm in the asterisk truck? Up on Star truck going, how's the knee, bro? How's the scope? Are we good? How's the MRI? Should we sit? Like, why would you ask me that? How would I know? Because, Steve, you're gone. I'm in the man. press box. They love you, Steve. But I don't know how that guy <laughs> I is. I you don't. <laughs> Nobody knows. But those guys don't know that. They, th- they think that you're a badass, and we'll, okay. get, we'll go to okay. Steve. Okay. Okay. So I did a hockey podcast for two years with Ray Ferraro, right? Uh He's as connected as it can be. I would watch a hockey game and watch my one of my players get hurt. I would not text Ray, who's calling the game. And I, we were texting during the game sometimes, like when we were hanging out. I would never say, Ray, how is that guy's knee? Because I know Ray doesn't know. How does he know? I know. I how do get, I know? I get it, but we know, we know the people that are we, asking the question. Well, so that's my biggest thing, is I don't know. I just <laughs> fuck, man. You guys Holy don't. Under, you guys don't understand. I think they get it now. Steve, no, but they, right? they, they don't understand. Like, no. are you gonna have this much much passion about what you're amazed at? What's the that question? was only half. You, you only answered <laughs> half the question. That's it. I'm done with that. That's all I'm. That's all I'm getting. At. He's amazed at how dumb you guys are. I know. I'm just. I'm amazed that you think I would know how your NBC Gold Pass refund is going to work one day after a race is canceled. That's what I'm amazed at. Moving on, another one from Big MX. Kellen, in the evolution on motocross video games, which game was the best and which one hit missed the mark the most? Um, I think the one that hit the best was Reflex because it had the longest kind of shelf life. Everybody, Is that the one with Stu's compound? Uh, no, that's Alive. Okay. Carry on. Um, but Reflex, I mean, there's still a huge community of people playing it to this day. It's one of the games that I kind of rotate and play pretty often for, for gameplay footage and stuff. Um did we not like the one with Stu's compound? I didn't. Really? Uh, yeah. The compound was cool, but I like that game. No? Okay. I mean, it. it the one the, you're talking about the, came after or before? No, Reflex came in 2009, and Alive, which had the compound, came in 2011. Oh, so you like the first one of those when the Rainbow first, the first game Rainbow made? 
uh, well, Rainbow game. made games. Uh, they they started Roncada. I mean, they started back in '98 well, the, with Motocross Madness. I that think. was Roncada's deal. They got the license or something, and they started firing up the video game. They had the AI from somebody from another company. Rainbow did. No, uh, am I drunk? I talked to the guy about it. They came on as advertisers. AI from another company. Yeah, that, like, like some company folded. They bought the yeah the game you know program right, and then they came out with one of those ATV versus MX, the very first one. Um. I don't think I don't think I'm, that was alive. I'm drunk. It might okay. be. Shoot, I don't I don't know. There's okay. a couple of different options there, but yeah, alive was 11. Reflex was 2009, and Reflex like revolutionized where they had the game before. Before it was like a single stick, and you just like lean back through corners and seat bounce stuff. And then Reflex was two sticks, and you would control the the rider lean, and you could throw whips and the ruts and all that stuff like that. And then alive. Everybody thought took a big step backwards for the most part that I've talked to because Reflex was everybody well, thought was so. I good. like to do compound. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's just like yeah. Idiot. Well, okay. So the thing about the <laughs> stew compound is, I I, I liked it too. I, I really loved the outdoor uh, track. It. The outdoor track. Yeah, yeah, but so I had the game on PS4, and I don't know if you remember this chronologically or whatever, but the PlayStation Network was hacked in 2000, and, like late 2011. Okay for like four months so all of us that had pre-ordered the game and were like you're gonna get the stew compounds great couldn't play it so by the time like everybody was like let's get back on the playstation and play the game uh-huh. it, it was kind of I, I never dead. played with you nerds online i just yeah. played by myself no i get it okay was that the, the entire question yeah okay. yeah uh comp edge 76 wants to know if the season is canceled does chad reed go around again in 2021 <laughs> Damn, I don't know. I think so. No. You don't think so? No. God, he can't go out like this, can he? He's he's racing cars. He's got bigger fish to fry. Okay. All right. That wasn't my aunt. That wasn't me. You weren't that wasn't my question. No, I'm it's, sorry. No, you can answer. They're all yeah. No. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> this one's from Steve's Hot Tub. It says talent is better than tits. Do you have better odds does Steve have better odds getting a hot tub or getting the coronavirus? <laughs> Sounds like the coronavirus. Sounds I thought like, you were on, on track with the something again. Yeah. There was what movement. Happened? There was movement with the hot tub, and then now it's gone silent again. We called Footnick last week on the show to get an update. He didn't have, he didn't have one, so hmm. he can fuck off. But, um, yeah. Wow, you had started that a long time ago. Oh, I know, Berlue. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. I know. I, I don't know. There was, there was a deal struck in Calgary. Charles Caslew was a witness. It was a deal struck for a hot tub in Calgary with Mike Genova. Done. Terms agreed to. Advertising terms. Hot tub price. Done. Wrapped. And then disappeared. Oh, shit. All right. From Lax Defense Coach. Who goes crazy first with Steve Holmes so much? Rocky or Pookie? Oh, Pookie. For sure. Rocky loves me. No, Rocky and I are bros. No chance. He's an angel. This one's from Chad Stackhouse. Why do the flaggers wear black? Shouldn't they wear a brighter color so they can be seen better? Again, they just need to see the flag. Yeah. They don't need to see the guy. See the flag. The yellow flag's not bright enough for this guy. Uh, Maybe the yellow flaggers wear yellow? Uh, I don't know. This is a, uh, this is a, I get these ideas DM'd to me on Instagram. I get these things DM'd to me from everybody. All right, from Zach Richardson. Drives a guy crazy. Like, after a while, you're just like, Fuck! <laughs> 
Steve, if I buy an intense cycles and it's not an e-bike, are we still teammates or is it an e-bike specific team? I saw this question. Fuck. It's a big, yeah. I think we're still on the same team. You're an intense cycle athlete. Like I think I, I accept you. So if I buy like a Yamaha keyboard, we're teammates. Nah, see, no. <laughs> a grand piano. Yeah. Right, right. Kellen, just with a grand piano playing Elton John. No, we're not teammates. So, no, that's different. Okay. That's not even the all, same all right, product. All right. I'm just right, asking. Right, right, right. Okay. Slow Joe Dirt wants to know, what does AP have to do to keep his job? Is he this year's Savachi with Dylan moving up? I mean, yeah, maybe. I would think Dylan Yamaha's going after Dylan for sure. I don't know whether he'd want to stay there or not, or ride there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Because Barsha, I feel, has done enough. Just to keep his ride. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth in points. Or is he third? I think he's fourth, fourth now. He's fourth now, yeah. yeah. Fifth? Um, fifth? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Yeah, fourth. Won a race? Yeah. I, I agree. Next one from Bibendum Jokes. If Jimmy Dakota's contracted COVID-19, would he have corona and corona and Lyme disease? Ah, oh, that's too soon. That's just, that's a good one, but it's too soon. We should have called Phil. <laughs> See if Phil thinks of Dakota's is Lyme disease. This one's from Troy Benjamin. Kellen, do you remember when we used to work for Verb Moto? That was awesome, man. Such the good days. I miss working at Verb, to be honest, but I'm uh, pretty happy where I'm at now. Did you get paid anything from Verb? Yeah, it wasn't I, thought a lot. That, I thought we said they just relied on intern kids. No, I was. Um, I ran their social media stuff oh, okay. for like three years or so. Oh, yeah. um, so I got paid like a, an, you know, just like a salary basically to yep. do that. It wasn't a lot, but right. managing all that and then going to the races for them and stuff like that. Cool. All right, next one from Scott McElroy. Was I in media then? Was I doing things in media? Yeah. Oh, how long ago was that? Was I a mechanic? Uh, I worked for them from 12 to 17. Oh, I was around. Yeah. Yeah, okay. From Scott McElroy, if the SX season gets shortened, will you give away the excess prizes for Pulp Fantasy to random players? Ask Marks. Marks? Um, I don't know if we're going to do, like, to random players, but we've been... We've got to give somebody something, right? We've been talking about uh, different things to do, maybe adding them to, to the other races just so that they're deeper, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we don't know yet, but we'll, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to we it. We don't know. We don't know, and we don't know about your refund for Pulp Mex right. Fantasy either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that came flying in right away, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, can I get a refund on my Pulp Mex Fantasy since there wasn't 17 races? Oh, my God. Show me where it says that the series has to be 17 races. and It's just like, sure. what the fuck? You know? I just... It's dollars. Dude. It's nothing. Some man. guy was like, I need a refund... On Paul Beck's fantasy, you or give me, I'll take a free season in 2021. You're like, what? but what about the 10 you just did? No, those don't like what? And how is it our fault? Yeah, I, I, I don't get it either. I'm telling you, I'm going fucking crazy with these people. Like I'm going crazy. So just remember that if I go on a shooting rampage. <laughs> Shooting, you don't have guns. I don't have a gun. I know. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Who am I shooting? Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. Know. Fuck. What about if I go to if I go to a place with like my finger in my pocket and say I got a gun? You might get shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. All right, from Jackie Rice. Can we talk about outdoor testing? Saw Kenny was riding outdoors today. Yeah. How beneficial will this be? Uh, will this be into the motocross season? <laughs> sure. 
I guess it will help. Do you think everyone's testing right now? Most of them? Yeah, I think a lot of guys are getting on outdoors. They were planning on it anyways, right? So they got to bump up the program, I guess, a little bit. Hubber loot. Yeah. Going. yeah. Try to get their money's worth out of their athletes. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Why absolutely. Not? If they cancel Supercross this week and it's just straight outdoor testing from now until Hangtown, is, is the U.S. good enough then to go oh, to donations shit. and win? Where are they going this year? Or France. Uh, oh, that's a... Well, that's I mean, that's an they, all right track. They were really good last time. The French was amazing. That's the only reason that they lost. They, they, they I think the third place team was like thirty points behind or something. It's like the third time we've been there in about yeah. yeah. 10 they, just, years. they just go to whatever track will fucking pay them. They don't care. <laughs> I could have a Disney's right now in my backyard mm. if I had enough money. I could get just happy to come here. Yeah, you got to sure. pick up the dog shit first. Yeah, yeah. All it takes is money. <laughs> okay. Can I have a Disney's in a figure eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pay us. We're good. <laughs> I thought Giuseppe was out of the picture. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. There's kids still in there, I guess right? I, if I want to get in the booth, I can't talk like that. No, definitely should. not. No. All right, take it back. All right, last one from Dominic2352. Will there ever be another American GP? If so, what tracks could it be? I, I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't know. Really? Dude, the Glen Helen was a disaster. Jacksonville was good attendance-wise, but i don't think yeah oh a gp I yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah. Of oh no donations i think will come back yeah mm. yeah there'll be one, another one that's too yeah. bad because history i mean we've had gps here a lot you know yeah, yeah. um berlute did you ever do the gps like at, at uh like carlsbad and unadilla and stuff did you go out to those back um, in the day no no not, well not unadilla for sure yeah uh hollister any of those i went there i didn't work there oh, okay um i think we did the glenn helen one when bill oh yeah 92 yeah something 91 like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah with who would you have done it with you have a 500 i right? think we might have been there just in support of somebody or something right. rollerball, maybe a support class. rollerball had a cr 500 motor in an rm 250 chassis not 92 yeah really yeah he was actually racing still oh then? yeah oh okay Fucking animal yeah, he's an animal. I don't know what that bike would have looked like. Just welds everywhere. I mean, how are you going to make... And especially, like, RM250, super twitchy. Handled real well, yeah. Right. Put a 500 in that thing. God. Is that it? All right. It, it's playing. You have my oh. muted over here. I'm sorry. That's on me. I have it muted. muted. Yes. Sabotage. Yes. Uh, motorsport.com. Tweet a talent segment, as always. Submit it to at Pulpamex Show, and uh, we'll make it happen. Uh, Tony Berluti, Kellen Brower in studio. While well, we're just about ready to wrap up here, but not before we go to the voicemails. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Uh, these are the best of the best that was this past week. Hello. My name is Joe, and I was calling just to tell you guys uh, – that for my 25th anniversary, my wife let me pick what we wanted to do for that weekend. And I told her I wanted to go to the Pulp MX show in Indianapolis. And she surprised me with some tickets to it and everything. So I want to tell you, that was my pick. She chose New York for her 20th. I still think my pick is better. Looking forward to seeing you guys and hopefully Kiefer and Wygant and all those guys are there. Looking forward to Ah, uh, sorry, Joe. Sorry this to is, let you down. This is awkward. Yeah, 25th anniversary. He picked Pulp Show. God. So we had to cancel. Uh, Marks, we sent an email to everybody, right? Hopefully uh, they got it. Uh, yeah, I'm still working on slowly going through yeah, and, and yeah. doing refunds because I, I want to make you, sure they get marked. But I told you I would help you with that. 
I know, but I only I can mark them as refunded in the database, and I want to make sure that they all get processed, so that's how I'm doing it. Okay, so, so. check your junk mail or spam mail if you do not have an email from us. As far as refunds uh, for Indianapolis Live Show, Denver Live Show, uh, go right to the theater and get them from there. And Vegas is still scheduled. Oh, boy. But I don't like the odds of that mm-hmm. thing going on either. So, uh, yeah, bummer deal for sure. Uh, but thanks, Joe, for the nice words. I appreciate it. 25th anniversary, Kellen. I mean, went to the live show. Yeah. Wow. 20, cool. 23 years from now, we'll be coming to Pulp Live All Show right. with you. I will not be there. <laughs> good forward to it. Have a good show. Bye. Steve, I know you don't watch the races that much, but how did you like the 250 at Daytona? First two heat races with the tough blocks. Did it make your blood boil? I was laughing when it happened, thinking of your rant the week before. Talk to you. Bye. Hey, my name's Sam. I have a quick question. This is in regards to Eli Tomac and I guess any factory-sponsored rider. If those guys were to ride a stock bike, how long would the bike last before it would blow up? And then also, second part question, how come motocross, or how long till motocross and supercross in general becomes more like the stick and ball sports where as soon as there's an injury, you know, we're knowing right away, you know, in a basketball game, someone gets injured, and then within 20 minutes after they go to the locker room, we already know suffering from an ACL sprain or a tear or something like that. All right, man. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Well, the injuries will get known when there's betting. That's why those stuff happens because there's betting going on, and they won't acknowledge that, but that's why you know that. Plus there's CBAs and, and everything else acknowledging injuries for for players. I mean, we don't really know. If you want to compare, I always could, like I've said it before, stick and ball and motorsports. Don't compare the two. They're apples to oranges. Look at what NASCAR does and IndyCar does and MotoG. They don't disclose injuries. We never know. And we're the same way. Do we know salaries? No, we don't. All motorsports, they don't have CBAs like the stick and ball sports, collective mm-hmm. bargaining agreements. And so don't compare the two. Like, you always see these people like, ah, why aren't we on NBC because of golf? And, like, stop it. Like, that's over here. I feel like for the most part, though, they do a decent enough job where if a main guy is, like, injured in a heat race, when he's supposed to come back for the LCQ, they usually give you an update that says, yeah, we checked with the team, and they say, you know, he's getting checked out for a broken wrist or something like that, which is the same yeah. thing you'd have in, like, the NFL, where it's like, well, he's questionable to return in the third quarter or whatever. Yeah, sometimes you're right at the races, uh, but think about the guys at the practice tracks that crash, and we never yeah. hear about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Tomac in his back or Marvin in his knee, or you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't hear anything. From those guys. And then Tomac's like, oh, yeah, I had a back injury that was holding me back. You're like, yeah. what? So, yes, at the races, you get that filters out, you know, from the team manager or mm-hmm. mechanic or whatever. I've, I text people, too, also. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a different deal. And then, Berlut, how long until the stock bike blows up? Uh, it, it, 250, I mean, 450. I, I don't know, but I feel like it would it's take a, a long time. It, it's but, suspension. Yeah. If this, if you get this, if you got to use stock suspension, it'd kill the rider, probably. Right. Is, he, is he on camera yeah. or no? It would probably kill the rider, but yeah. as far as like a 450, it's not going to blow up. Dude, they're It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, they're good. And a 250, probably the same way. Right. I mean, they probably would wring its neck harder, but it would last. I remember when I first became a mechanic. Berluti, you're already 20 years in when I did, but my whole life, I was taught to slowly break a bike in. Like just burr, high, a low RPM. Sure. You know, take it easy, ride 10 minutes. Like, that's my, my, what my dad taught me. Heat cycles. Yeah, my dad taught me this whole life, and I, that's how I did my whole thing growing up. 
And then I became a mechanic and I would put a brand new crank and top end in my rider be like, ah, first off of practice. I'm like, well, I guess that's a myth, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. Like our same thing with Ricky, you know, brand new bike and say, Hey, just give it some love a couple laps at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He goes about a half lap and he's caning the thing. Right. You know? Right. And you're just like, okay, I hope everything's good. <laughs> right. Yeah. These guys. Yeah. yeah so. Well, in two fifties, they do die a lot of dino stuff. So it's broken. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but on the like back in the day when I was, oh, like, yeah. when I was for just sure. doing they stuff just, on the road, right? Yeah. Nobody, I'd be like, "Hey, this thing's all brand new." They didn't care. No, and then they let, and then they, the the bike lasted. So yeah, all right. Hey, fuckers! The pull the show. It's Monday night. Answer the phone. God damn it! Play it on the air. These are our listeners, everybody. Hi, Steve. I'm a big fan of everything Paul Bemex. Love you guys, man. See, I've always been a big, huge fan of RVs. You know, when he was a writer, I, you know, I was his Dylan. But I'll tell you what, every time he gets on your show, man, I'm I'm liking this guy less and less. What a fucking arrogant, self-centered asshole, man. He totally ruined, you know, the 400th episode. And then last night you have him on your show, and what's he do? He dissed your... You know, you guys got the guys, you got your A-rays, all your guys. We love them dudes, man. He's talking to them like they're dirt on the floor and stuff, and I just don't get it. No I mean, shit, I realize he's a good writer now, but he's starting to show that he's a piece of shit as a human being. So just thought I'd pass it on, man. Keep up the good work. Love you guys. Just thought I'd pass it on. He's a piece of shit as a human being. <laughs> just pass That's it on. Gnarly. What'd you think? I don't know. What'd you think, Mark's little RV's appearance? I mean, Colin Cade, are you a pro or an amateur? I mean, that was... I mean, harsh, but unfiltered. Um, Did you listen? Yeah, he definitely doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. I, we just need a name for Drunk RV. We got we got Jake and Coke. Yeah. We yeah. got to have a name for Drunk RV. <laughs> R- Rye Villapoto? Uh, something. Well, Rye is a Canadian <laughs> term for whiskey, I think. Rye whiskey. Yeah. I thought it was Villa Tito's or something. He he, he likes Tito's. Oh, was, it, was it Villa, Villa Tito's? I think that he likes Tito's vodka. After, after, uh, 400? Yeah. Oh, I don't Villatitos, remember that one. That's yeah. good, though. Villa Tito's. Villa Tito's, I like it. And Jake and Coke and Villa Tito's. Let's make it happen. All right. I don't think he's a piece of shit as a human being. That would go that far. No, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. Just pass it. <laughs> but as you said, he's just passing just it on. Passing it on. Passing it on. All right. Hey, uh, just a comment on the show. Um, the whole, I know a good wrap-up show when I hear it thing. I think that's the problem. There's no such thing as a good wrap-up show. I hope you clip it soon. I don't. I never listen to it. I've listened to two episodes total, and it's terrible. And uh, just all the conversation that leads to on the show, it's a waste of time. That's my point. Thanks. Wow. Steve, please never, ever play Nickelback again. It's the most terrible thing I've ever heard on your show. Sounds gay. Matt, this- Hot takes. Well, I might be hot, might be lukewarm. It would be a hot take if you had your hot tub, but I really want to know more details about this hot tub deal. I'm thinking like the new hot tub segment potentials could be crazy. And if Smack Smackson doesn't step up with some money, I think we you, you might have to cut ties and go FXR. Canadian supporting the hot tub series, it could get rowdy. It could get straight up rowdy. <laughs> Love the show, shows, everything. Awesome. Thank you for being wild in motocross and spinning shit like you do. See ya. Hello, Steve. Paul fan family. This is uh, Jonesy calling in. Uh, just finishing the show. 
tits versus tits again, although not as uh, extreme or extremely bad as some tits versus tits. Still very entertaining. Love it a lot. In fact, I'm pretty sure uh, my voicemail once had the I miss tits, I miss tits bad drop. That is good. I think that one's me. Um, even though that had very little to do with how bad tits, tits is. I miss more, tits bad. Or good how that tits is much more how bad Gibbs was. But uh, a lot of talk about the inside show stuff, like uh, tits sleeping outside, as in sleeping in his truck. Might be a lot of work, but it would be fun to uh, try to get a little contest going of fan versus fan and have a little tournament of who knows the most inside stuff. Um, take that for what it's worth. I'm certainly not volunteering to do any of the legwork to do this, but I think it'd be interesting as these sort of uh, segments are always pretty funny to listen to. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the content. Yeah, Marks is going to go through all the old shows and bookmark everything <laughs> uh, and do all that, everybody. So look for that happening soon. Nope. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Jeez, why do we have to keep talking about the stupid wrap-up show? If I wanted to hear something about the stupid wrap-up show, I'd watch or listen to the wrap-up show. I don't want to hear about podcast production, the back office. I, mean, I just uh, want to hear the motocross stuff. Okay. All right. We'll keep it, we'll keep it going. Is that it? Yeah, that was oh, all okay. All right. all right. That's it, everybody. That's the voicemails this week. So... 702-586-7857. You call anytime and leave a voicemail. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for calling, everybody. Appreciate it. So, all right, that's a wrap. We're not going to come in next week because of Marks, everybody. So hit him up at at I'm Travis Marks on Twitter. If you missed the show, bring it. Uh, but we'll be back after that, and I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out. We do something in the off season. We make it work in the off season. We'll make it work this time. We'll talk about the sim races that go on. <laughs> Yeah, can we do that, Kellen? Uh, sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get an angry voicemail this week, though. That's, I just want to hear the motocross stuff. That, that is motocross. <laughs> I'm you know, with you, though. I'm with you. Honestly, like, one thing I've learned about the show is I could do anything, and people would some people would like it, and some people would hate it. Like, no matter what I do, I, if I came up with a cure to cancer on the show, they'd be like, why didn't you come up with it sooner? It's just, I do what I want on the show. So if I, if I want to play old video game intro segments and have you guess them, then we do that. Yep. And there'll always be complainers, and there'll always be haters. I get so in response to what you're saying about you not knowing about Gold Pass yeah, and, and all that yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I get people daily, probably that come to me and say like, "Why is this game so bad?" or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you're like, I, I didn't build it, yeah, I didn't make it. I, I just I'm I, talking I about it, but you know, right, right, yeah, it's it's amazing. So. Uh, thanks to Andrew Short and Brian Deegan and Daniel Blair and the great Tony Berluti. <laughs> Who did you like the best on the show tonight, outside of Berluti? Because he's sitting right oh, there. Oh, man. I wanted to say Berluti, you though, because I'm so right happy Berlute's back. And Berluti's back now. Poontoon? <sighs> what the uh, fuck? Damn. <laughs> um, I actually like Deegan. I did, too. I, I thought I Deegan was really good. Yeah, I agree. I like Deegan. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Shorty's blue crew, though. Shorty's so, so good. Sorry. Shorty's a better human being than, than all of us here. So, um, All right. Well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Pulp Mech Show, of course. Sponsor deals on there. Always get the codes and everybody else. Uh, Kellen, thanks, man. Appreciate you driving you. up here with your lovely wife. Very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, strong performance tonight. Where do you live, Kellen? Temecula. Oh, oh shit. That's a long way. He's got a room tonight. Yeah. So okay. he's not driving home. He's not pulling a Kiefer style. Yeah, so. no shit. Yeah. Uh, Art of Sport gave you a little, yeah, thank you for little this. This uh, is awesome. gift for showing up and being the uh, co-host. 
presented very nicely. Remember, people, uh, if you want to, um, if you want to, uh, what's this site called again? Start your systems. Startyoursystems.com. Yep. Uh, go there. Check it out for the latest and greatest sim video game stuff. Did I say that right? Uh, any video. like uh, So there's sim games like yeah. MXM and MX Bikes. And then there's what we call arcade-style games, which yeah. is Monster Energy Supercross right. 3 and uh, MX Wars ATV Alive and things like that. And we just try to cover all of it. We try to say what the new updates are on the games, play them, have a good time, whatever. Travis Preston brought in a Nintendo Switch with Excitebike on it. Really? Yeah, the other day. And he thought he was good at it, and I whooped him. Nice. Because he was I'm used to the keyboards. To be fair, I am used to the keyboards. Did it feel so. good to, to beat Preston at something? No, I didn't beat Preston. Oh, I thought... No, he, just beat, beat he beat me. I beat Mark. Oh, he beat me. okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were yeah, saying... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, Preston designed the track. He'd already... Like, I needed more time. Yeah. I just did it quickly. All right. But I beat Mark's, so... Uh, so thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to Swiss Core. Thanks to Moser. I'm not sure who that is, but thanks to him. Berludi, thank you for coming thank in. You, thank you for having me, Steve. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoy being on. Yeah, come back in now. You're I good. Will. I will. You invite me, I'll be here. I feel like you bit your tongue a little bit when it comes to the Cirque show. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm glad. I mean, it, it is in competition. You know, it was, it, was, it was theater life. A lot of liberal people. I had to bite my tongue there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very liberal. Maybe right. he's waiting for the last check to. Catch. Yeah, yeah I got I got right. a couple check comments. So I better watch it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Good uh, point. So yeah, no, it's awesome to have you back in. We're gonna get to go riding to at Western. Absolutely, so that's cool. look forward call to foot, it. Call Foot Nick. Call Aaron. Get him to come up. They're not doing nothing. No. Tony's got him probably working on YZ80s. Well, I'm sure for his daughters. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So, uh, Talon, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. You and Tits got to work out your schedule now because we're different off, so I don't know. Tits already it. updated it. Oh. Already, had, uh, <laughs> already came, ahead of you. Came through today. Shocker, Don't huh? you worry. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, tits is on it, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. Uh, thanks to Pookie, and uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, man, I know it's, uh, it's a little bit of a scary time and everything else, but uh, hang in there. Go dirt bike riding, watch some old races, play some video games, whatever you got to do, and uh, yeah, have fun doing it. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be here uh, in the upcoming weeks for sure to talk about the sport and bench race and whatever else, and maybe maybe we'll just spend one one show just cold calling Stu just over and over until oh. he, he picks up. I don't know. Just spitballing <laughs> here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. That's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
Crushing your creed. 